Hello and welcome to the Computer Game Show. My name's David Turner and I'm here with Sean Bell. Hello. Matt Murray. Hello. And James Farley. Mince pies, mince pies, steaming hot and spicy. Half as many hot mince pies are only half as nicey. Bring on, bring on some more mince pies. Before we started recording, James said to me, can you say my name last so that I, I've got something planned? <laughs> did, did you lose a bet, James? Well, no, I just thought it's Christmas, isn't it? And I thought Listen, I'd try and get in right, the yeah, Let's not. We can't make fun of him because for <laughs> the last like two months, together. for the last two months, we've been taking the piss out of him for being miserable about Christmas. And now he's belted that out. So fair fucking oh, play. Oh, come on. That didn't sound cheery, did it? It looked it like he was really depressed at the mince pies. <laughs> It looked like he was absolutely gutted Being that there was mince pies. Being forced to sell them at gunpoint. I, I thought no, you'd like that. I thought, I thought that was lovely. <laughs> no, it's the sort of way you'd sing a mince pie song after you've eaten 8,000 of them <laughs> and there's still 10 more to eat. <laughs> uh, you're right, James. You've been drinking already, have no, you? I just wish I'd done that now. I thought, thought it'd be nice and then, yeah. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> I thought it was, it was good and I'm willing judged. to bet. I'm willing to bet the listeners will be with us on this one. So, yeah, I'm willing to bet, James, that'll be a Christmas hit single. (laughs) I reckon Cammy will do something good with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. singing. I I never sing because I hate it. And I just thought, I'm going to try. And I was really nervous. Well, you're going to be singing that exact song at the start of our next uh, live show. I mean, that's (laughs) definitely happening. Whilst breakdancing. Um, So, the lesson here, guys, is never try. Um, hello and welcome to our Game of the Year show. It's the big one. Um, before we get going, uh, I would like to thank our Patreon producers this month. When I said I, I didn't mean that the other guys didn't. The rest of it, we don't give a fuck. I'm reading it out. It's just- <laughs> our Full Nails crew are Aaron Patrick, Simon Nelson, Tom S, Jack Oven, Moomin Biscuit, Richard Sawyer, Dave Ernsberger, Colin Brown, Gazman, Gabby Pereira, Fuzzballs and Jill Fridge. Thank you so much for supporting us. Not only just this month, but throughout the year. Um, you are the Full Nails crew. Thank you so much. If you would like to support us, then please go to patreon.com forward slash TCGS. Uh, various different tiers there. We're not done this year. We're not done. We've got a bonus show. We've got uh, live um, talks over planned. There's more from us this year. Don't you worry about that. Yeah. Normally, I was saying before the pod, normally this is our big final hurrah. You know, thank you ever so much. We'll see you in the mm. new year. That's it now. Uh, on the beach. I mean, not not definitely not not, not literally. But uh, this year, we've got, we've got patient stuff still to do. The work, the work here doesn't end yet. See, I was just I mean, before the I mean, show, I was bragging to Chen about how this was the last thing we were doing this year. I'd completely yeah. forgotten about <laughs> the other stuff. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. I mean, we've ended up doing this. Have you watched more than that? Have you watched more than one episode of The Office yet? Or I do, it doesn't you know, matter yet, does it? It's doesn't. That's a no, then. It's <laughs> unbelievable. Unbelievable. No, I mean, because it, this... it's it sits in the awkward territory uh, territory of. Yeah thing i probably could watch with new but we just hardly ever get time to watch stuff together so i think i'm just gonna have to be like look no it's not happening i'll just watch it on my own and then i'll get it done in like two days it'll be fine okay let me let me ask you this let me ask you this if this was james doing this right how would we be reacting pretty badly yeah yeah we would (laughs) yeah yeah but then no one was asking Uh, james how he was getting on he was just left to it and then we did the show and then that it was like oh yeah the thing is sean the difference is is i gave regular updates as to where i was Uh, with the pixar films (laughs) he did he did yeah i think think you just need to trust me it's fine 
Right, James, mince pie song again. Come on. <laughs> no, I'm not doing it again. That's okay, right, ever. fine. Um, welcome to our Game of the Year show. If this is your first year with us, I will give you a quick rundown of the rules. I've got 16 games in front of me nominated by us four. We all picked four each. Uh, our favourite games of the year. Um, they go into a hat. We pick them out one by one. They face off against each other. For a game to go through to the next round, it requires three votes. That's the only way it can go through. Free, that it needs the majority of the vote from the team. Um, obviously, there's four of us. If it's two votes to two, then the arguing starts. And my word, it, it, it starts. Um, however, we have a wild card. The four of us have picked one game each, and that went to the public vote. The one that wins the public vote gets to replace one of the 16 games that we've got in front of us. Not only that, the person that picked that wild card gets the rest of their picks straight into the hat. They cannot be knocked out in the first stage. So, Matt, do you want to tell us what uh, what happened with the public vote this year? Yeah, yeah so it, uh, it, it someone fucked it up. Again? Yeah, yeah, again? Yeah. Oh, look, we had another prick. <laughs> so, do you remember how we, uh, we said several times on the show that I, uh, you know, it happened last year and it was sort of because it was initially ruined it, but we sort of, you know, it, it was kind of funny in a way. But you know, it's not going to work again, is it? Don't do that again. And someone did. Uh, yeah, someone paid for Russian bots to ruin our poll, but yeah. don't worry, we got a solution. We had a solution, didn't we, Matt? We we had a we had a contingency poll. Yeah, mate. Yes, quickly, we did. Quickly uh, put together. Yeah, we put out a poll in our Discord. And and cleverly that's, that's said right. it, so no one knew could join the Discord to vote in the poll. You know, we had to have <laughs> security for this one. So we had a poll in a Discord, and here are the results. Uh, I'll do it in reverse order. It may not surprise you that my game, <laughs> Stories Untold, came out last with 12 votes. Which is weird, because it came out first. It was 2017, wasn't it, that game? <laughs> not the... <laughs> not this version. <clears throat> okay, Joint. all right. Joint second was uh, James's game, Star Wars Squadrons, and David's game, Oi and the Will of the Wisps, that at the time of nominating he hadn't actually played. Leaving, leaving Sean's hard lads romping away in the lead <laughs> in this Discord poll, which is just as well because in the Twitter poll before some pricks got involved and ruined it, um, that was it was leading. It, it was very close battle actually between hard lads and Ori, but. Mm. Um, so yeah, so hard lads won out in the end, and that's the wild. It's, it's hard still a bit annoyed about this because it, not just the Twitter poll stuff, but like, see, I played Ori and the Willow Wisps over this week because I was convinced <laughs> yeah, that, that David's thing was going to work, and I, I same here played it and finished it, and now I mean I wouldn't have nominated it after playing it, but it still would have <laughs> been good to talk about. I st- it it's brilliant. I know it's good, but it's still it's not game of the year good. Still good. It's, it is really good. It's a good game. But, for, but I mean, thanks to everyone that recommended it um, in the lead up to the the uh, the draft show because I, I'm really enjoying it. I didn't get to the end because it, it was clearly not going to win. But I will <laughs> carry on and finish that game for sure. Yeah, whatever. I, and I must admit, I wildly underestimated the the power of you know. Oh, we're different. We're a bit wacky, aren't we? Oh, the vote for the vote for the weird one. Uh, I under- underestimated Sean and his pals. It's a good game, is it, Sean? Come it's on. It's a good fucking game. Come on, Sean. What? Like, it's a funny joke. That's it. No, like, it isn't. Well, yeah, that's it. Now that's well, in the game of the year right, show, well, is it? Well, we'll see about that when we get to it, won't we? 
Okay, we'll see about it when we pull out of the hat because I can't wait to hear your argument. Right, this is what that means. Here are the 16 games before we put hard lads in. We've got Superliminal, Hyrule Warriors, Age of Calamity, Cloudpunk, Paradise Killer. There's Sean's picks. They have all made it into the hat. So I'm going to start folding them up and putting them in. What, uh, so what hard games? lads, hard lads has to replace one of these games: Streets of Rage Four, Astro's okay. Playroom, Animal Crossing: New Horizons, Spider-Man: Miles Morales, uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake, Black Mesa, The Last of Us Part Two, Half-Life: Alex, Fall Guys: Ultimate Knockout, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater One and Two, Carrion, and Hades. They're the games that we have to choose from. Hmm. Um. So I think the easiest way of doing this and what we've done in the past, I think it's safe to say that the games in front of me, Hades and The Last of Us, should be in the hat, correct? Mm-hmm. Definitely. No, no, uh, no. Um, right, okay. So if you, hear, if you hear a game that you think is a maybe, then let me know, okay? Okay. So I'm going to run through the rest of the titles. Just say maybe if you think it's a potential to be chucked out at this stage. Streets of Rage 4. Maybe. That's a maybe. Fuck off, Astro's man. Playroom. Yeah, I agree. I think Astro's Playroom should be in a hat. Animal Crossing New Horizons. Yeah, I agree. I think that should be in the hat. Spider-Man Miles Morales. I, I again think it should be in there. Sean, you can you can Speak get up. involved as well. No, I'm, I'm, Don't I'm, I'm listening. I'm listening. I'm here. Just... He's already focused on the last 16. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I mean, right, so Miles, Miles Morales, I, I admit uh, that I had a twinge of like, uh, but it's kind of a standalone expansion. But then everyone says it's like the best reason to have a PS5. So, well, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, Final Fantasy VII Remake. I'm going to say maybe. Mm. Uh, Black oh. Mesa. Uh, mm, I don't know. <laughs> I call that a maybe. What? I- I'd say it's a maybe okay. as well, but yeah. Uh, Half-Life Alex. Yeah, I agree that that should be in the buzz around that when it come out. Mm. Uh, Full Guys Ultimate Knockout. Uh, you can't, okay, can't throw that out, that. can you, Jesus? Uh, Tony Hawk Pro Skaters 1 and 2. That's a maybe. I think that's a maybe. Okay, and Carrion. That's maybe? also a maybe. Um, yeah, right, I call okay. Carrion a maybe. I'm surprised at that. Okay. Right, okay, so the, the games that we've got in our maybe pile, Streets of Rage Floor, 4, Black Mesa, Final Fantasy VII Remake, Carrion, Tony Hawk's 1 and 2. How is Final Fantasy um, VII Remake on this? It's one of the games of the year. That's <laughs> unbelievable. Well, I mean, we'll it's one now. of your games of the year. Yeah. I mean, like <laughs> I could say the same about Tony Hawk's and Carrion. James could say the same about Streets of Rage. Mm. I mean, can anyone say that about Black Mesa? I mean, well, <laughs> Sean, Sean, I think this is the most interesting place to start. Yep. Sean, yep. When, when that was announced. So I'm mm-hmm. interested, why Black Mesa? What, yeah, what was yep. the one that, yep. why, why did Black that Mesa, stick out Sean? to you? No, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not coming for you, Matt. I'm not having a go. Uh, what? Too much it's information? Just, it's just... <laughs> I mean, you, you struggled to think of it. When you voted for it in the first, no, sorry, no, you nominated it in the first think place. Of it. it was on the list. It, I was just thinking strategically if I could have chosen something else beforehand. Okay. Um, I just I don't know. Like I like it came out and everyone was like, yeah, do you know what? This is pretty cool. Um, does actually change things in a significant way. And then I just didn't hear anything of it since. Um, 
I don't know. It's just... Say that about Half Life Alex, though, can you? You're know, true. Yeah, That's but only I, five you people said can a lot play about it. a lot of things this year. To be fair, yeah, true. This more than anything though, because remember aside Brexit? for the time that what? Matt mentioned <laughs> it as his pick, I can't remember him even mentioning it all year. So I don't know where it came from. What you don't remember me talking about it when oh, I? No, I yeah, he did talk about it just yeah. before before Half Life Alex. Yeah, it came out early before Alex. I don't remember you talking about and, it. And you said, that sounds great. I might go back and play it. Yeah. I mean, as we're talking about it, like I'm remembering like all the positive stuff. I like When it when it did initially come out, it, everyone, I remember people being like, it's not just a graphical update. It's really substantial. They've made the Zen stuff at the end actually quite good. Um, <laughs> Are we going too far into this? Because maybe. I mean, this is I all think, stuff we're going to talk yeah, about when it... Let's look. Let's circle back and see. Look at some of the other titles we got on the maybe. Yeah, what were the other maybe? So, Carrion was the other big one, right? Yeah. Now, Carrion, I I'm surprised that that is not in already because I, yeah, I thought I was going to be the only one because I I did I didn't get on with it, but just because of the tone, which is not you know that and that's not the game's fault. That's me. Um, just and not... I thought you loved it, James. I did, and it was actually on my shortlist. As as um you know like as as a possible one I was going to put up. But... Oh yeah, when I when I picked it, you went oh for fuck's sake. Yeah, it was it <laughs> was one of that. my ones that I thought about, but I don't know. I also really enjoyed it. So why is Carrion not in? Oh, you said maybe. And this is a maybe. Okay, okay, Carrion's in. No, 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 no. That's not how this works. <laughs> right, it's not in then. What? So what are you saying? What are you saying? It's not what? safe. It's not out, but it's not safe. Is that what you? Yeah. You just went, yeah. you just went. I really enjoyed it. James really enjoyed it. You really enjoyed it. Uh, it's not in. No, it's, it's a maybe. It's a it's a maybe. That's exactly what it is. Okay. None. This is the problem with this one this year. None of them stick <laughs> out. Yeah. Because they, we haven't got a Sean game in it. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's the problem, in isn't it? It's like yeah, you look at Sean game and it's easy. like any of these. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Shame, really. Streets of Rage Four, like I think, is. Me personally, it's the lowest on the ladder. However, see, yeah, James adores that game. I did. I, so, thought, I thought it was great as well. So I'd be keen yeah, to keep it's that. It's definitely in. lowest on the ladder for me because it's the one I haven't played. Oh, we're not. No, don't start that again. <laughs> no, not after, no, not after but last I'll, year. I'll be honest. <laughs> I mean, this is again self-confessed massive Sega fan hasn't played a Streets of Rage game. <laughs> What's that about? Yep. Just got you there, mate. I didn't play the originals. What, what, what else was on? What else was on the maybe pile? Tony Hawk's one and two, Final Fantasy VII remake, Streets of Rage, Black Mesa, Carrion. Oh fuck's sake! I... Because, you know, if if there was just one that was a remake, you could single it out for that reason. <laughs> yeah. But the, but there's several. <laughs> yeah, but you got to chuck them both the, out. There's several, and they're all really good, substantial remakes. Yeah, so there's, so there's I'd, three remakes. I'd rather okay, keep Carrion. Okay, so should we? Should we leave it to the remakes then? Let's let's narrow it down to the remakes. So Carrion and Streets of Rage go in. I guess, oh, I yeah, I can go with that. Hang on, what, what, what does I leave? Then? It leaves Final Fantasy Seven, Black Mesa, and Tony Hawk. Tony Hawk's. I mean, Final, Fa- Final Fantasy Seven is is barely a remake. It's practically a new game. Yeah, yeah I, it see, is. See, I'd, I'd go for Tony Hawk's personally. What? What to go out? Yeah. Oh, but it's so good. I mean, that's, uh, that's, that's yeah. the problem, though, isn't it? The, the work they did to get that. My argument for Tony Hawk is that Tony Hawk has been shit for a long time. <laughs> and this was brilliant. 
Mm. You see, I, I, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm coming back to Black Mesa. See, I'm, I I'm kind of coming back to see, the Streets of Age Four. See, but... I, I, I think, I think, <laughs> I, I, I think, I think Final Fantasy Seven remake should be in. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Okay. So then it's we're down to Black Mesa and Tony Hawk. I mean, if we're down I, to them two, um, then, um, well, if we're down to them two, I, I think, well, I think I know which way this is going to go. <laughs> I mean, think of it this way, Matt. When Black Mesa comes up, it'll it'll just be you talking about it and everyone going, uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> it's also Matt. You've nominated like every every Half Life game for like your game of the year. This can't you just That's one true. Of them? We've, yeah, we've already got a Half Life game, and it's an actual new one. Yeah, that, all I mean, of that, them that's on sort it. of a bullshit criteria for throwing Black Mesa out, but it sounds all right for a <laughs> yeah, minute. That's doesn't a massive it? bullshit criteria. <laughs> like the, the, the Crowbar, uh, you know, the, the developers have been like five years remaking Zen, and it's absolutely only because they're doing they're... it in their spare time. They, they need a lot of time to <laughs> fix it. Yeah, true. I mean, I think I think you guys vote, made, and it? then we'll have my vote last and see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, obviously, I'm going to vote Black Mesa. Right? <laughs> yeah, Black Mesa. Oh, sorry, Matt. Yeah, I'm also voting James? Matt. Yeah. Oh. Uh, well, I, <laughs> I vote Black Mesa in. Can <laughs> okay, I change it in your mind? Turn around on us. Shall we? I do feel bad because right I think now. I think if someone else would have played that, I think. I would have been okay with Tony Hawk's going had it not been the fact that Black Mesa just came and went and yeah. didn't hear about it, which isn't fair. No, no, it's not fair. It's but not fair because Black Mesa is just you know it, it's a it's a remake of the original Half Life from '98. It just came out P- only came out on PC. Tony Hawk was a phenomenon at the time and still is, and people been hankering for a new one. So that was obviously going to be talked more. The two aren't really directly comparable in that regard, but I get it. Uh, I mean, it's I mean, definitely one of my titles of the year. I've got to lean towards Tony Hawk purely because its success seems to have spurred EA to make another skate game. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that helps. So I love it? it for that, if nothing else. Right. Well, yeah. Okay. Someone, I think, uh, some, a listener's tweeting me saying, oh, Matt's uh, pick of Black Mesa, that's so out of left field. It's like, are you kidding me? It's a, it's a great game. Just to come out pre COVID, people seem to have forgotten about it or don't be bothered because I played the original Half Life, I didn't care for it. It's an amazing remake. It does everything. The, we loved that original Half Life. Oh, right, it's it out. Better. We're not allowed I mean, to talk about it. It's definitely <laughs> pre COVID. It was 1998. It came the whole out. point is we're not allowed to talk <laughs> about it. <laughs> right, I mean, okay. this is another. It's, obviously, we and our audience are quite console centric, isn't it? So Black Mesa just wasn't really a, a big talking point for us, I think. I mean, it was. Right. It, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Goodbye, Black Mesa. I tried. 16 games. Are we going to start? <sighs> this is the bit I hate. We were talking yeah. before about how nervous we are. <laughs> And I'm, I'm, right. you know what? I'm absolutely fine, apart from when games are being pulled out. I fucking hate it. <laughs> I just, yeah, I don't want my games to go up against something that I also really like. Yeah. That's the thing that gets me. I mean, I'll say but... now, I, like, I don't think there's a game here that I dislike at all. Like, I, I think this. I know everyone's like been moaning about 2020 being a shit year for games, among other things. I think this is a very <laughs> consistent list. Personally, I mean, I mean, obviously, I'm sure you're looking at my games and be like, "What are you talking about?" But I don't know. We'll see. Let's go. I would also like to say before we started, after the recording last week, I was absolutely furious that we didn't let Matt pick Cyberpunk <laughs> <laughs> because I thought, I thought, oh my god, the abuse he'd get over the next year over that would just be brilliant. Um, but then 
I realised that, you know, putting in a game that's in early access <laughs> isn't really the right thing to do. Do you know what I mean? Let's wait for the let's wait for the full release, shall we? And then yeah. see how it goes. <laughs> let's wait for 1.0. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck me. Well, I've stopped playing it. Right, okay. Runs great on Stadia, guys. <laughs> I mean, you're absolutely right, Sean. Uh, I mean, I, I ripped into you for suggesting buying it on Stadia. You're absolutely right. Okay, yeah. right. First game out of the hat. And this one fell out. I didn't pull it out. Right. This one fell out of the hat. And it is. It was so eager to be spoken about. James, you'll be happy. It's one of yours. So <laughs> you won't be. This will be the only time you'll hear so, but James. <laughs> it's Spider-Man, Miles Morales. Right, okay. Okay, so I nominated... <laughs> Sorry, you that just like that you switched... on the show then. What? That's like you switched to a recording. Like you just... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay. And then it clicked. Oh, I definitely had a click. And you're like, hey, you saw a word. I've been That's rehearsing. Oh, I'm gonna... That's you know, actually not a bad idea. I might do that next year. It'd be like that yeah. bit in yeah. Speed. Yeah. Where they have the yeah. footage of <laughs> Or, or like the criminal like time recording themselves and like <laughs> looking at the camera and play, press and play when the Zoom meeting starts. James, <laughs> James, James, that. James, is, James is like, oh no, I'm going to have to start from the beginning again now. <laughs> so I could, the thing is, I could do one for each of these and then if I drink too much, I press the play on the wrong one as That's well. That's true, which, yeah. <laughs> yeah. If. Like, <laughs> when. So Spider-Man Mars Morales, I nominated this because it's short, but I think it's kind of perfect. Um, largely because it's probably the best game looking game that I played this year. It looks absolutely incredible, especially with I mean even in thirty frames mode with all the ray tracing and all that kind of stuff on it just looks amazing. And New York, I I don't know, it's it's just wonderful to um you know, to move around in. Um, the movement exactly the same as the first Spider Man, and that's fantastic. But then it's kind of enhanced because of the fact they added lots of different like combat options and things like that to Miles. But I mean overall, I think the reason that I thought this was something which was really, really very significantly better than the first one is because of the story. I thought Miles is a fantastic character. It's really interesting to see the way that he develops and becomes Spider-Man. And it hasn't got... like I mean, okay, it hasn't got a particularly strong villain in it, I, I don't feel, but the supporting cast that are around it really helped to sort of elevate it into something which I think is more interesting uh, than the first one. And when I wasn't playing it, I was still thinking about it which I don't get that very much with these games these days. And it's one of those few games where every evening I was I was playing it and I played for significantly longer each time than I really wanted to. Like, I was, I was thinking, I need to go to bed now, but I just kept playing it because it's just... It feels so polished and so, like, well put together. It's kind of like a perfect video game, in a sense. It's, like, exactly what you want. It's just, it's just perfect. I mean, it's just such a complete experience. I mean, very few games do I really want to hit, like, 100% with. But with Miles Morales, I really did, because it's just amazing. A uh, very, very good game. There cool. You. All right. Yeah, Matt, you, did you finish this in the end? No, I, I barely replayed it, because I stopped. I, I played uh, for one night, and then I went on to play Hades. Um, so, but oh, that says I, it all. But I know I know how good this game is because from all reports it does everything that Spider-Man PS4 did in 2018, which I absolutely loved, and refines it a bit, a bit tighter, shorter, better side missions. So I, I've no doubt. I mean, I know it looks absolutely stunning in like the evening I played. It looks absolutely mind blowing, and whether that is just the in, you know, increased power of the PlayStation 5, but also the fact it's now winter, there's snow particles everywhere. It 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 looks great, even where we got the on PlayStation 5 at least, like the ray-traced puddle reflections, or you're just going with a 60 frames mode, it's it's really impressive. I was going to say, I can't, I... I can't play more. 
Uh, so obviously I don't have a PS5, but I was well up for just getting this on the PS4 because you know because I only played the original this year and I really loved it in the end. Um, but like everyone I've spoken to is like, no, wait till you get a PS5. And just like, wait. Yeah, yeah. And, I, and I was like, oh, no. I was like, no, it's going to be like a year or something. I'm like, no, honestly, like it's worth sitting on this. So yeah, it's, so, it's so I've not the, played it's it. The but launch it's, game, isn't it? Yeah, it's not that I've yeah. Uh, yeah I've not I've not not played it for any. You know, I've not actually judged it in any way. I've, like, I mean, I'm really excited to play it. Um, so, yeah, I think it's also because I mean, neither of the new consoles really had anything like absolutely mind blowing at launch. I think, but I still uh, feel Tetris. Excuse me. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but I do feel that Miles Morales did like a really very very good job of showing off like what the future of the PS5 could be. And uh, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, for sure, it was excellent for that. You got to remember as well, Cyberpunk's on its way. So when that comes out. It's going to be good, right? <laughs> Shall we see what it's up against? Yeah, go on. Here we go. Final Fantasy VII Remake, Matt. Yes, Final Fantasy VII Remake, which I absolutely loved. Uh, and it was a surprise, really, because I didn't play the original one. I haven't really played a Final Fantasy VII game properly. I played a little time. I saw loads of seven when I was younger. I met Martin... Played it and I just watched, you know, because I wasn't really into Shout it. Shout out to Martin! Martin Day. <laughs> just give him a shout out. Um, was that and I played a little, bit, like a, a little bit of eight, but this is the first one I've, I've properly tried. And obviously we played that demo at EGX and I was really impressed with the combat there. Mm. But still, you know, I, I heard about Final Fantasy for so long and it seemed quite overwhelming, but this is obviously just the episodic version. And this first part is has been out and it's not the full sort of 100 120 hour epic that i might have been a bit too overwhelmed to play originally but this is absolutely amazing i've seen a lot of people tweet things along the lines of hey nostalgia's hell of a drug eh you know referring to the fact that final fantasy 7 remakes probably not that good but you're probably loving it because you're nostalgic and i don't have that nostalgia at all all i have is the fact that i absolutely love the gameplay I thought the combat was absolutely brilliant. It is still turn-based, but what it does is it does it in a really clever way. So you have your basic buttons, your, your, sorry, your basic controls. Turn-based like, at all, is it? I was going to say. Well, no, so what it is, it's, 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 it's real-time combat, but when you go to go to the, the the bigger power moves that aren't just your standard sort of punch and slash and stuff, then it basically essentially stops. It goes extreme slow-mo and you can stay in those menus to choose your huge moves for as long as you want so essentially it is that and it what and, and but it, it combines this real-time nature of just you can just button mash essentially if you want to do like the basic moves but then when it comes to actually using strategy to combine the your limit moves which are like the big huge attacks or hills that uh it it, it does it really really well in in, uh, in concert but yeah combat is just brilliantly brilliantly fun i absolutely loved it. it it never it never stopped feeling satisfying it was brilliant when you got more members of your party to combine your moves with their moves to sort of time it so you had like low all of your uh, limits um so basically as you use your basic moves to attack uh, the more the more you in, uh, injure and hurt an enemy that builds up your limit meter when your limit meter is full that's when you can you can do some do some of your massive massive moves and by com- you know combining that with a bunch of your members of your party by timing it so it's one limit after the other it's fantastic you can do 
obviously huge attacks to the enemy and, and for bosses at least you can do enough and then they have a stagger meter when that stagger meter is full that's when they're basically on the ground not doing a lot again timing it's all your limit moves that hit, hitting the enemy when when the enemy is staggered it's just amazingly amazingly good fun and then you combine that with finding weapons in the environment and finding materia which are um, things you can use to upgrade your weapons or upgrade abilities of the weapons and you can move material constantly around your the members of your party and also the armor and the weapons they have so you can constantly chop and change and bring in the moves and sort of skills and abilities of these different weapons and their upgraded versions as you see fit depending on the bosses or types of enemies you face i think story-wise i again absolutely amazing it was really compelling i thought the writing was really good i thought the characters were absolutely absolutely great that the um the voice acting was was excellent it, it and as someone myself who doesn't really play much in the way of JRPGs, I was wondering sort of what sort of direction it would go in, but it was funny, it was interesting writing, it was it was it was an interesting story, and it was it was it wasn't terribly complex, so I wasn't lost at all in that. And I just thought the characters were just uh, a joy to be with, really, and it it really makes me <laughs> excited about about what's happening in part two. In terms of the environment and graphically, it looks absolutely stunning in so many places. In so many of like, the big environments, you see, you know, like the, the, the huge sort of roof uh, in, uh, above you and you see gorgeous looking environments. There's one called uh, War Market, which is based on like, the Red Light District, which is a, a really uh, gorgeous location filled with little side alleys and, and bars with neon lights and little like um, little shops here and there. There's alleyways down to bars. It's just like a really gorgeous lived-in location. I love I loved the feel of that place. And it's looked and, and, and felt brilliant. But graphically, a lot of those big, huge locations and set pieces look gorgeous. Where it kind of falls down in some aspects is the is the way you travel from one of these big large hub areas to others and often it's just essentially lots of alleyways lots of brown alleyways and and or and or repeated underground tunnels which is definitely one of the low points of the game overall i think it's stunning but i think it's like chapter 16 or whatever it is there's a bit basically where you have to go back down through some tunnels and the sewers you've already done so there were different, and and that chapter seemed to last for for ages. And I was like, I don't really know why we're going back. There's no real need. I don't know if they're trying to fill this game you're, out. You're, you're trying to get this through to the next round, Matt. I was going to yeah, say, well, you, what's this? About? What's happening? I'm, 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 I'm not going to lie. I'm going to tell you all the bits I loved. And you know, anyway, um, but but it, it, I guess that that does that doesn't really matter so much. I pushed through that. The combat was fun enough. Or sorry, sorry, compelling enough to make me want to keep playing it, and and right through to the end, I think the difficulty curve was absolutely perfect as well. I was I, I constantly felt like I I could do it, but it was a it, but it was a battle. It, I was never I, I never knew I'd absolutely like rinse an enemy, but so as you got through to the end, the end it it got got really really difficult, but it was still just within reach in terms of difficulty. And I thought difficulty was absolutely perfect. Story was fantastic. I am so excited for when part two comes out uh when i'm probably retired um it'll probably be a long time but cannot wait for part two i i don't know of the original story of final fantasy 7 and there was loads of, at the time loads of spoiler casts of this and i was saying on twitter like, oh, i really don't want to listen to spoiler casts to see what people thought about it but all, almost all of them say well this game in the context of the overall story and people saying on twitter no don't listen to them it'll ruin it just either play the original or wait for part two and 
me as someone who didn't play the original, not really into Final Fantasy games, this is absolutely excellent. And if anyone's listening to this or hasn't played it or thinks, well, I don't really do Final Fantasy, then get Final Fantasy games, I think you'll love it. I think, I think there's so many reasons to love it. And um, yeah, from combat, graphics, story, writing, the music's probably one of the best soundtracks of the year. And I would have never, ever dreamt to have said that for about Final Fantasy game before because I just don't really play them. And yeah, it's just, it's just fantastic. From start to finish. I, I mean, I, I, I played this a lot. Um, I can agree with you on the combat. And, and I, 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 I just really completely flat out disagree with you on the story, the writing and the characters. I thought the writing was shocking. Really? The characters were worse. Yeah, that's what made me stop playing it. Okay. When you had a, when you had a scene when there was some uh, emotional stuff going on, um, it, I was like, I feel nothing for him. I feel nothing for him because all they've done throughout the game is the usual shit you see, like the stereotypical. Oh, the fat guy's the idiot that always talks about his tummy, mm-hmm. um, and that everyone that. rolls their eyes at. And you've got all all the girls are talking about how hot Cloud is, and you know it, it was just like, <laughs> so, well, yeah. But, but when I say oh, amazing, I'm not saying it, it's it's the best writing I've ever had. I think it, it's basically amazing at it's basically like a teen a teen comedy it's like a teen it is it's like a young adult novel or something isn't it yeah it's so in the context of that it's it does exactly that and i was really happy with that it didn't need to do it i thought it was all 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 stereotypical and the characters didn't click for me at all there was no one there that i thought i'm really rooting for you at all like it was just i thought the 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 start of it the story at the start i thought was great you know the build-up to what's going on in that world yeah, and the impact that you have in that world was fantastic, but then you know all the ghost stuff and all of the, it was just all like this is just nonsense. <laughs> like it just well, that yeah, was, it's, it's mean, a fancy game. It's that kind of game. Yeah, right? yeah. I mean, um, but you can have that stuff in it, and for it to mean something and not just be a part of the game where they're like, oh, this is weird. Oh, it's a young child. Actually, it's not as scary. It's like, oh, fuck <laughs> off. Uh, yeah, I, I, I did, thought like, you know. The, the writing was exact, exactly where it needed to be. It was a fun, fanciful story, and I really enjoyed it for, for that. I think the... Yeah, so, I mean, it, maybe if the writing wasn't brilliant, I think a lot of the performances carried it quite well. Um, I, I, <laughs> I disagree with that as well. No, okay. I mean, how I, far did you get into it? How far did you get into it? Well, I was going to say, so, yeah, I, I loved what I've played of this, um, but I was only, <laughs> like, I don't know, I think I was, like, seven or eight hours in, something like that. And then you um, binned it off because you got bored. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Look, I've got ADHD, James. All right. Just <laughs> how? Oh, you can't. You can't oh, God. save that. Not in that card, very save early it, on, Sean. Sean. <laughs> We've got a long podcast, mate, and you've That's got true. to get a lot of sympathy. Wow, he's played that. That's true. Half an hour in, he's done the ADHD uh, card. My God. <laughs> No, I mean, uh, diagnosis aside, yeah, I, I do, I do wander off from things a lot. Um, I do, yeah, I do tend to bend stuff off for no good reason whatsoever. Um, I, and I do really want to go back to this because I did really enjoy what I played of it, and I thought it was um, fascinating the way it, it, you know. So obviously, we knew gameplay wise, it was really changing things up uh, from the original. Not only is the story different, um, but it's different, and I mean, I don't want to spoil it, but. I thought it was incredibly clever what what they seemed to be doing with it, but I mean, have you know if you've played more of it and you disagree, um, then I've got I've got to you know defer to you. But um, I I think it's incredibly bold what they've done with it. 
Um, I just remember that scene where they showed a character that wasn't in the game and not explained at all at oh, any yeah. point. And, then, and, 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 then, and then, then someone told me they're not in the game for the first time. <laughs> <of> the <game laughs> again. Um, but yeah, can, like they, they must have known how badly fans just wanted the same thing again. And they went, nah. And I've got a lot of, re- you know, got yeah, a lot of time for, sure. for that. Yeah, yeah. A, you've so, got to have respect for that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. they made substantial changes from what I understand about how this ends or how this section of the game ends in the original compared to how this ends. Mm. I was like, wow, okay, they 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 they, they made some changes, all right. And I'm sure yeah. hardcore fans won't be happy. For me, it makes me excited for what what happens in part two. I'm definitely one of them saying to be there for part two. And I can like, and I'm not I'm not dismissing you know fans of the original who who did just want the same thing again. I'm not dismissing that criticism because it must be sort of jarring to recognise some bits and then some bits are different. And you, you're constantly looking for those differences, right? Whereas as someone who's just completely fresh to it, you're just taking it at face value and having a good time. So I can understand that being a, a jarring sensation, um, but I, I do still appreciate the yeah the, the boldness of it. Oh, imagine imagine if they did the Titanic movie where it didn't sink, though. That'd be... And you're just spending the whole <laughs> film. There's like loads of bits Listen. like, iceberg right ahead, we'll steer it to the left then. Okay. Yeah, okay, yeah, done it, we missed it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, people turn into the other. Look, listen, I know hardcore fans of the Titanic, the ship, are going to be furious <laughs> with the ending we made here, but uh, we're, we're actually quite bold, actually, yeah. if anything. Yeah. Right. I was going to say, you can't, do, you can't do a film where you just rewrite an actual horrible historic event, but then Once Upon a Time in Hollywood does exactly that, so... Yeah, and, um, and well, yeah, Tarantino does that a lot, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's got a Oh, yeah, uh, Glorious Bastards, Bastards as, well. as well. Yeah, yeah. remember when yeah, Hitler's yeah. gone down in a burning theatre? No. <laughs> right, okay. <laughs> uh, let's get to voting. We've we've moved on to Tarantino films. Yes. Um, Matt, which way are you voting? I'm going to vote Final Fantasy VII Remake. James? Miles Morales. <laughs> Did you hear that? That little sound before you said Miles Morales. Miles Morales. I'm halfway through the bottle, so. Whoa! No, you're not, hell. James. No, James, you're not. How big's the, hang on, How big's the bottle? Is it one of those little yeah, ones on. from like a mini bar in a hotel, or is it? A... No, it's 350 milliliters. Fuck um, say! James, oh my no, god! This is when did you drink that? Right, okay. If you hang on, have you eaten anything, anything for it to land on, or is it? Yeah, I have. Yeah, yeah. I've okay. Sure that this time. Just block, block yeah. of cheese or something. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Oh, just just a cake of butter. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'll probably do the job. Uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake. Okay, so I'm voting Spider-Man My Ah, Dave. I'm deadlocked straight away. D- did you yeah, really no, just I like can't it believe you're voting for Final Fantasy. did you play? Sure. I played <laughs> to like, I think I was two chapters to the end. My, and you, do you didn't want to push on? No. <laughs> I just I got to the point where I was just like I'm wandering around doing nothing and at the end of the day I lo- I played Sp- I think what helps is that I played Spider-Man this year and I really liked it mm. I loved it and I, I thought well Miles Morales I, I prefer that character to Peter Parker anyway <laughs> um, so I'm, I, I believe James when he says it's a better game I mean certainly if we're talking pacing Miles Morales wins, right? Because it's it's a very, <laughs> yeah. um, you know, it's like James said, it, it's it's not very long at all, but it's dense, right? Whereas yep. Final Fantasy VII Remake, I mean, I never even got to the bit that everyone talks about being a massive slog. 
Um, yeah. but oh, that, I that love this game, but the pacing is oh my. What's the massive slog bit, Matt? It, I, I imagine it's it be it's a chapter sixteen or whatever the one we have to go back through the sewers and the tunnels again. Yeah, you, know, yeah, you yeah, go yeah. back. The, no, the sewers like, and the tunnels off, are. Te- it's yeah, a terrible area. Under, the, under, the underpass, whatever it is, then you go back through the sewers. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. why? There's and literally it's, no. Yeah. And it's killing tragic. A boss you've, killing a boss you've already killed to do that again. <laughs> oh, God, is it that? But, wow, wow, okay. Just, no, it just seems really tragic because it's completely unnecessary, right? Because this is a game you can easily put, you know, anywhere from 40 to 70 hours into or something, right? Yeah, I don't... They didn't Did, need to fill it uh, out. Yeah, yeah, really strange. And I can't think of any reason they did that. And I think there's, like, another section where it's like, what, why, why? The, the st- like, I mean, I'm calm talking... You know, this is not an argument to make you vote for it, but I'll say anyway. Like the side quests are, are also kind of totally pointless as well. Like I don't, they didn't need to be in there at all. You go into the hub world areas, yeah, they were terrible. And there's a side quest like you see like kids, and he's like, oh, I've lost my friends, or someone's lost some kids. You have to like, go around, and there's no map saying the kids are here, there, or there. You just have to run around to see kids. So okay, you've collected one. Another one could be go here, kill things, go back, get reward. Go there, kill things, go back, get reward. I mean, I, I did them all in the end, apart from one I missed in the first area, because at that point I wasn't quite sure about all the things I needed to do. But I did them all because you get material, you get rewards, and ultimately, ultimately, I guess, much like I collected all the backpacks in Spider-Man because <laughs> the swinging was fun, I did these side quests, even though they're boring, because the combat was fun. And yeah, I knew if I did them, I'd that get does... the material and upgrades. Okay, okay. So I, I knew reward <laughs> at the end would be worth it, so I did them. But, I mean, they didn't need to be in there. The... Long... You you genuinely believe Final Fantasy VII Remake is a better game than Sp- Spider-Man? I mean, I, I haven't played enough of Miles Morales. Obviously, I have played the 2018 one, and I know how amazing that is. By the sounds so, of it, it's the same thing. Yeah, well, I, I mean, or, or, <laughs> if not better. It was one um, of your games so of the years. I've no it? doubt Sorry. about that. But all I can say is, like, you know, I've played all the Final Fantasy VII Remake, loved it, and, and yeah, and, and I think... That's so that right, the question. Sean. Wait, what's that the question? Answer the question. Do well, you do you genuinely believe Final Fantasy VII Remake is a better game than Spider Man Rolls Where Alice? Yes. He's okay. lying. That's all right. <laughs> I mean, um, I, 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 the 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 pacing and the length thing is making me wonder. Well, the thing that's doing me because it's kind of down to me and you, isn't it, Sean? Because yeah. we've both been split on this. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah. They're not going to change. No. Um, the thing that gets me is that when it comes down to their arguments. I know Matt wants to give his fair overview of the game, and that's fine. Mm-hmm. But he did have a lot of negative things to say about it, as well as positive yeah. things. Yeah. And a lot of the positive things that he said about it, I just flat out disagree with. But then that's opinions, <laughs> right? That's yeah. that's just opinions. Um. So that's where I sit. It has James, some negative, what, but the things it nails, combat, graphics, the story kept, what, kept me going. Am- what negatives have you got for pieces? Spider-Man, James? So that's the thing. There's not really that many things that I can say. He's that, playing uh, it right, Sean. Yes. He's playing the game it's right. How you do it. <laughs> it's true, isn't it? It's, no, what can so... I, all right, let's uh, maybe a, a more helpful question then. Um, sorry, Dave. That sounded like I was having a pop at you. I'll ask idiotic questions. I'll ask a real question. So what's <laughs> what's new in Miles Morales? As someone who only played the original this year anyway. That's a good point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what, what did it do different? 
I mean, the combat system absolutely it completely yeah. changes the way that you're the way you're fighting in that game, and which makes it feel really? incredibly fresh. Yeah, it really does. In There's so ways? many different options. Yeah, how so? For like how for you're examples. engaging with the enemy. I mean, even just things like you know being able to cloak and be not be able to be seen and stuff like that. They mm. also stripped out like a lot, not all the stealth, all the you know the bad stealth stuff that there was in the first game. Mm. And okay, just, but go back to the combat system. Yeah, what what have they added that's so different from the last one. Well, like I said, they've added like the different abilities, like the electrical power-up abilities that Miles has, which you can then combo with others, and also the uh, yeah the cloaking abilities, which are yeah, it really does change the way that you engage. It's brilliant. In what way? What do you mean? You just use different tactics, can't you? Like what? <laughs> Well, you Give me an like... example. I'm after an example. Okay, so if you're if you're up against like if you know like a bunch of people, you can you know you can disappear. You can then like you know a pip, you know pop up behind them and stuff. They get all confused. It's it's brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, I just, sorry, I wasn't laughing at you, James. I was laughing <laughs> at the idea of Spider Man <laughs> popping up behind someone and then going, "I'm confused. What? <laughs> what is going? <laughs> Say what?" <laughs> It's like I, I. This sounds like a very poor rationale, but like part of me is like, as as much as I want to go back to Final Fantasy Seven, it's You're never going. It's yeah, it's possible, and it's it's more realistic that I will play and finish Miles Morales because I know I can do it in like fifteen hours, whereas I know I've still got about you know forty odd hours of Final Fantasy Seven to go. And it's clear where we're going, isn't and it? It's, and it's not, you know... I mean, and, and this isn't me saying, oh, well, that's longer, so that's worse. It's yeah, just exactly. the fact that it's, just... it's so padded out and it's it's bad length. It's not... That's the thing. You've got, like, Miles Moranis, you've got nine hours of, like, pure fun. Uh, yeah, but yeah, I know yeah, what yeah, Matt's going to argue and games. I agree with him. Yeah. Yeah, hmm. but then we've got... But the problem is, in this situation, they're two very different games that we've got to... Put up against each other. Yeah, no, but can't pacing, say one pacing short, is one long, one bad. It's no, like... no, no. Because you can you can have a long game that still has good pacing, and from the sound of this, this doesn't have good pacing. Mm. It definitely <laughs> suffers in some parts, but it, it's it's an amazing game regardless of that pacing. With a short game, and and a game like Spider Man, which has a sort of very well at this point refined structure, we we know what you're doing. It, it it's not a large sprawling JRPG that's that's being remade from the classic of many years ago and, and they succeed in so many so many ways they a new combat system it you know looking as good as it does the changes they made to bring it bring it's it into the, the modern the age. combat yeah but uh, like i would say i really enjoyed oh yeah the combat system in final fantasy 7 is the one thing that's really got going for it it is really good mm. and the combat system that Miles Morales adds to Spider-Man is um, cl- cl- appearing behind someone and confusing them. <laughs> uh, I mean, if you want me to be a smart ass, the the combat in Final Fantasy VII remake is pretty much lifted from Kingdom Hearts. It's it's okay, re- it's fuck a re- it then it's gone it's gone. It's, <laughs> 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 like it's a, it's a refinement. It's a lot snappier and it's a lot faster. But it's the, yeah, so it's a lot better. So it's the, yeah, but it's, so it's it's not the same. It's but just, I, I've, like, no, I'm just a bit, I was, like, a bit like Miles Morales, you know. Yeah, I was gonna say I was concerned that we were maybe giving Final Fantasy VII remake a bit too much credit for doing something oh, completely right, okay, new, whereas enough. it doesn't necessarily. It needs um, it from Final Fantasy. Got it. Uh, yeah, for Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, but. Yeah. I mean, and and the, other, the other thing is, James. is that turn-based, Sean, or not? No, it's not. No, <laughs> no, no, I didn't think it would be. And the other thing uh, is, like, although you know, I said, like, I, I quite liked the the writing, or at least the characters 
in Final Fantasy VII Remake, whereas I know just from playing 2018 Spider-Man, I'm pretty sure Miles Morales will wipe the floor with it, uh, with Final Fantasy VII, because, yeah, like they okay, fucking, okay, they fucking okay. nailed okay, that okay. stuff in the 2018 All right. one. Okay, okay. Sean, are yeah. you changing your vote? I'm, I'm tempted. Why are okay. you? Why, where, where, where are you? Are you not budging? No, I'm not budging. I think I'm. I'm pretty happy to switch, mate. Okay, cool. So is that is that official? It is. Spider Man. Oh God. Spider Man goes through three votes to one. Unbelievable. Well, um, I, that's another game, Final Fantasy. I feel like people aren't really talking about. Or it's been forgotten about, but <clears throat> easily one of the games of the year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, like I said, I'm, I'm going to be I'm going to be gutted by the end of this because I don't want any of these games to go out. It's to me, this is just a list of absolute bangers, but it's got to be done. Okay, uh, let's find out uh, the next game out of the hat. Ready? Mm-hmm. It's a Sean game. Oh, Hyrule Warriors: Age of Calamity. So this sort of came out of nowhere, right? They announced it like what oh, about, yeah, God, yeah. about a month before it came out. Um, you know, some people thought it was a trailer for Breath of the Wild too. Um, <laughs> and it's so it's a it's essentially is it, it's not a sequel to the first Hyrule Warriors, obviously. So we had one back in the Wii U days, and then it got re-released on 3DS and Switch. Um, and yeah, and it's a, a crossover between um, you know Breath of the Wild and Dynasty Warriors or the Musu games, if you're being a smartass. Um, like the Dynasty Warriors, or the, you know, the Warriors series in general has been sort of flailing for a while now, um, and it's like the most recent one, Dynasty Warriors Nine, tried to do a load of new stuff, and I've like as a long time fan of the series, I've not even played it because everyone said it was dog shit, um, and it's sort of around that they've kind of just been experimenting with doing crossovers with other franchises so there's like there's a fire emblem one and you know various different others there's like there's been they've been doing gundam ones for a a while as well um but they've always felt like pretty much like reskins is is harsh like they definitely take a few mechanics um from you know whichever sort of universe they're crossing over with but it feels very sort of like, oh, well, what's like one or two things we can take, right? And and then basically all the characters are, are you know, you'll, you'll play as one character and be like, oh, okay, this reminds me of so-and-so from Dynasty Warriors. Like, this is a sword character. This is a spear character. And, and, and it all feels very familiar, but just in a new setting with, new, you know... Um, so, and, and even in the case of like the first Hyrule Warriors, right? Um, I'm making sure I pronounce it right. By the way, I'm not doing that weird Harold thing I was doing on the, show the other week. Oh yeah, what was that? Oh, it's just I don't know. I think it's just me trying to say it too quickly or something. Did you, just li- not, <laughs> did you not listen make, back to that? I did. I just I don't know. Just not making the correct shape with my mouth. Uh, Warriors. <laughs> so the first Hyrule Warriors. Can I make a prediction, Sean? Yes. Matt and James, have they gone to the toilet, you reckon? Because they're awful quiet. They're very, oh, very silent. They're listening to Harold Warriors. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. okay, fine. Okay. They just got I mean, back. I mean, love James a bit is Harold quite being sick. So the first Hy- Hyrule Warriors, again, it was cool, but it was very much like... It had like the, the squealy guitar soundtracks of a typical Dynasty Warriors game. And basically, the most Zelda it got was like, there would, there would be a level where you're fighting your way across the battlefield, and then, oh, you've got the bomb pickup. 
and then somewhere else on the map there's a wall that you can throw the bomb at and it blows it up. And you're like, yeah, I remember that from the Zeldas. That's okay, that's a Zelda reference. But that was kind of it. Whereas with this one, um, it feels like a just a, a much more complete marriage between what you know what the Warriors games have been and what Breath of the Wild was. It's not you know it's not free roam, um, which obviously is a huge part of of Breath of the Wild, but it's it's just weird how much more convincingly it feels like a a real Breath of the Wild related thing, not just well, like yeah, it's not just we took the like, characters and you know yeah. Yeah, um, I mean, it sounds like they definitely put the effort into taking, not 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 taking mechanics and putting them into the game, but referring to things yeah. from that game. Yeah, in this. and and I, you know, when I heard the stuff that was in it, that that was um, Breath of the Wild related, mm. I just went, oh right, that's a celebration of this. Exactly. You know, it it yeah. it, it sounded like a board game that is based on a um, like a. a I don't know, like a franchise or whatever. Yeah, a TV show. But they've or a, actually yeah. incorporated elements of what makes that. So you could tell it's made by a fan. You yeah. know what I mean? Like yeah, that's yeah. when when I saw that stuff about you know the food and you know you could set the food on fire and it gives you more health and yeah. stuff like that. <laughs> I was kind of like, oh, no, no, that 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 does they, actually they get sound it. Yeah. Really good. And like, and where yeah. you know the last high high rule warriors. I'm doing it on like on purpose now. High high rule warriors. Hey, hey, rule warriors. The first one was like, it was just like, oh, how can we make a bullshit excuse to just get as many characters together from as many Zelda games as possible? No, portals have opened up and whatever. Whereas this is like, no, this is set at the age of Calamity 100 years ago um, when Calamity Ganon was invading. And it is the story of what happened back then and obviously we know i like i haven't i haven't finished it i should mention that full disclosure um it does sort of imply that maybe this is like that last level that last level is very poor it is is. i also read actually it's quite racist yeah how how far are you into it sean um god i actually don't know it's fucking massive like I've I've done I feel it feels like what I, it feels like I've done a lot of it. Um, yeah, I was just gonna say the bit well, after I, where you're Sean, now. I just checked your profile <laughs> on the Switch, Sean. And oh God, it's go seen, on. No, <laughs> I'm joking. I've done that. Yeah, I should have done. <laughs> yeah, oh, the bit, the bit James, after do that now, then. Yeah, you probably have. Wait, wait, you're, I mean, wait I, until deadlock. Yeah, I mean, I've not I've not been online with the Switch for a while. It's fine. Um, oh, <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's Sean James. Look it up. I mean, go go, I mean, you're going to have to now, aren't you? We can't, there's no getting away from it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Back in a second. Le- less than an hour. It says here you've I mean, done the tutorial. It, what is it the lowest setting? Um, what is it the lowest setting? It says that you have played it for a bit. <laughs> it says here you've, you've played the demo and bought the game, but not... <laughs> That's a point, but then ask for a add, refund. Add together the time spent on the demo, because the demo was substantial as well. Um <laughs> Yeah, it's just the fact that it, it oh, feels yeah, like a, it, here. it feels like a legit, legitimate part of the story, even though it's sort of implied that it's like a separate timeline. I'm not sure how that shakes out, but it's it's all the characters you you know, uh, like all the you know the pilots, the divine beasts and stuff. And obviously, you you got some of their history in Breath of the Wild, but here it's like no, you actually meet them and you you see um, you know everyone's relationships developing and how they all like come to pilot the divine beasts, and you get to pilot the divine beasts. And you do like cool That's little cool. set pieces where you just fucking blasting the fuck out of hundreds of enemy troops, and it's great. Um, 
and just like the the commitment to like the presentation of it again as i say previous sort of warriors games or warriors spin-offs they've just gone ah do the the squealy guitar noises again everyone likes that usually like covers of so like you know the first Hyrule Warriors it was all covers of Zelda songs but just played with a, a metal band instead um whereas this is like it's all like massive like orchestral stuff but with those quite sort of understated you know often sort of piano led bits that we got in Breath of the Wild and it's like the soundtrack's beautiful um it looks great admittedly at the cost of frame rate i mean being generous i could say that was an intentional reference to breath of the wild um but probably not a eh? um the 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 different combos that you get with the different characters right again this is this has been a thing with dynasty warriors for ages now um you know dynasty warriors being set in like ancient china um and they've tried to mix things up with weapon types and stuff but it's been pretty much the same for a long time sword spears bows moon rings cannons that's about as outlandish as it got whereas this is like so like you play as if you play as zelda in in hyrule warriors age of calamity like her weapon is the sheikah slate and where everyone has the ability to use the sheikah slate ability so the bombs you know uh frost thing freezing time whatever as like a separate ability that's just her attacks so as you're doing her attack combos she's just like fucking like fucking smashing ice around chucking bombs out like you know grabbing bits of metal out the ground and hurling at people and stuff it's fucking wicked um and like every character's got something really really unique about them it's like the most inventive um that any warriors game has felt in years um so i I, and i and it's just I don't know. It's just more than the sum of its parts. It just feels like much more than a mere crossover between two things. It feels like very much its own thing, but also like a valid part of what Breath of the Wild was if you were, you know, into the story of it. Um, and I was, yeah, I was just properly surprised how much, like I knew I was going to like it, just not this much. Okay. What's it up against? What is it up against? <laughs> yeah, I bet it'll be one of mine. I'm bet, down so to bet it's another one of mine. Down to the last I've two. I've got a feeling. It's one of I James's. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Streets of Rage 4. Oh, no. Ooh. Okay. Ooh, dear. Ooh, dear. Streets of Rage 4. <laughs> James, James Farley. Ooh, dear. Ooh, dear. <laughs> okay. For, the, for Streets of Rage 4, I really want to go back if you... Well, bear with me to the year 1992, and the <laughs> he reason has I want pre-recorded this. <laughs> I know. It's, I, I love this because he he writes notes. He writes notes for these. Of course, Jones. I do. Yeah, sure. Of course, I've, I've got some bullet points here to hit because I've got the, the points I, I want like to hit. go back here. <laughs> God, so Imagine I want to take you back to 1992 and a little game called Streets Please of Rage don't. Two, um, which oh, yeah. for me was an incredibly special game. Every evening, I used to come home from school with my friend, Alex, and I used to go around his house, and we used to play Streets Shout of Rage. Shout out to Alex! Wow, we're doing the shouts. <laughs> this is this week, yeah. you're loving it. Good old Alex is sitting there, he's loving it. Yeah, I don't think he listens. Um, but, <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> That's a shame. Anyway, I would like to take you back to yeah. 1992. Anyway, <laughs> Line two. Either God. way. It's probably reading an article from Eurogamer. Yeah, it's, 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 it's Wikipedia, <laughs> actually. It's um, 
But anyway, we used <coughs> to play to Streets of Rage 2 every every evening and it was amazing. We completed it over and over and over again. And over like even playing it for months and months and months, we were always like discovering new things about it and like new you know, new ways to like fight and everything. Because the combat was just so good. It was just like months and months and months of play. And it also has one of the well, it had one of the like the best soundtracks of all time. Like it's absolutely fantastic. Now, when Streets of Rage 4 was announced, my expectations were incredibly low. Like I I really was not because there's been so many of these sort of remakes that have come out over the years and often they're not really good i mean this isn't a remake this is a sequel but i wasn't sure if it was going to work out what i thought we were going to get is i thought we were going to get battle toads that's how i thought it was going to end up and fortunately absolutely it's a good it game wasn't it uh, no, it wasn't. Surprised it didn't make the list. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, basically, though, for Streets of Rage Four, I just wanted to feel young again. You know, I wanted to have that same feeling <laughs> again That's as so I depressing. did when I played Streets of Rage Two, and this absolutely, absolutely delivered because I've played it so many times over the last year. The combat system is fantastic. It's like, I mean, the characters that they've incorporated into this—you've got all the ones you can unlock, but there's also all of the all the um, you know, the new characters which have you know pretty uh, sort of unique skill sets for each them i played this through with my children like with with asher like a couple of times he absolutely loved it as well it's such a good like co-op experience like, something you can sit down play together you know get like a, a bit through and just have a great time this could have been really bad it really could have been and that's what i was expecting again battle toads um but it was fantastic and it was i mean i put so many hours into this over the year um just because it was just so much fun and i you see i know not everybody is a fan of like scrolling beat em ups but this is this was more than just like you know let's let's get an old game and you know try and release a new game this is one of the best scrolling beat em ups that have come out i feel it's just perfect it's so good yeah but there you go another another perfect game yeah i've got yeah uh, it, it really is funny, it's, isn't it? as funny a scrolling beat em up it absolutely is it's so good it's weird all james james games are perfect okay let's Let's get to the Perfect. voting now. We'll, we'll start with Sean. Hyrule Warriors, Age of Calamity. James. Streets of Rage 4. Matt. Um, Streets of Rage 4. Goddamn. I'm voting Hyrule Warriors, <laughs> Age of Calamity. It's a deadlock. And I'll tell you why. Because um, I played Streets of Rage 4 and it, it seemed all right. I love Dynasty Warrior games, um, but also all the stuff that I was reading about it. You know, all the nice little touches that it it um, it it sort of takes from Breath of the Wild and puts into that game. Mm. Sort of made me go, oh no, actually, this what it's done here is 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 pretty good. And all the stuff that Sean was saying then. I mean, Sean's argument for it was better than yours, James. <laughs> I just want to feel young again. <laughs> What's wrong with that? That's why we play games, you know? It's perfect, it's perfect. <laughs> and also, I think my my enjoyment of Streets of Rage was slightly broken by the fact that um, James spent four hours trying to fucking load it when we were playing it in co-op. That's not my fault, that's the Xbox's fault. It's your Xbox's fault, James, we've been over this. <laughs> well, that was his old so, Xbox, um, he was a new one. So I'm going Hyrule Warriors. So where where do we go from here? I mean, I think this is kind of ridiculous. Seeing as <laughs> okay, Sean talked a good talk, obviously, yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah. a lot of it is obviously bullshit. Because I just had a look um, to see <laughs> how long he's played this game for. Oh, yeah, yeah, go on. Then. How, how how on then, here we go. Played it for? Three hours. Five hours. And five I hours. Mean, hang on, is that including the demo? 
I don't know, but either way, well, five hours can't can't uh, domain, can't use I mean, that. Then, can how long's the, how long's the game? Okay, so up how long I, the game I is. had a look on how long to beat, and yep. just for the main story, twenty one point you know twenty one point five hours. <gasps> Sean, so what? you've barely you barely scratched anything out yeah, of this game, so Sean. You've done yeah, and the, I already the love game it. for five and the demo for three. Sean, in the there last game, right? Yeah, but hold on. In the last round, you were saying you couldn't fault for Final Fantasy VII because yeah. of pacing is such a important thing. Hang on, Hyrule Warriors has only been out about three weeks. Yeah, but you've played Sorry? five hours of a twenty-one hour game. Yeah, and what, what if the next eight the hours? Next? Eight hours? Eight hours included? I the mean, demo. that's that's barely enough for a preview, Sean. You know, as somebody who used to write reviews of things and everything, you know, used, used to. Thanks, James. That's a low blow. <laughs> <laughs> He's on to bigger things now. He doesn't need to. He doesn't need to. Oh, do I just a shame? I, he hasn't played him. I might have to. I might have to switch. I mean, I'll, do you know? You know, you know I'm going to carry on playing it. I haven't stopped. If you change your vote now, I will finish this game by next week. I promise week. I'll, I'll finish it. I promise I will. Sean, I swear to God. You've said that about Yakuza. You've said yeah. that about Final Fantasy VII Remake. Uh, I don't know if I can trust that. No, but I'm... Uh, I'm uh, all right. Five hours, Sean. That's, that's, <laughs> that's eight hours, Sean. Eight hours, including the demo, which carries through to the full game. That's, yeah, that's not in the wood style, it, that is. Hold on, hold on, hold no, on. No, it isn't, because well, I, 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 I wasn't claiming to film it. Uh, uh, claiming to have finished Filming. it. Always lost. He's losing. I'm losing it. I'm, 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 I'm losing my nerve. No, if you'd asked me what, what I thought of the ending to Hyrule Warriors, I'd say, I don't know, I haven't seen it. We should have edited it. Sean, Sean, yeah. I will say as well yeah. that when James confronted you about it, you yeah. said, oh, go on then, three hours. <laughs> <laughs> so you thought it was for even less. No, so that was a, that was uh, a deliberate okay. tactic. So I was like, oh, because when it turns out to be four, it'll sound quite good. Hang on a minute, hang on a minute. Doesn't it also, uh-huh. like, how does the, the time logging on the Switch work? Doesn't it go like... More than five hours and then more than ten, so it could be just shy of no, ten hours. It doesn't. It doesn't Hold do that. Whoa, 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 whoa. Uh, wait, wait, wait. There's no way that you can because it also probably includes pause time. Yes, that's also true. Yeah, yeah. I know. That was probably you sitting in the menu. You know, just yeah, like waiting. Yeah. Yeah. I just left it on overnight. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna be really embarrassed if I don't do this. Yeah, no, you're just like, updating. You're yeah. Just <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he just left it on the side and just went, just in case this comes up on the yeah. game. <laughs> <laughs> so the the five plus out. hours, plus <laughs> the demo. Um, <laughs> I've seen the titles. I mean, I mean, I think we know how this is going. So as not to appear, uh, appear as a sore loser, um, I, I really enjoyed Streets of Rage 4 as well. Played quite a lot of it um, in co-op. I mean, don't check how many hours I've played of it, but I, I def- <laughs> definitely minutes. completed it at least once. Um, well, that only takes about three hours, but whatever. You Completed see, that, see this isn't that actually. This isn't fucking fair because my game takes twenty-one and a half hours just to do the bare minimum, whereas James's game you can finish in an afternoon. Yeah, so but my again, game, my game is so good. I, my game is so good that I finished it so like many, many times. You have a look at my no. how long I played that for. It's, no, it's I'm a not, lot of I'm hours. Not, I'm not. I'm not petty like that, so I wouldn't do that. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, no, Sean. Sean, that argument falls apart when yeah. you voted Final Fantasy VII out. When, which is much longer than Miles Morales. That's about pacing, though. It's different. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, yeah, Streets of Rage Four is, is incredibly good. Um, I, yeah, played quite a bit of it, and I've since, like, and I, you know, I played that, and was like, yeah, do you know what? I really like these games. I should get into more of these. 
when uh, River City Girls came to um, Game Pass the other week, I've been meaning to play that for ages. And I was like, fuck, finally get to play that. Ah, it's nowhere near. It's nowhere near close to Streets of Rage 4. It just doesn't feel right. Um, right. Whereas Streets of Rage 4, it feels great right off the bat, but there's a lot of technical stuff to get into if you really want to. Um, it's good. I won't be sad okay. if it wins. It's also out. Uh, sure. uh, no, you, is this the best Hyrule game? The best Hyrule? You mean the best Warriors game? Yeah, yeah, Warriors. Yeah, I mean, but this is—is this the—is this the first Zelda Hyrule Warriors game? I did no, talk quite no, extensively was, about the fact yeah. there was another one, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, is it the best one? Yes or no? Yes. Okay, um, right. So Hyrule Warriors is out. Uh, Streets of Rage Four is through to the next round. Um, Matt had. A bit of a meltdown towards the end there, but we'll crack on, we'll crack on. Let's see what the next game is. The next game is... Hard Lads hey! by Sean. Right. So, um, hang on, sorry. I'm, 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 quite, no, I'm quite off guard. I'm eating a, a jelly bean, um, which now seems really disrespectful. So I, I put this in as my wild card because... Um, I mean, I thought partly because I thought it'd be funny, obviously, because um, yep. it is. It, you know, it's it's like a pay what you want indie game. It takes about half an hour to do one playthrough. Have you finished and it? I finished it twice, and that is a recorded fact. You can find that on our YouTube channel because <laughs> I streamed it. Um, There's proof there. And like, obviously, on the surface, it's a bit of a joke game, right? It's um, based on. A 2015 viral video, which is called "British Lads Hit Each Other with a Chair," um, one of the weirdest videos I've ever seen in my life. Exactly, that. exactly, and it's so bizarre. It's brilliant, and like on the surface of it, yeah, funny. It's you know, so the video consists of some topless, muscular British dudes in like an alley or a backyard, rather, um, drinking wine, I think, um, smoking, hitting each other with a chair, and having a little kiss at one point. And the game is like a, a recreation of that, right? Where you're the you're the guy filming it on your phone, and by doing so, you're sort of directing the the lads, right? So you can like you can make him have a have a swig of his bottle, you can make him smoke a bit of his cigarette, you can make him have a little kiss with his mate, and then you can make the guy whack him with a chair. And it's and initially you're like, yeah, this is sort of quite funny. It's obviously a bit sort of. You know, it was made by one guy. It's made by Robert Yang, um, and it's it's all a bit silly and and quite funny. And it's got funny little references to stuff in the video, like the fact that there's this one guy who seems to just sort of keep appearing and uh, disappearing and reappearing in different places as the camera moves around. References stuff like that. Um, but then it has this ending, which I'll not spoil. Um, which was, I mean, you've all watched the the stream footage, right? Um, so I won't spoil it, but you'll, oh, yeah. you, you guys know what I'm talking about. If you haven't yeah, watched yeah, yeah, it, yeah, yeah. I, big, I, big I would recommend yeah. playing through it yourself um, rather than just watching the stream. But you know, either way, whatever's easiest. Yeah, and it has this ending, which comes completely out of nowhere and is initially very funny, but actually sort of quite heartfelt and. Um, a little bit affecting, despite being. Did you not? Okay, well, I thought it was. 
no. um, I just thought it was funny. I okay. thought it was funny. Like yeah. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna kick off the fact that this is in game of the year. But yeah, yeah. I definitely thought it was funny. It was yeah. a very funny, funny joke. Um, yeah, I mean, obviously, I, you know, I'm putting this forward. I know this isn't getting through to the final round. Um, but, <laughs> um, but yeah, it was just really interesting. So the creator has basically written an essay about it, uh, about why he made it, why he made the decisions he did, um, and it's just really fascinating because he just talks about the fact that this original video. Um, as I say, it's, you know, the fact that it's all uh, these sort of, like, ripped, topless dudes doing something, like, you know, smoking, drinking, hitting each other with a chair, things that, rightly or wrongly, we would associate with quite sort of toxic male stereotypes, right? So then the fact that they have a little kiss at the start is like, right again, rightly or wrongly, it's here, you know, stereotypes, etc. but you, it does make you go like, whoa, where's that come from? <laughs> and then... It's the fact that at the end of it, after he's hit his mate with a chair several times, he's really worried about him. And he's like, and he's picking his mate, his near unconscious friend up off the ground. And he's like, mate, I'm never doing that again. I'm never doing that again. And it's a, and it's about the fact that it turns from this thing of like, hey, let's drink and smoke and hit each other with a chair to like, like the whole thing is bookended by care, right? The kiss at the start and then okay. at the end... He's like he's just he's just worried about his mate that he's just fucking hit with a chair, and it's yeah, and and the game is sort of trying to get that across. Um, okay. And I, I mean, I can tell Dave doesn't agree already. Thanks, Dave. Um, <laughs> I, mean, I just think that you are way over analysing two blokes hitting each other with chairs. Like, it's, <laughs> I mean, that's you know, if if that's all you're getting from it, Dave, that's fine. This is um, this is really bookended with care. <laughs> I can never fall that at any point, but go on. Well, yeah, but as I say, neither like, yeah. When I played it, um, okay. I was like, I thought the ending was like funny and odd, sort of weirdly touching, but mostly odd. And then, yeah, reading into it, I'd, it was really interesting. And it's and it's clear, like having read that, like, yeah, it's just it's just an interesting statement on this this sort of collision between this, like I say, this sort of really, um, you know, like weird sort of hard masculinity stuff to just mates looking after each other. And despite having just whacked each other with a chair. Um, and I just thought it was fascinating. I thought it was really interesting and I really fucking enjoyed playing it. It was like that just doing that stream is easily like one of the like most fun things I have I have done playing games this oh, year. Oh yeah, it's a really, really funny stream. Yeah, and so, all, all the stuff falling down and yeah, coming down from the sky and um, yeah, mad. So for that reason, I yeah, it's a totally valid submission into this list, I think. I would say yeah, right, like look, look, I, I, you know, I really enjoyed it and I thought it was funny mm. and great and everything. I think it's kind of let down by the fact that the the you know the main part of the last joke mm. was just nicked, right? Uh, yeah, there is that. I mean, yeah, because I didn't know what it was originally taken from, but yeah, yeah, it's it's yeah. So it's kind Re- of like repurposed. Oh, that's a shame. Yeah, but yeah, repurposed is the best way to put it. <laughs> repurpose because it's not in the same context and it works better in this context yeah definitely yeah yeah. definitely 100 percent. but uh okay all right should we see what it's up against before we get into it um god i'm worried i mean i I wouldn't be matt (laughs) (laughs) i would be sean hades (laughs) oh fuck um (laughs) so uh 
<laughs> okay, uh, look, cards on the table, and just to let people know that might not know the history of the show, uh, John Denton used to um, present on the show. Uh, he's always been, you know, uh, uh, he's like the fifth member of the podcast, and he was the man behind introducing this game to the world. Um, yeah. So let's yeah, get yeah. that out of the yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Not, we're not nominating it because he exposed this game to everyone. No. Um, we're nominating it because we like the game. So uh, there's there's that. Yeah, um, thanks, John, but, oh, for telling us about it. Cheers, John. <laughs> so <laughs> so um, uh, that was a joke. The, the Look, I had a text from John um, in the middle of the night saying <laughs> you need to play Hades. And I thought, I, so what I did, I Googled it and it said, Hades is a roguelike set in the ancient Greek god. I was like, oh my God, no, no, this is everything I don't want to play. I've got no interest in this. Um, and then two or three days later, I got another text saying, no, you, no, you need to play this. And I was like, oh mate, come on. Um, but then I uh, watched a YouTube video and said, okay, it kind of looks like an action. It sort of looked like a twin stick shooter from the gameplay footage that I saw. Um, I had no idea about its history and background. I had no idea that this was out in early access. Was it last year, Sean? Uh, yeah, came out in early access. Yeah. So yeah, it came out in early access last year and it went through a weird path of just constantly updating and, and refining and tweaking and i don't i wouldn't say flying under the radar because this game had a big following and you know if we're ignoring the joke um sean was following this game and um and there was a no clip documentary that went through its uh, development and stuff and uh i launched it and i thought well i hate roguelikes to be honest with you because they to me i don't like repeating things you know, I don't like going back. I've tried them before and I don't like repeating things over and over again. And I know that's not the point of those games. The idea is that you're continuously powering up and getting better at the game. And those two elements combined mean that you're getting further every time you play. Maybe not every time you play, but you're you're learning. Um, and that's a big, big thing. But I, none really clicked with me. Not, not in a major way. Um, and uh, when I first started, playing it i was like oh no the combat's really good okay that's fine the combat's really good so i can i can play this for a, a an amount of time um and then you start talking to characters every time uh you're uh, so every time you die you go back to hades house which is your dad what is his name zagreus like, yes. the main character, yeah, the main character, yeah, yeah. I love the characters and that. Um, <laughs> yeah, really memorable, right? Really memorable. Oh, names. I'm terrible with names. Yeah. I look, I'm terrible with names. Steve? Great names. Forget about it. <laughs> so, um, Zagreus is uh, is the son of Hades, and he's trying to escape hell, and that's the premise behind it. Um, but every time you die, you get sent back to Hades, um, and you have to talk to the people that live in Hades' house. Some of them are enemies that you meet along the way. Some of them are rooting for you to escape. A lot of them really don't want you to escape, and Hades is furious. Well, he's not furious. He's He finds it amusing that you even think that you can mm. um, uh, escape hell to the surface um, things develop from there the more every time you die the more you talk to people the more you get an understanding of Zagreus's place his history and why he's trying to escape um, and then furthermore every, every time you die you slowly start understanding the mechanics you slowly start um, understanding what 
build you want to go for, what weapons you like, what um, you need to unlock the next upgrade. And, and then things just start clicking. But while they're clicking, every time you're doing a new run, you're not doing the same thing every time. And that's what I think impressed me the most. 25 hours into this game, it was still introducing things. Characters, mechanics, plot lines, um, upgrades, various different things it was it was introducing the further you got, got into this game. Um, that coupled with some beautiful visuals, some one of the best soundtracks of the year, I think probably my favourite soundtrack of the year, um, and just the sheer amount of enemies... Uh, the 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 way that it's completely self-aware, and what I mean by that, it's not full fall-breaking, but it's definitely Zagreus knows that he's been through these journeys. The enemies know that he's being gone through these journeys. If you get killed by a specific enemy, there's a character that will make a comment about you dying to that enemy. Um, there are characters that refer, you know, there's Zagreus is constantly talking about previous runs or characters that he's met previously or his hopes and fears and then reflecting on that. It's just a wonderful combination of, of storytelling, of gameplay, of that feeling that you're constantly getting more powerful, um, as well as the excitement of just pushing through and seeing what's next, or pushing through and seeing how they change things up. I can't think of a better example of a video game this year um, in terms of traditional video gameplay. It, 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 it completely grabbed me. You know, I've played a lot of games this year that I really loved, but none of them quite grabbed me as much as Hades did. None of them quite got me thinking about Hades when I wasn't, like, thinking about the game when I wasn't playing it. None of them made me reflect on my time with that game like this game did. Um, and I just, what, a, what an experience from start to finish. I mean, Sean, obviously you knew, knew more about this game than I did. Mm. Um, so I'm sure you've got a lot to say, but my word, this was perhaps my game of the year i'm i'm not even convinced it is my game of the year yet but it's up there with a couple others um, um should i speak now or should we do i don't know should we do voting and then go from there I or think, i think you should give a rebuttal first sean if that's what you want to do a rebuttal yeah, well, if, yeah if that's what you want to do well, i'm not i'm not i'm not sure gonna rebut it. it that's the that's the thing i fucking love hades um <laughs> I it's, think you're right. It, Maybe we get into the Hades thing when we need to. Yeah. Yeah. Because let's face it, I think... Well, okay. Like, I, I, like I, I, I love hard. Like, I genuinely love hard. Like, this isn't me going like, oh, you've got me. It's a joke game. Fuck it. I, I do love hard lads, like, sincerely. But I, it's fucking Hades, man. But hard lads was a funny game. I, I'm, uh, you know... Uh, whether it should be in this list or not is... Uh, that's your opinion, <laughs> Sean. But, but, but David, it is bookended by... Care. It is bookended, <clears throat> bookended by care. Um, I, I, I'm going to vote for Hades. Matt? Um, I'm going to go Hades. James? Yeah, I'm also going to go for Hades as well. Sean? Token vote for Hard Lads. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you might as well. Uh, hard Lads is out. Okay. A little bit behind on my writing down what came out against what. 
So uh, uh, chat amongst yourself for two seconds. Uh, right, okay. Should we pick the next game? Barad, let's go for it. Yeah. Right, okay. Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2. Nice. Uh, again, my game. Uh, I, do you know what? He, uh, whenever they announced a Tony Hawk... When they announced Tony, Hawk, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater Remaster 1 and 2, <laughs> I was... Uh, the, the shiver went down my spine because um, I'm so used to them announcing a Tony Hawk and just thinking, oh, God, just let it die. Um, I was a huge fan of Tony Hawk games. Like, uh, I, I mean... You know, I fell off them like like you do. Um, but Tony Hawk's one, two, and three were were just such a huge part of my upbringing. Nostalgia is one thing, James. That you know, you were talking with Streets of Rage. I think this was certainly up there for me. I just remember coming home from school, sticking it on, and just playing for hours on end, and that that continued for such a large period of my teenage years. Um, just playing these games and then seeing what happened to them. You know, there was always that discussion was like the Tony Hawk idea is still brilliant. Like the whole concept of what those games were, it works. Why can't you just do it right? And I think it got to the point after, you know, the the previous five to six, five to ten years of Tony Hawk games, where you look at them and you go, maybe they don't work anymore. Maybe they don't. Maybe they were of them ti- of their time, and those games just cannot be done anymore. You know, the, the moments passed. Like if they bought a new Guitar Hero game out, like is it what, what's going to happen? You know, it's it's not going to have that buzz. Maybe Tony Hawk's was that. Um, but then I think it was last year, or maybe the year before, I played SSX Three, and I feel the same way about those games as I do this. Like I haven't enjoyed an SSX, SSX game for so long. Um, even that that new one that they brought out a few years back, I never connected with that in the same way that I did those SSX Tricky or Free or, you know. Um, and then I played that a couple of years ago and I was like, no, this is still incredible fun. This is still really good to play. Like, there's still something in that tension of trying to nail a trick, you know, and be that like with SSX, it's, if you fuck the trick up, you're going to drop places like in the race. Um, in Tony Hawk's, it was always, it's part of this huge combination. And if you make a mistake, that combination's gone. All those points are gone. You know what I mean? Um, there's still something there. So when they announced this, I was hopeful, but I wasn't expecting anything really. I thought it was going to be terrible. What I didn't expect is for them to take those two games, give them the respect they deserved in terms of visuals and, you know, the work that they've done to make it look nice, but also to nail that incredible feeling of Tony Hawk. Like it's, it, it was like being transported back to playing those games again for the first time. And I remember um, the first night I played it, just going, oh my God, I am not good at these games. I remember being amazing at these games and I'm terrible at them. Um, and then once I'd completed, you know, both um, both campaigns, like 100%ed them, 
I was away. I was back there. I was back to being that kid again, just going, well, I'm, no, I get this now. I've learned Tony Hawk how to play these games again. You know, and going online and just playing with my mates was really good. Oh, that was frustrating that they didn't have private servers. That was a, you know, uh, they, they said that that's coming. I don't know if it is yet. We haven't tried it for a while, but um, uh, but that's a good way to spend an evening as well because you're just... Just it's more of a chatting game. Well, it, it was it was exactly like Tony Hawk's was back then, where we'd all be in a room, passing around a, uh, some some crisps and, and playing Tony Hawk's and going <laughs> you know, uh, and just chatting greasy shit. Crisps. You know what I mean? Yeah, there's lovely crisps. Um, yeah, so I I think Tony Hawk Pro Skater One and Two deserves to be on this list, not only because it's an incredible game. Um, or it's an incredible couple of games, but also because it did something that hasn't been done for such a long time. And they've brought out a game in this series that can hold its head high and say, I'm as good as those games. And not only that, it sort of indicates that there could still be more. They could still do these games and they would still be good. So uh, for me, I think this absolutely deserves to be on the list. And that's why I nominated it. Did anyone else play it? I know, Jack, yeah, I Matt, did. you played it a bit, right? Yeah. How fine to it uh, did you get? I, I, I absolutely loved it. I, I didn't get as far as you. I basically, um, I think I must have sort of played something else, but I, I instantly loved it. And like you, I also struggled instantly. But well, what I loved about it is that it felt, it felt like putting on those old slippers it's like hey it just felt it felt new but also it did bring back feelings of me hammering the warehouse level and hammering the first couple of games when um when i was younger it's just um it felt yeah it's a it's a real thing to describe they, they totally nailed it with like bringing like a modern soundtrack but still having a tony hawk vibe as but well that was the that was the other thing wasn't Which it such a key like, part of the game the songs originally. in it were modern but they were so heavily linked to the original soundtrack that it was kind of like, wow, they fucking nailed this side of it as well. Yeah, and and uh, th- this gives me hope that they'll do they'll do another one. But I think they'll do another one in in the same vein. So not try and push anything, not do not not crazy. Basically, do like another Tony Hawk's game, but it's basically in the same style as, as these as these old ones that work so well. 100%, rather than, yeah. Rather than trying to do anything crazy, it, it, it reminds me a lot of actually of the Resident Evil Two remake of bringing back the old game but making some changes to make it feel new and contemporary but still giving you the feelings of the old game and yeah just like that remake this is also um absolutely fantastic and it gives me confidence that whatever they do in the future they'll um that they'll smash it i mean that this may have been brought out just because they wanted money or just to test the water but i think whatever happens now they know that one this is sold really well and people want something like this. So it'd be very interesting to see what they do next. Do they say yeah. brand new Tony Hawk, brand new stuff, or do they say it's a new Tony Hawk, but it's very much the same I feel idea. we're going to see three f- next. I like, what I wouldn't want them to do is for the next Tony Hawk's game, I wouldn't want them to try and change too much. If they made the levels really good, bigger, more stuff to do in them, more challenges to do in them, um, but still seg- segregated levels... You know, individual moments where they're they're really dense, they're really well thought out. Then that would work better than it's open world. 
Like, <laughs> I, I don't want them to do that. Yeah, that would be the worst. Grind up to the top of the tower to see the, <laughs> to see the rest of the map, guys. Um, I don't want any of that shit. But I, I, do want, uh, I do want more Tony Holt, for sure. And I never thought I'd be saying that. Like, I thought that moment was gone. Yeah, it's just but a I nice relief, though. Tony Holt. You know, I, I Channel Hawk game came out and it wasn't a massive disappointment. <laughs> High praise it indeed. Was, it was a massive success. <laughs> okay. Uh, should we see what it's up against? Mm. Yeah. Let's. Half-Life Alex. Matt. Half-Life Alex. Here we Alex. go. They did it. After... Quite literally a million years, they brought out another Half-Life game. There was rumours for long, for so long, Half-Life 3 this, Half-Life 3 that, and it's, it's never going to happen. It's just never going to happen. Then there were rumours of, no, maybe it's a, it's a VR game. And then this got announced, and within just a few, I think it was only like two or three months later, the game was out. And it's an absolute stunner. I'm so glad I've played it. You play Alex Vance. And you and your dad, Eli Vance, are, are captured uh, and he rescued by your friend Russell, who's played by Reese Darby, Reese Darby from Flight of Concords. And um, you go off to rescue your dad, and other things happen. I'm, I'm not going to obviously go into it. Hang on, hang on. But Reese Darby from Flight of the Concords. Oh, oh no, sorry. Okay, well, I'm talking about thinking about the you know um, the 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 band manager. Yeah, What's yeah. his name? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. I, was, I was worried I was wrong there. Yeah, yeah, Reese Darby is in this and playing Russell. Yeah, that's um, nice. It's brilliant. Yeah, go on. Yeah. Him and actually, and all the voice cast are absolutely fantastic, as you would imagine, in this game. But yeah, so you, you, you go off to rescue dad on the way you hear about something else that, that, that takes precedent, and it's, it's a story of you uh, in City 17 and surrounding areas trying to find out what the hell's happening. And this is a proper AAA VR game, the likes of which I haven't, I haven't really played before. Obviously, we've had other really exceptional VR games, but this one is, is full, proper AAA game, but in VR. From everything from, the obviously, the, the quality of the graphics... The you know textures, the animations, the the voice, uh, the the story, and the way they've used these uh, these glove controllers you have in the game to to fire weapons, to grab things in the world is 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 utterly fantastic. So I only played this on the Quest. Uh, obviously, you can play this on Valve Index and those other proper PC VR headsets. I just played on the Quest with my underpowered PC, uh, but I will say one thing instantly that, 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 that this does scale really well. It looks fantastic to, to see and play even with my underpowered PC and the, the Quest Link. I imagine even on, on the Valve Index with those controllers, it's going to be another level. But even on my, even the way I played it, it was so rewarding, so so clever at so many points. Now, I, I'm not going to say this revolutionizes VR gaming because it doesn't. What I think it does do is that it brings together a whole host of clever ideas with, admittedly, this, this budget that allows them to take things a step further in terms of voice acting and, and graphics and stuff. And it just cre- it crafts an absolutely incredible adventure. So you have your, your two hands, obviously, in the game. Your right hand is always your weapon hand. 
uh, your left hand is uh, is your ability hand, basically, and you have this glove uh, which you can use to interact with mo- items in the environment. One of the key things you can do is that you you can basically hold down a button, and when you do, a, a bit, little bit of a beam of light appears from your hand, and you can interact with objects. Uh, in the environment you hold down a button you flick your wrist back and you basically pick up and flick that item could be a bit of ammo could be a could be a crate could be an enemy could be all sorts of things and you flick it back in in the air and then you grab it with your hand and that feels so intuitive so natural straight away that then you can be in the middle of really hectic gunfights towards the end where you're firing with your right hand and your left and your left hand, you're seeing a bit of ammo on you know another side, another bit of the map, and you can look over whilst you're firing with your right hand. You're grabbing, grabbing ammo. You're you know you're you're throwing it into your gun. You're picking other things up to throw at enemies. And although that isn't exactly revolutionary, what they're doing is they're bringing a clever, uh, bringing together loads of a series of really clever ideas to make this game quick fast and intuitive now often i think in vr games you would you know walk around walk around the environment you maybe like look down you press a button pick something up but here you can be in the middle of a room and pick everything up and flick over to you instantly and that's a really key part of what what makes this game so special i've talked about the graphics but it really is something it really is something to behold to see this quality of game It, it kind of doesn't really feel like a vr game which might sound disparaging to to vr games in general but it really does feel like I'm playing a triple R, a triple triple A game, but it, it, but it's in VR. It's not like oh, it's a VR game. It just feels another level. Obviously, they have the budget to do that. Um, and yet, yeah, this is also uh, I would say a horror game. It gets really really scary at points. There are loads of bits where you're in the the pitch black, but that's also where it incorporates other clever gameplay elements. Like you have a torch, but you torch on your left hand, and so if you need to use a syringe, which you grab from your from your utility belt and you'll grab also it's like you, you grab that from your wrist so but if, you have to basically use that on your left hand so you can in a pitch black and you think well i've got to like help myself help wise so i've got to like turn the light off or the light goes crazy and i'm like so there's a bit of strategy even though you can't have the light permanently facing a door or where you think the enemy is you're like well i'm low on health i've got to quickly just syringe myself and and or pick up that ammo or that resin which is an item you pick up around the environment to upgrade your weapons so there's like strategies as you go into little rooms really because of the way it says you know weapons are only in your right hand obviously you can switch around the settings but what i'm saying is weapon is only in one hand ability is only in the other hand and um and the story is is absolutely fantastic i, I regret to inform everyone that, yeah, that this is a proper half-life game and the story has huge ramifications for the half-life timeline uh, I'm obviously not going to say too much, but anyone who played episode two, you know how that ends. And th- this game has, you know, things happen that have ramifications for, for for that game. And obviously we've all been waiting for episode three or Half-Life 3 for many, many, many years. And we said, well, episode two ended on such a cliffhanger. What, what the hell are they going to do? And this game is a prequel. It happens um, just before the, act- the, the moments of Half-Life 2. And yet this has a story that is rewarding and meaningful and affects how you see the end of, of, uh, of Half-Life Episode 2. It's so good to be back in the Half-Life universe. I've, I've obviously talked about it on the pod for many years how much I love the style and the vibe and the environmental storytelling and all the stuff that's ever been part of these Half-Life games. And to see it in VR, to experience it in a, in a new way, 
it is just absolutely brilliant. At first, uh, so I'll talk briefly about combat. At first, it felt quite simple. I was like, well, am I really going to be firing on all cylinders, as it were, fighting as enemies? And you don't, you, you're not at any point um, consumed with like 20 people to kill, but it does get hectic when you've got multiple uh, enemies. I mean, it might only be like five, six, seven enemies you'll hit shooting at once, but they're coming or they're, fi- they're, they're shooting fire at you and you've got head crabs going and, and that's why the mechanics of you being able to pull things away from the environment, flicking them over to you, sawing out ammo, firing, it, it's, it's, it's so brilliant. Um, and uh, yeah, what, what a game. I'm so glad I played cool. it. No one seems to be talking about it. Obviously, it's sold really well. Actually, I think only last week they had an announcement where it sold 2 million copies. Obviously, it's done well. It's obviously shifted an absolute ton of Valve Index headsets and God knows what other VR headsets. And I think it's done a lot for, for VR in general. A lot of people seem to have forgotten about it. Mostly, I think, you know, because obviously not everyone's got a huge gaming PC and, and, and a VR headset. So there is, there is a, a barrier there, I think, um, which is such a shame because it's a fantastic Half-Life game, fantastic experience. What, what a VR game. And yeah, just uh, I'm, I'm, I'm so, so glad to have played it. So, uh, Sean, you played this as well, right? I did. I mean, what, what do, you want, do you want to do the voting or should I just, I can talk about it. I don't mind. Well, yeah, talk about it briefly. No, or your uh, yeah, so I um, didn't finish this, but only because uh, my graphics card kept exploding when I was playing it. Um, like it, it would you run. Can't turn it off when you got scheduled. We know the we know the real answer. It, well, the, that was I'd the thing because it genuinely done the same. It genuinely did the first because the first time it crashed, it's when I was on stream, and it was when you remember Matt when you first opened the door to the quarantine area, and it's like it's big yeah, fucking, yeah. and it's like this massive noise. And I was just like, fuck me, this is so intense. And then just everything went black. And I was like, uh, what is this? Like, part- I wonder is when this- the cutscene's going to yeah, start. Like, is this part of it? Or is this. <laughs> um, yeah, so it, for some reason, yeah, it ran absolutely fine, but just would occasionally explode and I'd have to restart the computer. So decided to wait um, until I've got a new graphics card, which I have now, although I've not, um, not got a VR headset. So, but yeah, uh, it's fucking great. It's absolutely stunning. It's. Obviously, because VR is still, you know, in the grand scheme of things, it's still in its infancy and, you know, devs are still learning what the the rules are in terms of comfort and interactivity and and how to make things sort of make sense and feel good and um, and coherent. And, like, this this is it, right? This is easily the largest step that's been taken not to discount you know plenty of like there's there's loads of other great vr games but like matt was saying just that that sense of being in the world and the just the 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 way it feels just using you know flicking objects towards you grabbing them doing stuff with them like you know the things we you know videos that we're doing the rounds of like you know, seeing an enemy through a window and just picking up a chair and fucking throwing it at him because you can just and like and it, it's that uh, it's just taking that barrier away of like you're not looking at it and thinking oh well what you know what objects in here is is the game going to recognize as things I can use as weapons? It's like mate, ob- objects just are objects. They just are what they are, and you can use them how you suspect you might you can pick up a cardboard box and put other items in it if you want and carry it around with you um like it just feels amazing and like no other um vr game has yet um and it, it yeah just totally sets the bar now going forward i i, I think it, and i think it'll be a while before we see anything that really um tops it or even matches it 
Um, it is fucking terrifying. Though. <laughs> and not even, I don't even get to any of the actual scary bits. Just the, you know, it's like when you, um, playing like Vader Immortal when you first stand in front of Darth Vader and you, like, you've, <laughs> yeah, you've seen yeah. Darth Vader so many times you've probably even fought him in games before. But when he's actually in front of you, just like, oh, God, hello, sir, sorry, sir. Um, it's like, yeah, a fight with like two zombies because they're, you know, in VR because they're actually walking towards you is horrible. Um, and that's, and then, yeah, and then, and then there's actual sort of focused scary bits coming up later. Um, and you know, and that some of them are like cheap uh, jump scares, but again, it's it feels like because you know because of the VR factor, it feels quite fresh, right? You 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 don't you don't sort of think like, oh, well, that was just cheap. Why did you do that? It's like, no, I've never been so terrified in my life. So fair play, that's <laughs> that was new. Yeah, um, and, and like I said, the fact they put the torch on the yes. hand, which does the most as well. Like, well. I need to pick that up or want to pick that gun or do this or do yeah. that. I can't because I need. I want the torch just so I'm not like shitting myself in this dark area. Exactly. And it's great because it's essentially the thing because, you know, Doom 3 did that. But in Doom 3, everyone was just really annoyed by it because it was like, well, why can't I have a pistol out and a torch at the same time, for example? Like it would force you to switch away from your weapon, right? You know, right, there's the torch, right, there's the enemy, switch back to the weapon, shoot, even though it's pitch black again. And it was annoying as fuck. Whereas in this, it makes sense. It just makes complete sense. Um, so it's it's that same tension that they were trying to do with Doom Three, but just put together in a way that you just like. Well, it, it, like it's it's tense and it's maybe frustrating, but it's like, well, yeah, this of course this is how it would work if I was a person with two hands and a torch and a gun and other things I need to do. It, so it doesn't doesn't annoy you. Um, yeah, fucking wonderful game. I wonder what the cool. under what anything is like after the first two hours. <laughs> well, let's. let's I, I really hope you go back to it. I mean, given you got a good graphics card now, yes. Sean. Well, obviously, no VR headset, but yeah. Well, I've asked for one uh, from Santa Claus, so we'll see. Um, but yeah, all right. So yeah, we we vote him. Yeah, let's get to the voting. Um, so obviously, I'm Tony Hawk's Pro Skater One and Two. Matt, I'm gonna go Half Life Alex. Uh, Sean, Half Life Alex. And James, I'm also going Half Life Alex. Ooh. Oh, so, um, mm. so here's the thing, isn't it? You need three votes to go through. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I don't know if we can count Matt's, can we? Well, Why? Why not? Well, because he works in VR. <laughs> so <laughs> there's a conflict of interest there, isn't there? Did no, you hear no what he said? Oh, this is great for VR. This is great for VR. It sold loads of headsets. <laughs> just that's the thing. Just a great I've got, a, I've got a feeling there's a conflict of interest here, and I don't know if his vote should count. <laughs> I mean, there's so still that's two. Yeah, one. but if you take him out, there's still a majority. Like, hit, yeah, uh, no, we said we need three votes for it to go no, through. Oh, that's bollocks, Dave. You can't so, on, Dave. I'm, not, I'm not changing. Who's changing? You better change. You guys. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? Tony Hawk's one and two was absolutely fantastic. Uh, but fair enough. That that falls by the wayside this on this occasion. Um. Half-Life Alex is through to the next round. Right, so we're, we're halfway through the 16, the round of 16. Oh, man. Um, um, we say this every year. If you listen to this and thinking, God, it's been nearly two hours, and then, yeah, it, it speeds up a lot once you get to the later rounds. <laughs> Sometimes. Um, well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> can, can we have a little, let's have a little check-in. James, how are you feeling? I'm all right. Oh, oh James, my God, James, oh, are you no. alright? How much that bottle? Oh, yeah, no. I'm, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm I'm okay. 
James, oh my god, he's not fine at all. <laughs> James, <laughs> the bottle. Worry about it. Don't worry about it. Go on. <laughs> James, how much of the bottle? No, it's 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 gone down a bit, but not much. It's fine. Go it's on, fucking continue. gone. He's had the lot. Continue, just continue. Just get on with it. Go on. It's gone, isn't it, James? What is the matter with you? What is this? Because right for the for the listeners that were, I think, concerned about James <laughs> on last year's show, James isn't a big drinker. No. Like he's just not. Like I've known James for years and years and years. He's not a big drinker, and I used to be. I'm not so much anymore. Um, I I think Matt still knocks him back. <laughs> but, oh, he, he got over but James, what is it about this show that makes you want to get smashed? I don't get it. Is it the tension? Yeah, definitely. It's definitely that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but like, but 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 this is it. You're a man that gets hammered on two pints, sometimes one. I've seen you get hammered on one pint, right? That's, and that's, that's not a that's diss. Not, Everyone's that's got not the true. That's ridiculous. It's not hammered, just merry. When we went to see Queens of the Stone Age, James, you had one pint in that pub and said, "I'm feeling pretty smashed." Rubbish. <laughs> it was two or three. <laughs> At that point, <laughs> two or three, okay. you lost count at that point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> two, three, nine. Out of the club. It, was, it was definitely one, sure. <laughs> it was not. Um, <laughs> okay, okay. Right, okay, let's move on to the next round. Go on, do it. We have. What's well, the same round? Uh, well, you know what I mean. Next matchup is Carrion. Next game out of hat is Carrion. Carrion is a 2D um, monster simulator, is probably the best way to put it. You take control of this weird, octopus-like, slimy, blood-drenched, dripping monster. Um, And you go around levels and you absolutely terrorise human beings, power up, and... um, you rip them to pieces. Um, you uh, the only real challenge to it is that sometimes you have to, you're confronted by like these robots that can shoot you and stuff. Um, but it's primarily a puzzle game, isn't it, James? Like you you've completed this as well, right? I have, yeah. And it's yeah, yeah. yeah the main the main stuff is the, the the puzzle elements where you're like, how do I get from A to B um, by unlocking. Um, uh, unlocking doors, avoiding enemies and traps, uh, and uh, yeah, finding your way around this this sort of science complex bunker thing, um, and it builds up and up and up, and it has sort of one of those unwritten narratives. You sort of piece together flashbacks, you piece together um, not so much conversations, but environment uh, environmental clues as to why you're there and why you're trying to get out. Um, and then it has one of the eeriest, horrific endings to a video game I can remember in recent memory. It's horrible, the ending. It's it's really horrible. Um, and uh, yeah, it brought out my nasty side because for a lot of those, uh, there's, there's huge areas, right, in this game where it's just scientists. I mean, obviously, there's a lot of like army personnel with armour and uh, big machine guns and uh, bots and all that sort of stuff. But there are areas where there's just scientists that are doing nothing. And the moment they hear you growl or move or see the sight of you, they cower into the corner of the rooms and they scream. And you can just go past them. There's no need to go anywhere near them. You could just go past them. But you don't. No, it's fun to mess them up, isn't it? Yeah, you <laughs> slink into the room, you growl right in front of them, you p- 
pick one up, you dangle them over the rest of them, you bite the head off, you dangle the corpse dripping blood all over their colleagues, and then you take them all out individually. It's hor- It turns you into such an arsehole. Um, and the, the, the devs definitely knew people were going to do this. I, at least I hope, anyway, because I certainly did. Um, and it's got the... It's got the the uh, the wonderful soundtrack, the the crazy you know lo-fi visuals, the uh, interesting puzzle system, the great upgrading. It's it's an indie game that I mean I've always said a good indie game has a fresh idea and it does it well, and that's exactly what this is. You know, it had an idea of saying, how about you're not this pathetic useless thing that you power up and you've managed to scrape through to the end. How about you're this monster that overpowers everything, and the only thing in your way is you just making silly mistakes. Um, you're, you're more powerful, you're more intelligent, and, and um, you're certainly more mobile. Because um, th- that's the other thing as well. The movement of the, the, the monster that you're controlling is so nasty and horrible and scary that it's just wonderful. You know, it, because you're controlling it, it's less creepy. Obviously, you don't feel that tension, but you're not supposed to. You're supposed to feel like this. You're sp- I've not played a game that makes you feel more like a monster as much as it does in Carrion. Like Carrion nails it. Carrion nails the fact that because usually when you're playing a game where you're the bad guy or the monster, there's so many limitations in there to make sure that you're not too overpowered. And Carrion says bollocks to that. You're this horrible monster. Of course, you're overpowered, and and it it doubles down, it double downs on it, a double. It's double it, it doubles, doubles, doubles down, down on it. Du- double yeah. downs. I've had two beers, um, oh, <laughs> and and I'm getting corrected by James. Um, <laughs> so yeah, no, Car- Carrion absolutely belongs on this list. I was surprised that it was in the maybe poll because it is, it's it's that indie game. Okay, fine, but. It is that fresh idea, and it absolutely nails it. I don't think that's in question, unless James, you've you've got something to say that I haven't already said. Not particularly. I mean, you've really summed up why it is superb. It's a very good game. Okay, great. Um, right, let's see. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, I, uh, I loved it as well. It's a brilliant game. I'm surprised because I I know. Remember, I remember. Did you when finish it, Matt? Yeah, of course I did. Yeah. Oh man, that fucking ending, man. That yeah, ending oh, yeah. was so creepy. I, yeah, do, do you reckon they'll ever do? The ending, they'll but... do another one for these, or is it? They've, yeah, it? They've, oh, I don't know. You know, I don't know. You could call it "Carry On, Carrion." Yeah, that that doesn't work. But yeah, it's, yes, it does. Because like Carrion would be lads. carrying on James in the second game about Carrion. Okay. All right, okay. he's called That's Carrion. The main character's called Carrion. <laughs> We all get it. You stick to your cum (laughs) jokes, all right? Carry on coming. No, yeah, I've forgotten that you'd play through it then, Matt. But yeah, 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 I mean that ending was perfect, right? That ending was perfect. Like it sent chills down your chills down your spine. Yeah, it's absolutely brilliant. Uh, I loved. I mean, I, I I didn't really play the same as you. I know you kept saying no how much you enjoyed. Going into an area and terrorizing the people and taking them off one by one. I just went in there and like wreck shop. I, I rarely, I mean, unless like I had to because otherwise I would have been killed by everyone. You know, like, particularly, I didn't like those guys who are like the, uh, 
you know, like the the fire shields, or whatever shields. Mm. I mean, you know, but 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 those had you had to take them out in a different strategic way, which I did appreciate the fact you couldn't just go in there and smash everything up. Oh god, yeah, yeah, yeah. So had to go under towards a crate, the end or, of the game, you definitely have to. Yeah, you definitely have to come up with a plan and execute it, don't you? Yeah, and what I love most about the game actually is when you had to. Uh, obviously certain abilities you had were related to one of your three states you basically had like you know when you were a tiny monster mini mo- you know mid- medium and then a large one and then each one of them you can only do certain things so you'd have to go into those pools of liquid dump some of your some of your biomass some of your body your mass yeah. yeah your mass yeah and then go in do do the thing that that um, you know as a, as a as a small monster you could have a certain ability to unlock a door go back grab more of your mass I thought that stuff was really great. I love doing that. I just love the whole thing. Like when you're sliding around and it's just like leaving all that, like the blood all over the walls and everything. It's just vile. It was it was fantastic. Yeah, the way it did that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, you... the sound in this game is something that should definitely be commended. Yeah. Yeah, yeah really. Oh, sound disgusting. And like the yeah, sound, sound, like, sound effect was great. The echoes and yeah, really Standing, good. Uh, sitting behind the door with a scientist the other side and just knowing there's a growl button there. It's just so good. You just growl, and then you go through an air vent to the other side of the room where they're carrying away, and then you growl again, and it's like you're really fucking with them. <laughs> I loved yeah, it. The other I didn't like about the game was the drones. The drones did uh, towards the end. Like I, I get you work the idea. Out how to do them, it's fine. What you just yeah, fire well, your, you your weapon at wall, but there was a couple of bits towards the end. No, where no, no. I you didn't... fire your weapon at them. Yeah, I think I, anyway. I found it. I found it annoying and difficult, but I got through them obviously. But. How far into it did you get, Sean? I didn't know you played it. Uh, yeah, I played, I don't know, a couple of hours, I think. I thought it was pretty good. More, more than he did uh, Hyrule Warriors. Yeah, very good, James. <laughs> um, <laughs> in, in terms of percentage. <laughs> um, I thought it was good, uh, but yeah, I just found the tone of it too oppressive. As I said at the start, that's not the game's fault. It's absolutely what it's going for. Um yeah, the the presentation of it in general um, is well, wonderful is the wrong word, but you know what I mean. Um, yeah, and sound design in particular is is absolutely superb. Yeah, excellent. Um, yeah, I just I don't know, it just made made me a bit miserable <laughs> playing it, and that's without being really, that's, it, without being really sadistic with the well. I suppose the argument yeah, is that, into that side. the argument is that none of the humans involved are innocent, right? They're all. No, part. I all... think some of them are innocent. Okay, fair enough. I think, I think I mean, some of them are very innocent. You see, it doesn't really get Dave going the same way if you can't imagine they're innocent. <laughs> no, they need to be. They need to be innocent. <laughs> yeah, if we were doing a podcast out, at the time, new really Russian year, would have got <laughs> so great. Okay, was that okay. No, but I made a joke, and it, and then I realised it was too far. Um, this came out really early in against? the year, and for mm. oh no, it didn't actually. No, it came out in August. Okay, come out. I mean, did it August? You kidding me? I was going to say February. No, yeah, come out no, no, no. Twenty come out, fucking come twenty, man. Jesus Christ. Sorry, go on. Yeah. Okay, well, weird maybe I just finished it late, but I finished it in August. When when did it come oh, okay. out? But you're asking me. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, we can we can look it up. It come out in the summer, didn't it? <laughs> oh, it was the summer. I ain't looking it up. I don't need to. It means nothing, right? Should we, should we see what it's 23rd up against? Twenty yeah, third of July. Twenty yeah. third of July. July. So you know, yeah. Dave's playing a very cunning game with this. I don't know if you've noticed, like the way that he talks about his game, and then he's got all of us to talk about why it's amazing. So then, you know, like we've all like talked about how it's brilliant and how so great it is. This hasn't happened with other games. Like normally, we just like we go through <laughs> what the game is, and then we talk about what the next game is. 
but he's primed us all for this. I mean, he's ultimately, it's up to us whether or not we speak, James. Yeah, I know, I know, but it's still <laughs> it's it's still very well very well done, David. Yeah, I'm yeah, impressed. Yeah, yeah. Cheers, James. Um, and if we're talking about playing games, let's talk about how you and Matt were texting Sean to say <laughs> vote out Hades. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what? Sean. Any yep. other previous agreements are now null and void. Oh, are let's, they? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, well that's good. So I don't have to vote for The Last of Us Two at any point then. Why was that? that Hold on, James. Why, what was that? This? Was our only other agreement? So I don't know why you've what just said it? that. Whoa, 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 whoa. Right, okay, right, oh, okay. We got to stop. We got to stop the show at this point, <laughs> and we got to go through this. Uh, Sean, yep. what was this previous agreement? No, hang on. You didn't tell me about the previous agreement. You told me that they were texting you saying vote out Hades. Yep. Can't and believe this, Sean. I've and in addition really to that, that. And in addition to that, why did he go sucking up to Daddy? Because that was the rob- like the worst attempt at trying to fuck Dave over I've ever seen. You it was do crap. know that Sean loves Hades as well, yeah. right? How was that ever going to work? I did say it was a tough, tough sell. <laughs> I, 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 I did say at one point, agreement? this no. is not the hill we want to die on. It was. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's true, yeah. I mean, both agreed to. to back what's, away. The pre- what's the previous agreement, Sean? The previous agreement. No need to go into was that. Was in exchange... Yes, you do. I mean, this is something that probably would have come out uh, earlier if it wasn't for the Twitter poll getting all fucked up. But anyway... Yeah, but no, if it, if, it um, wasn't, it was, if it wasn't for James accusing me of game playing <laughs> when he's been the biggest game player amongst us. Rubbish. That's not true. Go on. Okay. Go on. Uh, so you, you might recall that James and Matt both offered their support for Hard Lads on, on Twitter. Uh, it's a great game. Oh yeah. my god! That was an exchange. That was an exchange for my support for The Last of Us Two, unless it comes up against Hades. <laughs> so what? 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 You got? <laughs> well, no, it doesn't matter, Dave, because James has said all our previous agreements are null and void now. So yeah, because you, because okay, you, you just grasped us up. I can't believe this. <laughs> okay, okay, fine. fine. <laughs> the absolute fine. worst, Sean. I'm really, really disappointed in you by this. <laughs> Can I just say this? You two. You two are the worst. <laughs> you two are the worst at game playing I have ever seen. Why are we the worst? Hang on, how does that work, because, Dave? We got we got rid of Titanfall two. That was uh, you know that that yeah that was yeah, a and long, you tried to do the a, exact same thing again this year. <laughs> you tried to do the exact same thing again, right? The deal was right. You want right? Clear clearly now we know that you two want the Last of Us two to uh, win Game of the Year, right? And we also know now. That you two both feel that Hades is the biggest threat, right? So that's been exposed. We found that out. But your deal was for for Sean to vote The Last of Us two through to the final, unless it comes up against Hades, and yeah. then you try and get him to vote out Hades against Hardlands. <laughs> it's it's the worst game playing I've ever. Like, you don't know what a deal is like. It's clear you don't know what a deal is, and it's clear you don't know what deals to make to get the game that you want through to the to win the thing. It's this is incredible. I, I did say but this was too what? early, Matt, but you know, <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, no, and I, I, and, and I agree. Sean, Sean do you know I wasn't what I said to you in blabbing to David. Do you know what I said to you in the week? I can't trust you, Sean, I, ever again. I can't believe it. I, 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 sp- I spoke to Sean about all this in the week, yep. and I said, do you know what my game plan is? To listen to everyone. And, and to, not, to, not, to not get wrapped up. 
to not get wrapped up in oh, uh, this is my game it my should be listen to Mr. Self listener. Righteous here it's like it's incredible I'm going to listen to everybody you know it's like listen to me I'm Mr. Reasonable it's like that's great hell Dave that's what I was going for all this year this year I was going for I'm going to hear everyone out I'm not going to vote on a game just because it's my game and I think it should be game of the year I'm just going to let it go and then I thought at the same time I'm going to prod you guys to try and play you off against each other because that would be funny but I was thinking I'm going to take a different tactic this year I'm going to be totally open to reason to discussion and, uh, and all this sort of stuff you can laugh James but you've done the opposite of that I know but at least I'm honest about that I'm not trying to like you know get the listeners you know to sort of think oh yeah I'm so reasonable and all that kind of thing it's like you know I'm some not, of are rubbish this is literally this is literally where I was coming from this year because that's what I wanted to do I'm sure yeah and I'm, I'm to, yeah, find, sure, to find out that you'd made deals I mean the evidence for that is that video that you put out yeah which was during the poll <laughs> uh, now again my thought process behind nominating Ori was that everyone seemed to love it. I really wanted to play it, and this gave me a great idea, a uh, great um, excuse to play for it. Yeah, that was my absolutely thought process not pandering to the listeners at all. It's like absolutely not doing that. Oh fuck off, James! You voted for Overwatch. <laughs> I didn't. A game Did you never played. I don't even remember that. That was ages ago. No, because you were probably fucked. <laughs> <laughs> we have since found out. <laughs> James sent me a picture of his bottle of whiskey. It's three quarters quarters gone. Oh, fuck's sake, Um, James. I'm quite looking forward to a 40-year-old man (laughs) trying to explain why he loves Animal Crossing (laughs) after three quarters of a bottle of whiskey. Can we just actually um, have a short break? Because I need to go to the bathroom. I don't believe that you need to go to the bathroom. I think (laughs) you're trying to make more deals. No, he's going to look up some information about Animal Crossing. I've got no one to do deals with now, because I can't trust Sean. I mean, look at this. Yeah. <laughs> Despicable. <laughs> right, let's go, going let's, to read uh, Don Trump's go The Art of the Deal book. <laughs> we'll be back in let's about go two days. <laughs> well, you ain't clear of this, Matt. I didn't say I was. No, but, but you ain't like Sean. You we approached Sean, so look. We approach Sean. <laughs> do you know what? I, I was so prepared. I was thinking it's blatantly between Hades and, and The Last of Us 2. I was so prepared to go, do you know what? I really loved The Last of Us 2. I I will switch my vote. But now that is out of the window. <laughs> like, that is out of question. We're going to be here all night in that case. This is ridiculous. Good. Go for a piss, James. We'll see you in a bit. I will. We will. <laughs> We, we will hear from me. How are you feeling, James? I'm fine. Absolutely fine. Cool. I don't think you are, mate. Have you seen the picture of his bowl? I'm fine. I'm honestly, it's fine. It's fine. I'm not going to drink anymore. I've stopped. I've stopped now. Yeah, because that's a lie. You said that last time. <laughs> oh, it's not a big bowl, is it? It's only a little bowl. It's 350 milliliters. Yeah, it's not. It's not a huge one. But yeah. Welcome back, listeners. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> sorry about that. We're about to find out what Carrion is up to. Uh, do you up know to, what? Before we move on, to, he's up to. He's in a person's leg off. Oh, and they're screaming. <laughs> I've been social distancing. Uh, my, my brain, uh, my brain, my oh brain my moved on. To the, oh, I don't know, I'm tired. My brain, um, what's Carrion up to? <laughs> maybe it's my year to get hammered. Um, um, my brain moved on to the next point. Like, I hate that on podcasts. I don't know if you've noticed that as well. The podcasts that go... Like, they're taking a break in recording, right? But they don't have a break in the podcast. So they go, <laughs> okay, right, are we all ready to take a break? Okay, listeners, stay tuned. We're going to take a break. Uh, see you in a bit. 
Okay, uh, welcome back <laughs> yeah. to the... It's like, why have just, you done that Just then? edit it all Why out. have you done just that? Get... <laughs> edit that bit out, or just say, we'll be right back and play a little sling, sting and carry on. Yeah. Like, there's no need to like say... Like, if, you, if you're dividing it's... it up into sections, I guess. Um, but even then, yeah, the, there's no need to explain it. Just noise and then talk about something. Like, it's yeah. weird. It's I mean, think I'm saying that. It's when they say, we're back in a few minutes. It's like, no, no you, you won't. Clearly won't. No, you won't. It'll be five seconds. <laughs> I mean, the absolute yeah. best one is that Louis Through podcast where halfway through he reintroduces the show because I think he thinks it's radio. He's <laughs> um, like, and you're listening to Grounded with Luther. I know. I chose it. I put it on. I <laughs> no, they, they made a joke. I don't know if you listen to the Conan podcast, but I genuinely can't recommend it enough. It is such a good podcast, right? It's genuinely really funny, and it's a bit annoying that he does the whole. Oh, I never knew what a podcast was before I started uh, this multi-million downloaded <laughs> podcast or whatever. Um, but it was funny because the guy that produces the show and he's on the show at the beginning at the end he um is obviously a massive fan of podcasting and about like after about 80 episodes or so he's he did this big talk up to who his guest is <laughs> and he finally snapped the producer went i should let you know they do know who the guest is it's in the title <laughs> of the podcast like like that's the whole point at least and then it just hit Conan and just went, yeah, what the fuck am I doing? Like, why am I bigging the guest up as if it's this big surprise when it's like written down on the fucking title thing? Uh, yeah, it's like enough. on YouTube videos where like now I've got a big announcement. Yeah, it says you're announcing you're leaving on the title. <laughs> right, okay. Uh, let's see what Carrion's up against. Let's see what Carrion's oh, up to, shall we? Let's yeah, let's see what, what Carrion's up to. to. Carrion the monster. The Last of Us Part 2, Matt. Here we go. It's um, a very good game. Okay, I... so which way are you voting, Sean? Go <laughs> on, <laughs> Matt. So, yeah, The Last of Us Part 2 is set a few years, I think, after the, the, the first one. Ellie's grown off a bit. She's seen a lot of shit, but she's in this new community in a place called Jackson with friends and... And, and so on and so forth. And then tragedy strikes. We're also, I, I presume we're not going to go into any of that. So tragedy strikes. And then I think, and I, I think we probably can, right? I've been wondering. I, I've meant to ask you guys before, but like, what are we doing about spoilers? There's so many things in the half of Alex thing that I could don't, have said. Don't, I didn't want don't to. spoil it. Like, People I, won't I, like I think that. I'd rather try not to. <laughs> yeah. well, no, I think we're going to have to. But like, I think the spoiler that you're referring to is very early on in the game, right? Yeah, it's like the first half an hour, isn't it? But it um, is, it's just... Oh, yeah, I, I mean, I, we, I need, to do, we need to do a spoiler spoil warning. Don't, don't do that. People won't like it. How do you discuss the merits of this game without talking about that? Hey, I didn't spoil Hard Lads, so... Good point. There's it can, a, yeah, but they can be done. The template is the there. whole game. <laughs> the spoiler was the whole game, Sean. This is so much more than just this spoiler. Yeah, that's the point. And I'll tell you why. Because I, look, let's not talk about the spoiler yet. But if we have to later on, then we have to, and we'll give enough notice, right? Yeah, that's fair. You don't need to mention it now. But no. but what I'm saying, Sean, mm. is that a huge part of why this game is so good is based around this spoiler. Yeah. So... Uh, to be clear, I was taking okay. the piss. It's clearly not the same thing. <laughs> it's hard to tell. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, Ellie's living a life. Tragedy strikes and she sets off for 
her her journey of um, revenge. Can I say that? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it's fine. Okay, I've said it. So it's of revenge, and what a story it is. Now, I absolutely loved the third, the, the first uh, Last of Us. Uh, I didn't think it was perfect. It's it definitely not one of my games, favorite games ever. But it wasn't, you know, the end kind of trailed off for me. I feel like this game improves on it in every every single way. Really, I was invested in the characters from the off. I loved every character that we met, came across in this game. I really, I, I was really, t- I, I I really felt for for for, you know, for huge story beats in this game, and it, I mean. I, I, I was, I was, you know, nowhere near crying, but absolutely, this this game like hit me emotionally. I just thought it was absolutely stunning. Now, I like bleak things like Requiem for a Dream, um, you know, Irreversible, Das Experiment, those kind of films, which kind of like leave you thinking, "Oh, Jesus Christ, I probably shouldn't have watched that." But it's, I, I've always loved that kind of stuff that really gives you like a punch, uh, punch to the chest, and this is absolutely that. It, it felt like watching. A really hard hitting or really powerful uh, HBO drama or you know some American drama, whatever it is that you just don't want to stop watching. Uh, you know it's going to like you know do stuff to you. You know you're kind of worried about what's going to happen to this person or that person or where the story is going to go. But this absolutely felt like that for me. The, the the story is 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 second to none, and I know there are probably people listening to this thinking, oh well, you know there's plot holes here or what does it really do. But all I can say is I absolutely fell in love with the story and the characters and where things go. I mean, we, we we did a spoiler cast on this and we talked for like almost three hours and I could have spoken for another couple of hours about my thoughts about how certain bits went and how I felt for certain characters. So story-wise, it's, it's absolutely ex- exceptional for me. It, it's up there with the very best and I, I, I can't say enough good things about it. Gameplay-wise, I think it improves on the first one it's still incredibly sort of uh, graphic in its t- in terms of its violence. Uh, viewers Ellie going around, you know, killing people, uh, infected. Um, it's incredibly violent, incredibly graphic. But again, for me, I think that that totally lends itself to you know to the nature of the world, the nature of the story, the the, the place they're in, the the place mentally as well that Ellie is. So for me, I feel like that's that's totally a part of it. Um, game, gameplay, like true gameplay wise, I don't think it's like massively uh, done anything that the first one didn't do. I think it's improved it in certain ways. There's now like a dodge mechanic um, where you, you can go prone, which is in, obviously quite important when you're trying to avoid enemies and whatnot. So it's not exactly changing an awful lot. I think if you didn't like the first one, I don't actually think this one's going to do an awful lot to change your mind. I think if you liked the first one like me i think i think you'll love the changes that they have made um yeah so i when i finished this game like my favorite movie and or cinema experiences i was just there just kind of dumbfounded just saying like wow and and i've i've loved coming out of movies where you're in that kind of weird days where you can't really stop thinking about the film and i was still thinking about this game like weeks weeks later really and i'm i've when like a an inevitable PlayStation Five patch comes out, I, I can fully see myself going back and and playing through it again. The journey was amazing. The story was amazing. I was shouting out loud to characters at points, saying "Don't do that" or "Do this" or "Why?" And I didn't want to stop playing. And um, it for me improves on the first one. And for me, it's like a genuine masterpiece. It yeah, it, it's it's absolutely stunning. 
Anyone else got anything to say about The Last of Us Part 2 at this stage? Good. <laughs> um, right, let's get to the voting. Uh, I mean, I do. I, I mean, I should say that I, I absolutely adored The Last of Us Part 2 as well. I thought it was wonderful. I thought they made some really brave decisions as well. Um, obviously, there was a lot of controversy around um, reaction from dickheads. I was going to say uh, controversy. I, I, it's, yeah, it's just people being yeah, assholes. Yeah. A lot. Yep, I mean, yep, yep, maybe one hundred percent in terms of the content 100%. of the game. Anyway, obviously, I know there's stuff about yes. working conditions, etc. But yeah, but yeah. Um, I mean, uh, yeah, obviously, I've not played it. I guess, well, funnily enough, similar to what I said about Carrion, it was just with this year being as bleak as it fucking has been, I just did not have any appetite for this, but I totally recognise, like... Oh, God, it was just something to sink yourself into. Yeah. It was something... Uh, the story was so good, Sean. Mm-hmm. And the character's incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, but w- which way are you voting, Matt? I'm going to vote for Last of Us Part 2. Sean? Uh, Last of Us Part 2. Uh, James? What's it up against? <laughs> Carrion? Uh, Last of Us Part 2. Uh, I'm voting Last of Us Part 2. So uh, it's got all the way through. It's got four votes. It's got four Magic votes. Magic number. Um, okay. Excellent. That was that was quite a straightforward... Did oh. you just turn into Mr. Burns? Excellent. <laughs> 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 James, I thought you were going to say more about that game. You save yourself for later. James, I'm, I'm saving you for James, later, yeah. Are you yeah. still drinking? No. That's a yes. <laughs> James, I think, if I remember back to last year, I think you had it neat. Um, you're mixing it this year, right? Definitely. Said, absolutely didn't. mixing it this time. Yeah. With wine. Cloud Punk, Sean. Cloud Punk. Cloud Punk. Why should that be in the Game of the Year list? Um, Cloud Punk should be in Game of the Year list because I really liked it um this is a game where so it's like a, a voxel based um sort of cyberpunk setting where basically you are a delivery driver for this organization called cloudpunk um and you've arrived at this this city called novalis it's sort of implied that um you know you've, you've run basically like you're, you're running away from a, a debt problem wherever it was you used to live um and you're now working for this incredibly shady company um delivering packages of which you are um, you know, never supposed to inquire as to what's in them. Um, and yeah, and you, you're flying this vehicle around this absolutely stunning, um, you know, voxel sort of futuristic neon, pretty fucked city. Um, and it's just a, a joy to being like it, it it's made a huge difference um i think when i first talked about it on the show i was saying what a shame it was there was no first person camera because there's there's bits where you're flying around in your vehicle and there's bits where you're on foot um and i mean the bits in the vehicle were fine but the bits on foot i was a bit like like the characters are all tiny you don't really get a sense of like being in the world when when you're on foot so they added a first person camera and it's and i you know and i love the game to begin with um but then adding that first person camera was just absolutely huge and that was when i like you know went back to it and actually got all the way through and finished it um it's it's just like obviously i'm, I'm saying all this as cyberpunk 2077 has, has just come out um 
like if if you're not playing that for any reason because the you know because it's it's released in quite a bad way or you just you know not particularly interested or whatever like if you want a a like a cyberpunk style city to just go exploring in like holy shit cloudpunk is so good for that um it's just so beautifully realized and just the everything about the visuals the sound design um it's like i've gone back to it several times after finishing it like there's extra objective objectives and stuff to mop up if you really want to and collectibles and stuff i've just been going back to it just for a wonder just to, just to have a look around and fly around a bit and you know maybe take some screenshots and just walk around look at stuff um it, it's just absolutely wonderful like you know the, the main sort of campaign itself um obviously yeah not spoiling anything but it, it just dips into loads of really interesting um you know sort of sci-fi concepts like what happens when you know you're so far in the future that you're in this city that's like you know it's so like the, the what used to be the ground is completely flooded and everyone's just kept building up and up and up and up and no one really knows how most of the the lower stuff works anymore like no one really lives there anymore and they've just kind of kept going up and 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 so you've got this city that's built on this foundation that no one really understands anymore even like as good as the technology and stuff uh, is and stuff they're just like i had stuff occasionally breaks or collapses or or whatever and no one really knows why anymore we're just sort of like just sort of lost in these these like highest levels of the, of this you know ever rising um city and it's just a, a great concept and and it's you know and it's sort of implied that the whole thing used to be run by this this ai that no one's really heard from in a while um, and yeah it's just a really good story the voice acting um is hit and miss but the dialogue is excellent and the like you know the, the stuff they're actually talking about is really interesting um but, you know and it it deals with things like well what if you could get into so much debt that when you die, whoever you owe the debt to can just put your brain, you know, can basically just digitize your, your consciousness and make you carry on working off your debt afterwards. Oh, God. And yeah, just like nightmare. really sort of dark stuff, but just explored in a very human way. Um, and I just, yeah, it's, it's, it's just something that's really stuck with me. And as I say, I've, I've sort of kept going back to it. They added the first person camera and then they added like a, you know, an in cockpit view um you know for for the actual vehicles and you know that was another excuse to go back um you have like your you're the like the ai on your vehicle like used to be your dog who was dying and it was cheaper <laughs> to digitize his consciousness rather than you know get him actually healed oh no um so and yeah so he's like <laughs> he's, he's and he's got like a voice what a great idea yeah and he's like he's <laughs> love that and he sort of you know and like spoilers partway through the game you or is, i can't remember how it works but long story does it address sh- the fact i'm assuming it talks to you yeah yeah so it's uh, does it address that fact yeah so it's sort of it's a bit like the, initially it's like the the dog from up right um but then as you get further in you get like a better computer and he's like oh i can think better now the, okay this is this is all this is all right and he starts talking in a you know more sort of familiar sort of human way um is it like the reverse of james on the game of the year show <laughs> what <laughs> never mind 
that couldn't have been better. Couldn't have been better. Go on. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's just this game, just being a courier. Um, sometimes it's you know <laughs> what. Just thinking of James. That's all. Sorry. I don't know what. What is the problem? That's fine. There's no, no problem whatsoever, mate. It's fine. Um, Everything is fine. Go back to sleep. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes, you know, as I say, you're not supposed to inquire as to what these packages are. Sometimes it's the packages themselves that are interesting. Sometimes it's the client that's given them to mm. you. Sometimes you're transporting the client themselves and you have a chat with them as you, as you go around. And it just, yeah, just great little stories um, all sort of set against, as I say, just like flying or or walking around this really beautiful uh slightly wrecked city but i can't i've got to say that Mm. the images you put out of it made it look absolutely wonderful oh cool um yeah i mean the stuff you were posting on twitter looked fantastic yeah i mean Um, i was looking at it and going oh yeah great yeah but i've got cyberpunk coming (laughs) it turns out it didn't come out this year yeah if if you've heard that you know everything that's been said about cyberpunk at this point obviously it will probably get better but if you don't fancy waiting and you you know and you're intrigued of you know of the about the idea of, of exploring a world like that like definitely check Cloudpunk out. It's such a shame because I know James was excited about this, um, but the uh, it got ported to console and the Switch version was apparently really terrible. Um, yeah, isn't it really really awful? Yeah, like, it looks worse. And apparently, runs yeah, it runs really badly. So if you're looking at the console versions, avoid the Switch one. I think I don't. I don't. As far as I'm aware, it hasn't improved. It's a huge shame, but um, yeah, I I loved it. Okay. What's it up against? Let's find out. Animal Crossing New Horizons. Three. James. Okay. This is going to be... (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I was was really hoping... James James wasn't reacting to Animal Crossings being uh, pulled out of the hat. He heard someone drop a glass somewhere. It's really annoying because I was really hoping I wouldn't be at this stage of the bottle by the time that Animal Crossing came out. Because because this is the game that I really care about a lot. Because it was funny, I was looking up the other day how much me and my... Of course you care about it, even though it's fucking dung. Come on, Pete, come on. Okay, look, I was looking up the other day how much me and my family have played this and combined it's like a thousand five hours played, which is ridiculous. That's, That's a lot of hours. And I really yeah, but you've do. got 400 switches. How did you add that up? <laughs> See, look, what, you're not doing this to anyone else, are you? You're not interrupting anyone else when they're explaining yeah, why something's it, good. You make it so easy, though, James. <laughs> yeah, whatever. I mean, either way... It, this not an open goal. <sighs> this game... Oh, no, 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 let's hear it. I want to hear about it. Well, no, because this game, I really feel that brought everyone together. Like, it brought everyone in my family together, and it was an amazing distraction, particularly during you know, what we've been through this year. And I mean, it built communities across the whole internet. Like, if you see like all these people that have been like sharing like you know designs and you know that we are with each other and all that kind of stuff, but also you know the fact that you can visit other people's you know places and it was it's been it's been great. There are also good things about this. I mean, it's been streamlined, you know, compared with previous games, and there's lots to do with the Nook Miles and stuff. And it's easy, as David will do, to pick holes in this. But Dave. Joe played this and she liked it 
and there's hardly any 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 games that she's ever done that with, correct? <laughs> yeah, but she also got to the point where she was like, why the fuck is the store selling the same shit every week? <laughs> I know, but you see, the core experience with this is still really good, and the fact that is is that people are still playing this like over time, and it's still like a big deal. And I think the one thing that this game gives that no other has given this year is this feeling that you get of control. Um, you don't get this in the same way with other games, in the sense that there's been a lot of bad stuff that's happened this year. It's been terrible, but this game was something which you could escape to that gave you, you know, sort of good feelings about being alive. And that's why I feel this is a game of the year contender because it had such a positive impact um, on you know the entire everyone who played it. It was it's been fantastic. It's a good game. There you go. Okay. So um, I want to say something about this game. Actually, <laughs> James. Whoa. Um. It's one of my Game of the Year contenders for this. And I'll tell you why. It's been a weird year. It's been... Oh, yeah. Why, why? Yeah, what, <laughs> yeah, what, what's, what have we been up to? <laughs> you know that thing you were excited about in March, Matt? Yeah, well, I was excited when I had COVID. Um, <laughs> didn't turn out the same way. No, it, it, no, it has. And I, I think... Um, when I was When I was, like, looking at the list of games this week and I was thinking what is game of the year and then you know you go through the usual what does game of the year mean does it mean um does it mean what's the best gameplay what's the most fun you've had what's been the most impactful in terms of emotions and all that sort of stuff I look at Animal Crossing and say do you know what game that will like I'll think of like forever like genuinely it's it's a game that I will think of forever because we'll think of that first lockdown and I think it's important to remember right so Animal Crossing come out a week before we were put into lockdown a week or you know roughly around that time period and um, it might have even been a few days because we we went into lockdown what on the Tuesday mm-hmm. the the announcement was on a Monday and then we went under lockdown on a Tuesday I think Animal Crossing come out on the Thursday before that I could be wrong um, but that is going through what we went through this year. And I think we got through it through the normal human elements of making jokes, um, trying to talk to your mates. Uh, I'm a, completely aware that a lot of people didn't get through it in that way. And, and um, I think it's important to remember that, that, um, that you know, some people struggled way worse than than us. Um, but but what one thing that was a consistent throughout this was myself, Harry, and eventually Joe getting involved in Animal Crossing. And what I think represents this year more than any other game on this list is Animal Crossing. Because we think of that time period that we we were literally sitting in our house houses and or flats or wherever our rooms, and we weren't allowed to leave. We had no, you know, how our worlds were ripped apart. Yet everyone, and not everyone, obviously some people didn't play this game, but but it felt like everyone when you were playing it that that it was like that's the thing to focus on. You know, we were talking about turnips. 
as a way to distract ourselves from the, the, the horrible news that was coming through our tellies and our radios every day. We were talking about what items we wanted and, you know, what, we, like, what how many things you needed to complete something in your museum. I, I was disappointed with how this game turned out, no doubt. But like you said, um, James, I think Harry and I put in over 500 hours. I think Joe's put in, you know, maybe close to 100, maybe. But it's what those hours represented. And, and I, I, know, I know that's not what Game of the Year means. Like game of the Year is like, what's the best game? But I kind of feel like this year's different. Like maybe that's not what it means. Maybe yeah. that's not. It's what's the best game you played this year. Maybe it is what represents that shit. Mm. What represents this year more than any other game. Like when and for me personally, it's <laughs> Animal Crossing. And because this, as I said, this gives what we got from this that I feel we were lacking, like in life in general. With this, is with all the things that have happened with the like with the, with the pandemic and with like Brexit and all this all this kind of thing. We've had no control over anything that's going on around us, really. Whereas this is something that we could retreat yeah. to, where we had some control, and it gave us yeah, one hundred percent. And I really feel that that gave people, you know, some sort of like solace, really. You know, like over over this over this time. Yeah, and I think that shaky ground. I think, I think um, I saw a tweet not too long ago where they were cl- crying out, asking for people not to um, consider video games as some sort of medicine for mental health. And uh, it was getting retweeted everywhere. Stop talking about gaming like it's some sort of medicine or or um, healing process for mental health issues. It's not. Books, films can do the same thing. Let's not try and say that video games are anything special. And I thought about that a lot because I think I disagree with it. I, I, I think I disagree with coming out against that idea because I think it does help. Yeah, like no, say, one's, no one's saying it's a cure-all, but it no, it no. fucking helped. <laughs> yeah, definitely yes. it did. It was yeah. something yes. that and people could focus on like, over yeah, this and time. Not everyone, not everyone, mm. but I think it certainly helped me and my family, mm. and I certainly think it, it helped Harry especially, more than anyone else. You know, he's, he's six years old, he's going through this horrible thing, and I, I know there's people that are listening to this that will say that this is bullshit, Right, you, if this game come out any other year, you would not be talking about it like this. I totally hear you. I don't. I I totally agree with you. But it did come out this year, yeah. and this shit did go down. And this was the game that that helped drag us through it. And like, when else um, have we been able to say like, oh, a game came out and we fucking needed it, <laughs> like exactly, and like yeah, yeah. and they yeah. didn't know. Right, it's not like they knew when they were making it the you know the no. the environment it was going to be released into, but it it was uh, Alex it was, Jones might not agree. Uh, see, but, that's, uh, yeah, but, that, but it, that's it the was whole an point. invaluable tool for a lot of people, and like for me, it was the structure of it. It was the fact that so you know transitioning from working in an office to working from home. Um, and, you know, like, all right, I used it for a cheap gag earlier. I was diagnosed with ADHD this year. Focus is a big fucking problem for me. And working from home, it was, Can't a, bring that, that's twice it was a nightmare, that right? No, I'm, this, is, this isn't yeah. against anyone else. This is fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, okay, not okay. weaponising it. It's all right. Um, 
and yeah, so having Animal Crossing that works on you know the real time and things happen at set times of the day was fucking invaluable for helping me keep track of the, like the nine to that nine to five period. Like yeah, hundred like, percent. Like, like, yes, also- I was definitely playing it when I should have been working yeah. at times. But that, yes. that was really that was the lesser of two evils because without it, I don't yes. think I'd have got anything done. Yeah, and I, I think I think the other point that's really important. <laughs> this this is going to sound cheesy as fuck, and I'm so sorry to all our listeners for saying this, <laughs> but it gave me something to look forward to tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. Like I ordered something, or something was going to happen the next day. Yeah, and it made me look forward to the next day. Yeah. You know, I I went through some personal, like, shit, as everyone did throughout this. And I am fortunate enough to have a good mental health and and, and um, not have suffered depression or anxiety or anything like this. But during this period, I was not sleeping i was i was in a mess i was worried i was panicking you know all of the things that everyone went through but this was the thing that stopped me from t- waking up and turning on the news and hearing the latest horrific details mm. it 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 made me look forward to getting in that front room turning it on and you know finding what had happened in that in that world and yeah i'm disappointed with it yeah i'm not <laughs> playing it anymore so yeah, that, I think they could have done so much more with it. But what it did do is more important than what it didn't. Yeah. And that's that's yeah. exactly what I would say because as I said, it's very easy to pick holes in this game. You know, all the things that are, you know, maybe not, you know, amazing about it. There's things in the 3DS version which I think are, are better than the Switch version, but it still performed an really important function I think for a lot of people and it was still something that was, you know, that really helped people uh, get through something. And I think for that reason it's it's very important as a game yeah i mean it, it, is it is it the best game of the year no it, it it doesn't there's a lot of things it doesn't do but it, it is arguably like the game of 2020 because of what it meant to so many of us and getting us through lockdown and you're totally right dave i mean while well, i hear you know the word 2020 and and animal crossing will be the game i'll probably think about first there are other games i preferred but that that it's just a, a game that i mean it's probably because you know the Twitter sphere we're in and it felt like everyone was, you know, playing it and selling turnips and stuff, but you're totally right, it's that control, it's the ability to have you know, have a routine to to work through the things you've got to do and everyone's sharing their their islands and yeah, you hear um people saying about all sorts of subjects subjects, oh this is incredibly wholesome and stuff, but but it, it and I usually kind of hate that bollocks really, but but it totally is. It was there's no there's no there's no bollocks around it. It was really just everyone making a nice island and, you know, swapping this. And there's like a great, we had a great community on our Discord of people, you know, buying and selling stuff. And everyone's like, oh my God, my turnips are this money and this amount. And go to my island. And uh, it was Some people amazing. amazing I mean, you just, you, and just, what, um, for me, you just think about just how many people this brought into gaming that had no interest or didn't care about games at all and how mm-hmm. it meant something to them. Mm-hmm. And that's why I think this is this is important. And it sold so ridiculously well, isn't it? Like yeah. it's up there with like the best-selling Twitch games ever in like <laughs> less than nine months, isn't yeah. it? It's... I'm sure it's getting close to Overtaken Zelda or yeah, something no, crazy. And for me personally, this is like the first game that Elodie properly got into. I mean, she's seen other games I've played. She's played a little bit here and there, but 
Animal Crossing was the first one she properly into. I, I would wake up in the morning and she might be downstairs on it and you know, she'll she create extra additional like user profiles on the switch and to like oh, do, to sort them out. They do that, and... don't they? The kids yeah. oh, they do, they love, they love creating Sam. profiles, it's really annoying. Yeah, oh, Jesus. <laughs> oh, this is from my friend. He's never coming over. Is we in lockdown? Kid. So you do realise yeah, that it takes up it. a lot of space on the memory card. Stop doing that. Does it really? I'm going to have to get rid of that. But it's amazing seeing her get into a game for the first time, playing, you know, playing a game with her, and like just you know, seeing a sort of decorate house and helping her out and sending her multiple millions of bells uh, to help you know, upgrade her house. But it, for me personally, it's amazing to see that, and and you know, so uh, it's really special for that alone. Let alone what it represents in terms of like a game this year. So. Yeah, but, but I'm definitely disappointed about it in so many other ways. But. <laughs> yeah, it's a pile of shit. Time to vote. Um, Sean, Cloudpunk or Animal Crossing? I mean, it's got to be Animal Crossing after all. We can't. Can't be like, oh, actually, actually, I think Cloudpunk did <laughs> all that. Actually, Cloudpunk did all so... that as well. Actually, and better. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. that was the game in many ways. I feel bad. I feel bad for Cloudpunk. It's but yeah, it's go. not a. Uh, yeah. Any other year, I probably would have voted for it. Over Animal Crossing. It made me so mad, but uh, I'm voting for Animal Crossing. Um, yeah, Animal Crossing. James? Uh, of course, Animal Crossing. Matt? Animal Crossing. Cloudpunk's out. Let's see what's next. John Denton has just texted me. Oh, yeah. Can you please let... James, know that Everton beat yeah, no, Chelsea 1-0. Wa- I've been following the whole thing. This is just ridiculous. Did you hear that? He said he's been watching it. No, I'm not watching it. I'm, he's <laughs> commentary and it's live been commentary. It. I'm viewing the live commentary as it goes on. I'm viewing live commentary. No wonder yeah. you went, what, earlier? <laughs> I'm desperate to watch an AJ fight tonight and I fucking can't. Just just live commentary, in it. Just view it. It's fine. No, I'm concentrating on the show, James. Don't try and get the boss to... It's like turning around to the boss and saying, just no, no, this is how you get out of work, mate. <laughs> you know what, boss? Okay. The boss. The I'm bounce. fucking your boss. Of course I'm your boss. You know Matt's boss? your boss. Sean's your boss. <laughs> <laughs> in, the, in the ladder, James, you're pretty low. <laughs> right, Astro. Astro. Astro's Playroom, James. Oh, great. Brilliant. Okay, so... What? You nominated this. This is one of your Game of the Years. I did nominate this, and it's this games is very of the difficult. Year. This is one of your Games of the Year, <laughs> not Game of the Years. <laughs> Sorry. I know, but again, I didn't think that it'd be this late in the evening that I'd have to be explaining why this game is good, because it is a good it's game. It's funny, isn't it, Sean? It's, it's funny. It's 10 o'clock. It's, it's like this has not happened before. <laughs> this happened last time. Yep. This happens, James. Like, sometimes your games come out a little bit later. They're all later. It's annoying. Anyway, okay. this is a very good game because... Okay. I, should oh, hope so. I don't know how to explain this. I mean, basically, okay, Astrobot games have been used for a long time as being like sort of tech demos. So we saw this for like PSVR. Then also they've used this again for uh, PlayStation 5. And it's it a really a long good time, in- yeah. <laughs> Sorry, go on. <laughs> Has it been <laughs> before these three was, years? No, 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 because there was also there's also the playroom stuff, wasn't there, for the camera? Oh, the that's true. Yeah, 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 yeah. That yeah. doesn't really count, does it? <laughs> does it not? I see. I never played those. Were they good? No. <laughs> okay. No. 
But Astro I mean, Bot was great. Harry loved it, but yeah. This yeah. Is, I mean, okay. Astro Bot was great on PlayStation VR. And this does an incredible job of Game obviously of explaining, you know, what the, you know, what the DualSense does and why it's important and why it is something which hopefully will be used by developers in the future to demonstrate why the PlayStation 5 is a great console. However, this is also great because the game in general is great because it follows, you know, all the it's basically a massive celebration of PlayStation and it's wonderful. I don't know what to say. I really don't know what to say because it's great. I've I've don't know what's going on. What's going on? It's fine. Yeah, I, could you t- <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Just say it's great again. <laughs> I mean, Matt, do you want to take over? Because fucking yes, hell, please. <laughs> yeah. So, Astrobot uh, Rescue Mission on PlayStation VR. Tons of great ideas. And we all loved it. There's like, oh, it's, if it was, would it be that special if it wasn't VR? I, I thought Why yes. Why have you but got this... fucked again, James? Why is this happening? I don't know. It. This was not my intention, honestly. It's just it's happened more quickly Bullock, than I was expecting. She went out and bought a bottle of whiskey. Yeah, I know, How but I didn't think it would intention. happen this quickly. It's this is the problem. I thought it was going to be by like the next round or whatever. <laughs> right, I, I, I don't know a lot. I don't know a lot about alcohol in general, especially not whiskey. Isn't whiskey the one that you have just a little bit in a glass <laughs> and take quite a while <laughs> over it? Not a fucking. Yeah, you have a, you have a, a twenty five to fifty mil shot. How many milliliters is your bottle, James? Three hundred and fifty. And you've you've how much have you got left? Uh, about a third. <laughs> There's not a third. There was a third when you took took a photo of it. Yeah, earlier. I reckon. Yeah, it's it's all right. It's all right. Yeah. Oh, it's all right. Oh, it's Sean, don't worry. Right. Don't worry, Sean. It's all right. Okay, it's all right. Go on, Matt. He says it's all right. Yes. So, so this game doesn't have the VR that we loved in the PlayStation VR version but this just shows all the same levels of creativity and amazing little touches that we loved in that previous game that's what but I was going to say we've got it Go on. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like sort of shit I'd write yeah um, all, all the same creative ideas but now we're seeing it on PlayStation 5 and with the addition of the new DualSense controller and utilising the things in that, so the haptic feedback to show you or to make you feel what different surfaces feel like, whether you're on ice and you're sliding, whether you're on sand, whether you're running through grass, landing on metal, those sorts of things really add to it. But as James said, it's a massive love letter to PlayStation. Now, as I also mentioned on the pod you know, previously, I wasn't, I didn't really like the PlayStation 1, got Saturn instead, never really liked uh, Sony, but you can't help but play this and not kind of fall in love with Sony, seeing all the cool peripherals and all the stuff they've done over the years and it's not just when you go into the hub world and you look at these uh, 3d models of these uh, say like the eye toy camera or the controllers or the aim controller that you've collected in the game and you get to see them up close in the uh, hub world and you can jump on the on the eject button and the thing pops up or you can go over to like the, the ps1 screen that you can get and you can like hit the power button and that starts and and hearing all the startup sounds and all that stuff is just an absolute joy to behold really and then within the levels themselves there's also tons of little astrobots everywhere and they're all all of them are reacting famous games from sony's history so last of us is there and ico and ridge racer there's Heavy basically rain. tons i mean i yeah. I don't know how many are on table, but there are loads around every corner. And you're like, oh, what are these guys doing? Oh, it's that. that that's really cool. And there are loads, there obviously are loads that I didn't get. And there are some that even like hardcore PlayStation fans may not get. But there's just so many cool little touches. And then, of course, you've just got the great platforming, which is a joy. Loads of nice little touches. I think, like I said in the main show, Astro Bot's Rescue Mission was amazing on PSVR. 
but it was basically kind of you know it, it was a VR thing. So obviously it's great. There's a niche there. This is I would argue still a bit of a niche because it ultimately is just the the demo to show you the power and the capabilities of a controller uh, that came free with the new PlayStation. I desperately, really, fingers crossed, hope that they get whether it's budget or time or whatever needs the the ability to make a what I would call full size in inverted commas Mario style Astrobot game because they've had they've had they've had Sackboy they've had other people that you could associate with a PlayStation brand but it only took like five minutes of rescue mission for you to say I bloody love Astrobot and then you play this and oh, it's just such a great little character this should be Sony's mascot I want a full size proper 3D Mario version of this because it's an absolute joy and there's so many people that I oh, didn't have PlayStation VR haven't got PS5 yet and I haven't been able to really play these games and, and these are up there with like Nintendo quality and you might hear that and laughing and well, you know, whatever like but there's so much so many clever moments like what the best Nintendo games do the music is up there it's absolutely it's absolutely amazing there's you hear of the whole premises games that you're going around the different parts of the PlayStation 5 actually and you're on like an SSD section and even just a song about the SSD is really catchy and there's like lyrics on the wall and stuff it's just it's just an absolute joy from start to finish. You can't help but have a smile on your face. Um, it, it's the first game I've ever platinumed because I had to go and see all the things it did. And and then away from the uh, sort of single player sort of campaign, as it were, which doesn't take long to finish, like five, six hours or whatever. It's about the Then yeah. there's also um, this... I, what, what, what are the speedrun bits called, James? The, well, the challenges. Yeah, you can, you can do yeah, challenges. Yeah, so there's challenges and basically there's eight specific levels, basically point to point, and you've got to basically use all the moves you've got as Astrobot to get from start to finish and get a great time. Uh, there's like rewards for doing that and there's also reward for getting like a good time overall. And... Those have been great fun to play, great fun to see other people battling online. I've seen like Dan Riker and Jeff Grubb like having a bit of a battle to and fro to, to and fro to see who can get the best times. That that's been great, uh, great to play. And yeah, it's just a considering it's like free with a console, it's just just an absolute joy. See, yeah, and, you can't help. And this is the thing because it, it's like as Matt has just said, it's it's similar to Mario sixty four in the sense of like you know Mario sixty four was kind. It always felt like it was kind of designed to demonstrate why the you know the controller was so good and why the console was so good. This is the same way. Like it, it works in the same way. It's just it's a shame that it's qu- it's so short. Like if it was longer, this would be even higher up my game of the year list because it's yeah it's very very good at, at um, demonstrating why the controller is such a, a sort of a big leap forward. Yeah, I mean I I, I don't necessarily think of as long to be better. I mean. I guess longer equals more of it, and I'll be happier. But I, I, it's also good that it's just it's just a short, contained experience that I saw the end and wanted to play more and got the platinum. And but yeah, I just I would love a full fledged Astrobot game. However, it's clear they've got the skills. It's clear they know what it may, what it means to make a great platform with loads of cool little touches. I wonder what it'd be like if they were making one that didn't one you know in the first instance rely on VR, and in this instance didn't rely on extolling playstation's history it'll be interesting to see what that could be but it's very clear they know how to make a great platformer with great music and all the great hallmarks that we see in the great in the great nintendo games so yeah what what a game and yeah, i, can I can't wait that. i really yeah. hope i get to do more okay let's see what it's up against Th- thanks uh, matt that was good and <laughs> up against full guys ultimate knockout my game um, so Fall Guys is a game that I sort of I heard the concept and I really liked it so I was sort of keeping my eyes on it um, 
It's a battle royale style game. There's I, I, when I was playing it, it was sixty players. I assume it's still the same. Um, where you all, it's sort of it's a knockout is the way to describe it, or to Kesha's Castle. These mini games where you're all trying to get from one place to the other, or complete a game. Um, and you get through to the next round and you keep going until you get to the final. And then if you win, you get a crown, you know, very much like, you know, six, 60 players, it gets whittled down to one. Um, but this does it in a slightly different way. It does it, 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 it doesn't work in the same way as say Apex Legend does, PUBG does, Fortnite, or, um, or even Tetris 99, where, it's very skill based and you feel at times that there's no way you're going to be able to win this is what's the point instead it pitches things just right where you feel like you're controlling the characters in this game you feel like you're um participating in each mini game to the best of your ability and that you're helping out especially with the team games you feel like you're doing your best um but it has enough randomness and um, you know, the controls are a little bit clumsy, which I believe is completely integral to what makes this game so good. Um, because whenever you launch a game, you think, I could do this. I could make my way to the end. I could get that crown. Whereas, you know, sometimes you play PUBG, you play Fortnite, you play whatever, and you just think, I'm going to get shot at some point. Like, I, I haven't got the skill to make that kill. Um, it, I've not got the talent that's going to see me to the end of this. Uh, with Fall Guys, you've always got that chance. There's always that random element there, be it a swinging hammer that accidentally knocks you off a platform, um, falling on the right team uh, and your teammates working together in the right way, um, uh, or just actually getting lucky making a jump, whereas maybe you wouldn't. And, you know, some of the game, games are based on luck, so that that takes some of the skill element down as well. Um, but my word, I, I mean, addictive, fun, but more importantly, we're talking game of the year. This game just absolutely blew up like we haven't seen a game blow up like this since fortnite right mm. yeah, yeah i mean among us is up there as well among us yeah, is I definitely, mean, it's, up it's there definitely as well. for the big blowing yeah exploding games it's yeah this it's but, among us but it's this up, game it's, it's up, yeah whether you say you know it hasn't got the legs it hasn't got the longevity or whatever and you know there's an argument to be made in that that's fine but for those two months this was huge this was all over the internet. Their their Twitter account went from, you know, a couple of thousand to 1.5 million in next to no time. It, everyone was playing it. It was such a huge game. And my word, is it fun to play? I mean, I, I'm not a streamer. I don't like streaming. I'm not. It's not that I don't like streaming. It's that I don't, I don't, I don't, you know, I don't rate myself as a streamer. But when I was streaming this game, it was just... So much fun because it was as fun to watch someone play as it was to play yourself because you pick your yeah, character definitely. that you want to see. I mean, there will be times where I was out, but I would pick a character and root for him. You know, it, that sort of stuff. It, there's enough shithousery in there. You can grab hold of characters and ruin their their, their game. And But again, because of the lack of precise controls, because of the lack of the refined platforming, that's never like, definitely going to happen if it was if it was as precise as a mario game 
you'd, you'd never win. You'd never be part of this, and it would lose some of its appeal. But the fact that they've gone down this route of just making it a bit clumsy is genius, and it works. Like, it's... It feels like anyone can play. I mean, Harry was getting through to finals and stuff. He didn't quite win it. He didn't have the skill to win it, but but he was getting through to finals. And that's great, right? Yeah. That's yeah. great. That's part of its success. You know, a game where everyone feels they've got a chance. They can get that feeling that you get when you win a Battle Royale game. We all know that feeling, the sweaty palms, the intense focus, and then the ecstasy when you win is just you jump up you punch the air and whatever this makes it obtainable this makes it fun and um i i think this is absolutely incredible for guys it 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 really it it surprised me how well uh it did everything i'm i mean because the difference between this and like a you know, another battle royale is that you think, oh, guys, you know, there's lots of hundred people. That's scary. You got to do this. Where's this? You think, oh, I could do that. It looks, it looks obtainable, it, and and that's what's so good about it. There is like a low barrier to entry. I wouldn't say a higher skill ceiling because so much of it is is luck. But you've got to know how the games work. You've got to know them yeah, to really do well. Of course, but, yeah, skill like, can get there you. There is a low barrier to entry, and that's also good. Everyone feels you, like yeah. I can never go at this. I could do this. But running through the doors, running through the doors, some are blocked and some aren't. Like, you know, when you jump, when you're in front of everyone else and you jump at a door and it explodes and you go through, in those moments, you're like, yes, come on. You know, it's just, what a wonderful game. What a great game. I I mean, I loved it and I I can't wait to play it again. I mean, I'm not playing it at the moment because I haven't got anything to play it on. (laughs) I'm really surprised this isn't out on Switch and uh, Xbox already. Deals must have been made. There must mm. be an exclusivity deal that's that that I'm surprised lasted as long as it did. Okay. But whatever Sony did, they did the right thing. I mean they did the right thing for them. Yeah. I think they did the wrong thing for the game because the, the you know the conversation has died down. Yeah. Um and I feel that had it released maybe a month after it was on PlayStation, then that would have just ramped things up even further. Um but it didn't. And, you know, I don't know what the future is for that game. I know Season 3 is out this week, um, and it's still I mean, not on it, the It still doesn't have a big well. bump. Like, loads of people yeah, are still playing I think it. it is, it's yeah. just, you know. Yeah. And well, I, I a loved, big bump when it comes out on the rest as well. I loved every game that I played on it. Every game that I had of that, I absolutely adored. And tying all the microtransactions into um, how many crowns you earn as well was a genius move, because that that then made you want to win even more than you normally would do because it gave you a reason for winning. I've won, I've won a crown, which means that I can now buy this really cool outfit that I like. Uh, uh, yeah, man, what what a game. Um, so let's get to voting. Uh, James? Uh, I'm voting for Astrobot. Matt? I'm going to go Astrobot. I'm going Fall Guys. Sure. Uh, I think it's got to be Astrobot, mate. I really enjoyed Fall Guys. I'm not shitting on it. Um, I think, you know, yeah, the conversations we had about whether or not it's got legs, I think it absolutely does. Like, they've been so, you know, they have been really consistent with adding new stuff. Um, They had surprisingly consistent, actually, because I I was worried that it was a small team or whatever, Mm. and you can't plan for this sort of popularity. absolutely not. You just can't. And then within a week, they were like, here's a load of new game modes. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) One month later, season two, or, you know, whatever. 
Brooklyn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's crazy. Um, so yeah, like fair play to him. What a, what a, a great success. And again, it was just another thing to bring people together a bit. Um, and just the, you know, the, the yeah, sheer absolutely. amount of people, as you say, the, the ease with which you can get into it, you can play with your mates, whatever. Obviously, there's the, the, the you know the weirdness of like, well, if one person gets knocked out, do you all quit or you know, whatever. Um, but it was yeah, good bit of fun. And the you know, like you were saying, Dave, about but why the- Astro bought over play full guys? Then you haven't explained that because it's the oh, sheer joy of that not game. Got there? It's- yeah, just give me a minute. Hmm. Um, <laughs> just trying, just trying to be even handed. The sheer joy of what game? Astrobot. James? He hasn't played it. I haven't played Astrobot. Anyway, just let me finish. Um, (laughs) (laughs) And like you were saying, Dave, about the the controls being imprecise. Um, Like, there there are games that try to do that and I think don't succeed. Like, you know, we played a bit of totally reliable delivery service. And yeah, and you realise that that sort of like, ha ha, the characters are a bit wobbly and a bit, you know, they fall over a lot. Only goes so far. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. But I found the same with. I know I'm. I'm not. Uh, I you know people would disagree with me, but I found the same with. Um, what was that wrestling game that everyone loved? Oh, um, uh, oh my god, it's called Gang Beasts. Gang Beasts. Gang yeah, Beasts. Yeah, 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 yeah. I felt the same with that. Yeah. I was just like, this isn't enough control for you see, this. I think Gang Beasts is, the, is very much the the cause of a lot of this as well. Like okay, there, there were games yeah, that did sure. it before it but gang beast it you know ended up being such a breakout hit i think it's responsible for a lot of it but yeah but point is i think fall guys nails it i think there's enough control there but it's also silly enough that you, you don't get too annoyed when things don't go your way because you're just like yes yeah, that's, that's it that's the fucking game isn't it yeah, that's part of it, isn't um, it? that said like it it was so cool and fascinating seeing everyone talking about astro's um playroom when it came out because obviously we all thought it was just going to be a bit of a tech demo. Um, and it obviously it is that. Um, but just, yeah, yeah, just seeing so many people coming out and being like, no, this is like a really fucking good launch game in its own right. Um, oh, come on. What? No, it's true. Really? It, no, absolutely it's true because this is... I it's mean, three I, hours long. I know, but exactly. That's three hours more than anything that came out on Xbox to, <laughs> to, to demonstrate why you should buy this console. And that is exactly what this does, and that's why it's such a good game. It's so good at explaining why it's good. Because of a few gimmicks with a controller. It's not gimmicks, Dave, and you've not played it, so you have no idea. It's It's so good. I can't, no, I, I'm just a little bit disappointed that one of the biggest games of the year is getting knocked out by a tech demo. <laughs> it's I more mean, than that. I mean, it's more than a tech like demo. Um, right, a, a, slightly, a slightly more than tech de- demo then. I'll give you that, Jane. So hang on, where's the, where's the, where's the voting? So Matt and James, you're both Astro and... Yeah, I'm four guys. And you're four guys. Uh, that is mental. That is mental. <laughs> it's so, it's so, okay, so Dave, it's so crazy that you were not... Okay, you're so in love with this game that you didn't care about getting rid of your PS4 so you could still play it. <laughs> I, no, I had to get rid of my PS4 so I could fund my Series X. That's not true. Come on. What do you mean, that's not true? I'm a, oh, oh, I don't want to get into how this. How do you know my, Are you going to ask me how much I earn? No, no, no. Don't be, come on, don't be stupid. Well, back, but that's what you were going to do, would it? Yeah, <laughs> I went to a backstage. If, if you loved it so much, if you thought it was so good, you'd have hung on to it just to play that. No, that's bollocks. Bollocks. You can't say that. I know that I'm going to play it when it comes out again on Xbox. I loved it. 
But no, fine. If we want, if we as a team want the tech demo, <laughs> more than a tech full demo, full of gimmicks to go it's through. More, it's not tech. This, you know, tech demo is part of it. Don't get me wrong, that. Dave. What, Don't how, get me what, wrong. What is it more than? But wait, hold on. What, 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 what's more than that? Like, what's more than that? It's three hours long, and it shows you how good the rumble is. Go it on. is way well, more no, than three hours it's, long. That's it's ridiculous. It's six hours long, and it's a great well, platformer. Well, actually, I've looked at how long to beat, and it says three hours. Yeah, that's if you don't yeah, try and get it? everything and all that. It's ridiculous. I mean, yeah, that's no, about completion as long as... is five hours. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's, not, it's not about how long it is. It's, it's about like how much I've just punched you... him yeah. in the stomach, Then <laughs> Absurd. I mean, to be clear, to be clear Dave, if, it, if Astro was up against something I really liked, I'd be calling it a tech demo too. <laughs> but I, I, do you know why, Sean? Yeah. Because it's a tech demo. <laughs> But that's fine. That's fine. Yeah. That's the way the voting's gone. Let's push out the big one of the biggest mm-hmm. games of the year for a tech demo. If that's what we're doing, if that's what we want as yeah, the official sounds, TCGS, sounds right to me. Okay, fine. Astro Bots is in the next Imagine round. Imagine if I played it next week. I'm like, it's fucking shit. <laughs> fucking wank. <laughs> yeah. I fucking hate Astro. He's a little prick. Ooh, this, the the triggers vibrate. Get over it. I hate Sony. I hate the PlayStation. I don't want to remember the PlayStation's history. It's shite. I'm joking. It's probably and the then, best and then, it's and then, uh, Oh, my God. Fucking hell. A game that's going to... Uh, that is... Look, I've got no doubt that Astro Playroom is brilliant <laughs> because I played I played um, Rescue Mission and that was brilliant. Yeah. But to knock out one of the biggest games of the year, come on. I mean, have you ever had that feeling where you've bought something really expensive and you're trying to justify it? <laughs> right, should we see what the next round is? Well, we know the two I games, mean, to be fair, which one comes out getting, first. You know, getting unceremoniously like knocked out in the first round is a very Fall Guys move. So <laughs> That is true. That is but true. It's been yeah, knocked out by a very good game, so it's fine. Don't, I, very don't, good don't push demo, it, James. Yeah. It's all right. <laughs> I, I remember playing that for f- three to five hours. Um, Paradise Killer, Sean. Yeah. Why is that on the list? That's on the list because it's one of the best games released in 2020. It's a game where you're a detective on an island which has been created by a load of weirdos who are trying to resurrect gods who are actually aliens and they do it by creating these islands in weird little pockets of reality separate from Earth, and then they abduct people, and then they make like basically force them to worship the gods 24-7, uh, and then eventually it goes wrong every time and demons invade, and then they have to slaughter all the people to create enough psychic energy to create a new island. Standard stuff, really. Um, I've heard that story. I mean, you know, it's, every uh, game, it's a bit... Isn't it? bit uh, you know, a bit roped by now, but um, yeah. And basically you are brought in. So you were part of this, this syndicate, right? Who is it sort of, you know, responsible for running this whole sordid operation. Um, but you're exiled on Island 13 and you're now um, basically Island 24 was dying. And on the eve of, um, you know, all the civilians being slaughtered and the birthing of Island 25, um, the council, who sit above the syndicate, don't worry about this too much. It's, it <laughs> takes a long time playing the game to really get your head around it. But basically, the council were all murdered. And 
you as the inve- like, you know you were the sort of resident uh, investigator of the uh, the syndicate uh, before your exile you are brought back to investigate this crime and so you you're basically wandering around this sort of mostly empty because mo- everyone's either been slaughtered or they've or you know a lot of people have already moved over to the next island wander around this sort of mostly empty sort of center parks esque um but like oh, yeah. you know but with more sort a lot, of a lot of people walking around with the uh with their jumpers like off but the around the, arms around over the their shoulders yeah yeah yeah, yeah they love it <laughs> um yeah sort of center parks if there were more um giant crystal effigies of gods uh kicking around is the, is the economy fucked well, we mean center park that is actually quite <laughs> like center park <laughs> yeah that is, what's that? Um, <laughs> it's, the, it's the economy fucked you guys are shopping everything's three times more expensive <laughs> and it's yeah. What makes it fascinating is so yeah. You're conducting this investigation, and you start off with a couple of leads. Um, you're given one suspect who, I mean, anyone with half a brain will immediately figure out is completely being scapegoated for the whole thing. Um, but it's hundred percent free form. You can go anywhere you want, talk to anyone you want, and uncover things in pretty much any order. Obviously, there is a bit of a structure to it. There are key pieces of evidence that then, you know, sort of unlock further lines of inquiry. But it's bizarre how open this is and how well it works despite that. Because you would think that's a complete recipe for disaster, right? It's like, well, what's to stop you just going in, like, the wrong way and and finding things in such a way that makes no sense and... and you know, and it would just end up being really confusing and the pacing would just go to shit. And yet somehow it completely avoids that, even though, like I was saying on the show last week, there is a character in the game who basically exists to point you at the next thing if you are uh, perhaps struggling or you're a bit lost. I, I only found her right at the end of the game. So not only was <laughs> really? had I missed something quite crucial and it didn't really matter, I missed the character who was supposed to help you out if you were a bit stuck. Um, <laughs> so and it was fine. You do that a lot, Sean. Yeah. Uh, um, <laughs> and, and yeah, and it was fine, and it, it and it worked out. It was all right. Um, it's you know it, it's difficult to get into at first because with it being so freeform and with the setting being so strange. Um, it's a lot to get your head around initially. Like the characters are all like complete freaks. They're all people who've like you know they're humans, but they've lived for centuries. There's one guy who was killed um, by a you know he was an assassin and he was killed by another assassin. And then as he was being killed by her, he realized he was so in love with her that actually his love for her kept him alive. But the love turned his skeleton red. And his skin melted away, and now he's just a red skeleton who's, you know, married to this uh, other assassin forever. <laughs> and they're all like that. They've all just got weird backstories. Um, but it's again, it's it's this bizarre setting. But by the end of the game, you get it, and all this stuff that just sounds like a fucking fever dream actually has some structure to it, and it kind of makes sense. And <laughs> And on top of the game being completely freeform, you like you can call the final trial whenever you want, like at any point. And you, if you if you're confident that you've got enough evidence and a, a version of events in your head, you can go to trial and you can present it. Obviously, it's it's a weird system because who would do that before 
like really exhausting everything right and every 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 option um but it's cool knowing that the option is there and and like getting through to the very end and thinking like actually i could have just gone back and gone well you know the guy who's being scapegoated you could just be like yeah it's it's him fuck it what (laughs) and it's yeah it's just fascinating and even you know despite this like there is a version of events that is as far as I can tell, there's a version of events that is pretty much definitely happened. You can prove everything from start to finish, but it's still like it, it has this this whole thing about you know the difference between fact and truth, right? It's like you the facts are the things you piece together, but then the truth is the thing you you make out of those pieces. And mm. and initially, I was like, oh, so does this mean like? It's not definitely anyone. It's just, oh, well, what do you think? You know, is it just going to be like, oh, well, I guess there's enough evidence to pin it on this one person or maybe someone else, but who do I not like? But it, it's it's better than that. Like, you know who's guilty by the very... If you uncover every piece of evidence, have every conversation, you know exactly who's done what. But it's it, that, but it's sort of, it's up to you to get into the weeds of like yeah but who do i think should actually get done for it well it's also okay. because so even, that ev- the evidence mm. that you that you gather for that mm. you are defining your own sort of truth and your own justice from that as well yeah. because you can view it from different angles yes. as well which is and that's the other reason why i thought this was absolutely fascinating as a game because mm. it's not the fact that it's sort of defining what truth is, you decide that, you know, based on what how you feel about the conversation you have and the evidence you discover. Yeah. It's, yeah. And it, yeah, and it's people might have done things that technically you should get them done for, but you might sort of understand their reasoning for doing it um, and maybe cut them some slack. I didn't and then felt really bad when I talked to James afterwards and it turned out he'd been a little bit more lenient. <laughs> I was I, I was very shocked by your I was, conclusions. Yeah, I was such a fucking <laughs> cop playing this. I yeah, um, uh, yeah. I, it took a while to get into, uh, but I'm really glad I did, and I'm really glad everyone sort of kept talking about it because it, it's been, um, you know, I think it's been a slow burn for a lot of people. So I, I felt like the conversation about it on Twitter has sort of endured um quite a bit this year and and that sort of convinced me to really you know get back to it and get it done and i'm so happy i did it's like the, the as i say the, the setting is just fascinating the center parks thing right the reason i i always sort of come to that when i'm <laughs> describing it is because you know like center parks it's like oh it's this like you know this beautiful idyllic place it's like an escape from the world and then as you wandering like wandering around it you're like oh there's the back of a restaurant and there's the bins and there's the like you can't escape that sort of like the infrastructure around it that reminds you that it's it's real. It's got that like yeah, I say you know there's all these like grand like temples and all these beautiful buildings and stuff and all these like you, you know, say these huge crystal things, there's pyramids off in the distance, and then you're like oh and there's like a um you know a generator or a like a fuse box with a little warning. Like it's all this, this weirdly sort of believable little touches that you're like, oh I yeah, get, this I is- get that. I get that in um, like Cheserton and uh, Paul Park or whatever. You're like, da, 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 da. that's Jurassic Park, but, but it's same thing. Same thing. It's just that dustbin or like a little, like, little box with a big giant fucking lightning thing on it. And it's just, it's but just true because in the beginning with this, I just it- imagine how American listeners go. 
was centre parts. <laughs> then googling it and just seeing that that picture that we're all picturing yep. now of three people on a bike in a forest. <laughs> That's what we're the dome we're just picturing. in the background. The dome yeah. in the background. So yeah. James did it in the beginning, and we let it slide. Go on, James. No, it's true oh, because what? when you begin like playing this game, it does feel like kind of overwhelming in yeah. the sense of like how much there is to explore, how many people there are to talk to, and like all the plots and sort of story strands that there are. But then it's when you begin to realise that you're kind of defining your own reality with it. That's yeah. when it becomes really cool. Like Fuck when you realise that. Hell, he sobered up quick, didn't he, the boy? <laughs> Fair play. He had a coffee, and it's it's just Absolutely like not. like I literally one. I mean, and this makes it sound like it, it's really sort of random and, and scattershot. This was just like a total fluke, really. Um, I, I Like, I fucked up a, a jump. Like, it's first person, but you're running and jumping around. There's a bit of platforming. Um, like, you unlock, like, a double jump and a dash and stuff. Um, and I fucked up a jump, and I, like, fell off a cliff, basically. Uh, but there's no fall damage. Um, and literally landed in front of a clue that just totally implicated someone else who I thought was totally chill. And I, was, and I was just like, fuck, how the fuck? Oh my God, this is a whole new line of inquiry and a whole new train of thought I need to go down. And it's <laughs> just because you it fell, fell off, a, off a fucking cliff and just happened to land, basically, like literally land on a fucking clue and a beach. Um, uh, yeah, absolutely brilliant experience. And uh, soundtrack of the year, don't, like, fuck it. I love Hades, but Jesus Christ, um, it's just like, yeah absolutely incredible it's basically yeah, been it on excellent like every car journey i've been on since the soundtrack appeared on spotify it's it's been on um it's fucking brilliant cool right, getting into machine gun kelly okay so great album. um <laughs> it's up yeah, against i uh oh, no, I, up up to up to now i'd never seen gameplay of this i'd obviously seen everyone raving about it I saw that and I was assumed it is like a Phoenix Wright style thing. I didn't realize it was like full 3D first person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's yeah. just go around and explore the whole thing. I, I'm, I, I've obviously heard everyone talk so fondly about this game, about the gameplay, the soundtrack, God knows what else. Yeah, this looks brilliant. And so, James, how much of a Phoenix Wright itch did this scratch, or is it not really that at all? Uh, it's not really that at all. It's really, really not the same. I would say it's it's more of a. I mean, there's much more exploration to be done than you get in a Phoenix Knight. Like in Phoenix Wright games, things are much more sort of um, sort of prescribed, whereas this feels much more freeform. Plus, like with Phoenix Wright, the the investigation. I mean, I don't really like the investigation bits in Phoenix Wright, but this is like ninety five percent investigation, and then the trials at the end. But the trials very much like if you've just got all the evidence, there's no sort of back and forth, is there, James? It's like if you've gotten banged to rights. Yeah, they can't really do shit about it. Where like, but that's because you've spent hours putting the case together beforehand. But equally, like, and what what I really liked was that right off the bat, um, the judge who who brings you, um, back into service, voiced by Alicia Judge, nice touch. Um, yeah, she's just like, if you've just got a ton of evidence and you don't really know what happened, let's just start the trial. We'll figure it out together. <laughs> Which I thought was cool because I think it will be like quite bewildering to a lot of people. Um, mm. so yeah, I thought that was a, just a nice uh, point for the game to make. And given this is like a, do you see any sort of correlation from this and Outer Wilds? Yes, like, it feels like it's another non-linear. Yeah, um, exp- yeah, because find things in any order. Yeah, because we mentioned this on the show, didn't we? In that, yeah, the Outer Wilds is. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So obviously, Paradise Killer, you just you've got as much time as you want and you just wander around forever picking up clues and piecing them together whereas the Outer Wilds obviously relied on this sort of clockwork 
you know this this sort of 20 odd minute um recurring schedule but yeah that that thing of like you can just find one piece of evidence there's there is a computer that pieces everything together for you a bit oh Um, this sounds amazing yeah it's 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 a very similar vibe yeah like and okay i assume you both played on switch uh, i played on pc i think it's fine on switch though isn't it james yeah, there was. I mean, there's a couple of sort of bugs with it that I experienced, but not ones that would completely break the game. So oh. yeah, it's fine. Oh yeah, I, this sounds like perfect for Switch. This might be exciting for yeah, Christmas man. for me. Proper good. Anyway, sorry, Dave. Cool. We we're going to move on about. Stop against Superliminal. Ah, fuck. Um, ah. Um, ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I only played this last week um, because. Ooh. Well, I thought. David or James were going to nominate it. I now realise the reason they didn't is that obviously it did originally come out in 2019, but only on the Epic Store in November. So I don't feel like that counts. (laughs) No, I think you're right. I think you're right. Um, So yeah, so I I played this and then, yeah, so when neither of them seemed to be going for it, I I put it forward because I absolutely loved it. Um, Yeah, it's great, isn't it? Yeah, it's proper good. It's... You know, it is a puzzle game. the The feel of it is very much, um, you know, in the vein of like the Stanley Parable, um, or Portal, or you know, pick a successful sort of first person narrative puzzle game. Um, but it, it knows that, like, it's not pretending that and it, that that stuff is new. It you know, very very obvious nods to those games, like section. You know, mm. you're sort of ostensibly going through a testing facility. But there's bits where you sort of deviate off off the course, and it's just this like you know like shitty warehouses and stuff with all like developers' notes scribbled on the, the you know on whiteboards and stuff. Um, but it, it's just it's it's quite short. Um, but the the pacing of it is perfect. The sort of the cadence of the the puzzles and how they increase in complexity and and how frequently it, it tosses in new things. Because obviously you know this is one where everyone saw or heard about it, and it's like oh. It's the one where, you know, perception is reality. And so if you pick up you know, a tiny chess piece, um, but you're really close to it when you pick it up and then you move back and put it down, it's massive. <laughs> but that's just scratching the surface of what this game does and how clever it, like, I mean, how clever it is just with that one idea, but then all the other, um, you know, bizarre places it goes. Um, and I really love the fact that, like, the... <laughs> The message behind it is not complex, but it just tells you what it is at the end. Yeah, we said yeah. that. We said that. Yeah, and it sounds like, weird to say, doesn't it? Yeah, it's and like, like, I, I love things that, you know, uh, you know, I love it when games leave things up to your, your own interpretation. Um, but, I, but yeah, but, but you rarely see a game that's just like, here's what you got out of it, isn't it? And you go, yeah. <laughs> Yes, that's yeah, it. That's absolutely yeah. correct, and it's quite yeah, and quite it's emotional. done in such a nice yeah. way. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah. done in such a the way it presents that um, summary to yeah. you is just real empowering and inspiring and yeah. uplifting. Yeah. Beautifully done. It's, yeah. So yeah, I, yeah, I, I really, really loved it. I'm, I'm surprised it hasn't been talked about more. Um, I yeah maybe it was the staggered release that maybe um, yeah. I know James and I really enjoyed it because yeah. you know it also does that thing where it goes or oh, it looks like it's horror yeah and then oh no I'm scared now is something going to appear behind me and it just totally doesn't yeah like what a <laughs> lovely little surprise yeah yeah I love it's, the message of it it was it was great yeah yeah, yeah the message of it was fantastic. Mm. 
Um, okay, is that it? Yeah, I think so. I mean, it's one of those where, okay. you know, yeah, even describing a single thing you do after the first five minutes is kind of a spoiler, right? Yeah. It's the constant yeah. sense of, of discovery and like, oh, fuck, yeah, of course, I can do that. Like, <laughs> um, that, that makes it Shout so Shout out to the last 10 minutes as well where it completely changes oh, things God, yeah. and it just goes nuts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The last 10 minutes, I sat Harry down and showed him the last 10 minutes because it was so weird. Yeah. And so wonderful that I was like, this is going to blow his little <laughs> yeah. mind. And it did. And, and like as well, you know, I say, yeah, you start out in these sort of test facilities and warehouses, et cetera, et cetera. But some of the visual design, especially towards the end, like it's beautiful to look at. Some really wonderful stuff in there. Yeah. So yeah. Super okay, let's do the vote. All right. Let's do the vote. Um, well, Sean. Oh, I mean, they're both mine, aren't first. they? It's got to be Paradise Killer, unfortunately, for Superliminal, but yeah. Uh, I'm going Superliminal. Um, James? Paradise Killer. Uh, Matt? Paradise Killer. Nice. Okay. Superliminal's out. It's a shame. It is a Great shame. Great game. But, you know, um, yeah. it, it, it was sounded, I'm I, even listening really to you it. talk about it. Um. Uh, you could tell that that you were more impassioned about Paradise Killer, so yeah. you know it's the right one to go through. Right. And that's the end of the round of. 16, oh my god, is it? I think. Man alive. Yes, it might be time uh, for a little piss break. <laughs> I was going to say that didn't seem too bad, but it's quarter to eleven. <laughs> yeah, we will. Uh, we will see you in about two seconds. <laughs> <laughs> that how we should do it yeah uh let's go let's go for a piss yeah. break let's gather our thoughts yeah. we're we're into the quarterfinals people this is where things speed up let's go what is this picture you've just sent okay he's done the bottle he's done the bottle <laughs> it's all good <clears throat> done the bottle honey. i'm really drunk at the moment <laughs> <laughs> like, this is worse than last year honestly it's <laughs> really yeah really 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 it's terrible why did you do it again james what was going through your head i don't know you see this is what happens right <laughs> this is what happens every oh, time a little drink <laughs> you're not is... a drinker i know but this is what happens right i always think okay at the beginning i'm gonna drink a bit of this and then it's like you know how with stuff like with spirits it takes a while before it actually hits you and then i always forget no. that so then I drink like about a th- half of it and then it suddenly is like, whoa, then it hits you big time. <laughs> so then what know? happens to the other half? <laughs> well, then you're just like, well, I'm, I'm committed now, aren't I? So I might, as well, <laughs> I might as well just finish it off. It's the business end. This is it. The games have been discussed. It's time to get to the real stuff. <laughs> it's the quarterfinals. Now I'm scared. The first quarterfinals. Is Spider-Man Miles Morales versus Streets of Rage Four? Oh, for fuck's sake! Both James's games. <laughs> James's uh, James's games. James's games. Uh, James's James, which way are you voting? Uh, in this case, I'm probably going to vote for Streets of Rage Four. I think. Wow. Yeah, that's well, the one I, I got. I can, I can see that. It's the one I got more a sort of stronger emotional attachment to. I'd say. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Matt. Um, Miles Morales. Sean, uh, I mean, I'm fully on the fence. I'm gonna say Streets of Rage. Oh my god, that is fucking weird, Sean. <laughs> Why? Because Why? Have you because done that? I, you, I, literally, as you said that, yeah. my brain was doing that. 
<laughs> because I was thinking, yeah, James has like okay, fine, but also all of the bugs and stuff in Spider-Man. Yeah. But then oh, I don't know, like ob- yeah, Fuck. like obviously different scope entirely. But like Streets of Rage Four is perfect, whereas Miles Morales has had issues. <laughs> yeah, that's based on okay, but, okay, like, okay. I, yeah, I, apples to oranges, isn't it? I'm doing this for James. I'm going to go Streets of Rage 4. Yes. Streets of Rage 4 in the final. <clears throat> Miles Morales is out. What happened? Is this, that was cause, wasn't it? Uh, so, so it's in the semi-final, yeah? It's oh, it's yeah, in yeah. the semi-final, yeah. Bloody hell, got me worried. Um, <laughs> Hades versus Half-Life Alex. Matt. Half-Life Which Alex. Which way are you voting? Uh, I'm voting Hades. Um, Sean? Hades. James? This is really tough, actually. Um, see, I haven't played Half and I Have Alex, but I can appreciate what it's trying to achieve. And I really liked mm. Hades a lot, but. Oh, it's really difficult. It's really difficult. Okay, we'll take time, there's no rush. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it's, it's not great radio. <laughs> no, I know, I know, but it's it's it's, it's not on the radio, Sean. It's fine. <laughs> I mean, at this stage, probably I'm gonna have to go to Hades. I think because I haven't played half yeah, of Alex, mate. but I yes, probably mate. yes, mate. it's it's a very good no, game. It doesn't matter. Right it doesn't matter. It's not about what you've played. It's the better game. Mm. <laughs> I don't know about that. But hey, well, no, no. I mean, you, can, you can't say that because he hasn't played them, so you can't determine which is. Yeah, best. but I, mm. I've played them both, and uh, it's Hades. <laughs> <laughs> I hate it. I hate these is through. Half Life Alex is out. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, not, um, hey, uh, Half Life Alex is incredible. Obviously, I know. No, I'll, no, 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 no. I've just seen what the next matchup is. Oh no, go on. Was it? I didn't even know. <laughs> what? The Last of Us Two versus Animal Crossing: New Horizons. Oh, <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> 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 like this, this, no, this is exactly what I didn't want to happen. <laughs> <laughs> the two polar opposites of the game of, oh, of everything. No. <laughs> right. Are we going for Ellie ripping faces off, <laughs> stabbing, killing, murdering, blah 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 against Isabel telling you what she watched on the telly last night? <laughs> Turnips or torture? Turnips or torture? <laughs> Which one are we going for? This is so. Oh, this is horrible. I okay. mean, I mean, right. I, is I that a review of Last of Us Two? Or I can go first if you want. Go on, Sean. Animal Crossing. Matt. Last of Us Part Two. James. Oh, this is so horrible. <laughs> can, you, can you go next, Dave? Because I don't want to do it. James. Okay, I'll go next. Okay. No, I don't know if I can. <laughs> I love The Last of Us 2, but I believe everything I said when we were talking about Animal Crossing. Mm-hmm. It's weird. Last of Us 2 is the better game. <clears throat> Last of Us Definitely, 2 is the yeah. better game. 120%. Stunning. Animal Crossing had a, a, a direct impact on my life. Mm. What game represents the year more than Animal Crossing? For me, 
there's no game that represents the fuck, but it's shit. <laughs> it's not shit. It's just been. It's not shit. No, poor, obviously, but poorly like, supported. It. I think what annoys me about Animal Crossing Shore more than anything else is that it could have been so much better. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. What, what it meant to people, though, is you know. I know, I know. I mean, look, that's what's Dave, Dave, Can I? Can I just look? Look, I, I didn't want to have to do this, but I'm going to play this thing. Oh my god! Hello, I really enjoyed playing Animal Crossing. I think it's the best game on the Switch. It would make me very, 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 very happy if you made it the game of the year. Okay, James. <laughs> I met that child once when she was about five years ago. That did nothing for me. <laughs> what a move. Wow. What a trump card. Oh. Well, actually, actually I've got a recording here of Elodie. If I ever was to leave you. I've got a recording here of Elodie. I Last of Us 2 is brilliant. <laughs> I love the killing. See, there you go. <laughs> I don't know what way to go. I probably wasn't even one of James's kids. It's probably just like a, a child actor. And what's that website where you can pay people Fiverr. to just record? <laughs> yeah, Fiverr, yeah. <laughs> How dare you? I don't, I don't know what way to vote. I mean, yes. I love Crossing The Last of Us 2. It's a game that's, that's helped define 2020 and got us through a lot of stuff. I mean, and I, I don't, do not doubt that. But me personally, the quality of the experience, all the stuff The Last of Us 2 does... I think elevates it over Animal Crossing. Yeah, but, but yeah, the bit in the hospital, though. Yeah, but that's a minor part. That's a very, very minor it is part very of minor overall. Part, but we're getting an down to minor game. parts. I mean, I'm I'm voting Last of Us Two actually in this case. Oh fuck! Okay, off. well I'll, I'll vote Animal Crossing. Yeah, here we go. <laughs> here we go. Here we fucking go. But two, two. Um, James, just imagine. The, the James, the, James wait, hold on. James, just listen to his child. Asking for us to play it for game of the year, and he's voting against her. She she hasn't played The Last of Us two, so she doesn't know. Uh, that's yeah, the point. She, she would have been she like, actually, Dad. Animal Crossing's bullshit. <laughs> yeah, I love yeah, it. Um, Ellie's great, isn't she? Um, <sighs> okay, so. David, Sean, you're obviously going for Animal Crossing. And David, you yeah. said for most of the Animal Crossing is shit. Yes, yeah, so have I. But it's it's still yeah, the, the value of it in those first few months. <laughs> you can't... We're talking game of the year, not the best game of the year. Yeah. <laughs> that is the shittest line I've ever heard. Oh, God, that. <laughs> game of the year is always the best game of the year. I mean, we no, we didn't isn't. do we didn't do a spoiler cast for Animal Crossing, did we? We just spent most of the week slagging it off, like over the week. I wish we had. No, nah, come on, we spent months talking about it and slagging it off mostly. Yeah, the game later got us through a pandemic, though, man. Yeah, and I I do not doubt that. Plus, it's, it's not James. Game. There's no James. There's no fucking story in Animal Crossing. How would you do a spoiler cast about it? That doesn't make any <laughs> sense. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, guys, right, uh, no spoilers, but have you seen what happens when you pay off your loan? <laughs> Sa- same as the earlier games, Sean. Same as the earlier games. <laughs> you see what happens when you, when you, when you give, you know, when you get all, all of the fossils, very little, very little. Yeah, yeah not a lot. Very disappointing. I'm really, surpri- I'm really surprised at James more than anything. Oh, but, but, Turning but, heel. Yeah. James, but vote he for loved. hope, not fear. Come on. 
that's, no, that's it the whole as thing, well, isn't it? Isn't it? <laughs> the Last of Us Two is is hope. Like if you'd no, have, it's if, not. if you'd have played it, Sean, you'd know that. Look, I saw no, the trailer not. where the woman got her arm beaten with a hammer. <laughs> Fuck off, James. <laughs> James, The Last of Us Two is not about hope at all. Well, it is by the end. No, it isn't. Yeah, it is. No, it isn't, James. <laughs> it is. There's, there's a positive ending. <laughs> no, there isn't. <laughs> yes, there is. I mean, Matt's saying nothing. I think he agrees with Dave. <laughs> uh, well, okay. It, it's it's my game of the year, Last of Us 2, but I, I think... No, 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 no. He was saying, is it is it about hope? Is Would you say The Last of Us 2 is about hope? That's I... That's not the criterion for what is game of the year, Dave. No, but that's the question we're talking about at the moment. That you, this just proves that you'll say yeah, regardless. Is it about hope, Matt? No, the game's not about hope. It's about it's about blind, <laughs> there we go. a blind revenge James and a, a cycle shit. of violence. But killing bastards doesn't matter. It's a, no, it's, 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 it's no, it's about hope that you can overcome the cycle of violence, and you can. No, but, no it isn't. Fuck off, James. But you can overcome James. You can overcome the cycle by voting for Animal Crossing. <laughs> good, good chat, Sean. <laughs> well, that's not the argument here. Isn't about whether it's about hope or whatever. It's what which I know, is the but better I made game. it sound like that for a bit. Didn't I know, I? <laughs> I know, I know. I've said this before, but James literally just heard his daughter begging for us to cuss. <laughs> <through the game. laughs> yeah, it, it didn't go down very well, did it? So you know, it's uh, yeah. Do you know where I'm at? Go on. Um, I know The Last of Us 2 is a better game. Uh-huh. Like, I know it is. Yeah. And and it's brave um, in terms of narrative. I think everything it sets out to do, it does really well. Um, it's really, really hard to vote for it over a game that meant that much to me this year. See, the thing is, I the, believe the, the, that, the, but I know that you're just talking bullshit here because you want to get Animal Crossing through against Hades so that you know that Hades can win. That's what this is all about. Not necessarily. I, I, think, after, no I think after all the discussions we've had... I don't know if it is because I think, hmm. I think going into this... Let me be completely straight up honest with you, James. Like, honestly, I swear to God. Going into this, I didn't know what should win. Hades or The Last of Us, right? I was torn between the two because I think I think Hades is incredible. I feel so sorry for Streets of Rage Four right now, and <laughs> I um I I loved both games, like genuinely, really loved both games. I think I lean towards Hades because I think it's a better game to play, right? I think that's what edges it for Hades. However, both have great narratives. I think The Last of Us 2 edges it on that. So I'm kind of torn between two. However, when I was thinking about Animal Crossing today and thinking what represents the year and what is the game of that year, like, if I look right, okay, Ten years' time, I look at the games that won Game of the Year, right? I look through the games that we voted for, and you look at, like, Breath of the Wild, and you go, well, of course, like, that's a true classic. You look at uh, Trapmania and go, okay, right, 
it was our first one. Um, <laughs> I look at Astrobot and say, well, Matt's an idiot, so that, no, that well, sums that no. one up. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> Red Dead should have won that year. Straight up, Red Dead should have won that year. Now, if anything, like how good Astro's Playroom is just cements... Okay. You're trying to convince me to switch my vote, and, and, and by you defending that ridiculous decision, it's not helping. <laughs> um, but then when I look at Animal Crossing as our game of the year, I think, ah, oh, man, yeah, of course. Yeah, um, like, that it, fits. Yeah, it sits easier with me, definitely. See, I agree with all of that, but I don't trust you or Sean. That's the <laughs> thing with this. Do you know what makes me laugh? You're bringing my. Um, rep- not my reputation. You're bringing my um, trustworthiness. Trustworthiness. Oh, yeah, you're saying character. I'm not trustworthy. You don't trust me. You're bringing integrity in my integrity that's the one. into disrepute here. Yet you're the one that's been going around texting people saying, "Don't vote for that. Don't vote for that." You literally nasty Nick. I know, but I've not I've not denied that I'm doing. I've, this I've is done like that. nasty Nick turning around to Craig saying, "I don't I don't trust you." He's yeah, going, that, well, that you was... didn't show me any names, Nick. <laughs> Sad. Mel. I really do feel sorry for our American listeners on this podcast. <laughs> um, Don't trust you. That's Google it. Google nasty Nick confrontation is yeah, the best thing you've ever won. You live by the sword, you die by the sword. I believe you've been plotting a very dirty plan. Dirty plan. <laughs> didn't show me any names, Nick. Anyway. Um, uh, yeah, I mean... None of us are I'm denying. I'm surprised, James. You're not going to switch. Who? Is it like how do you genuinely feel? Like, what is your percentage here, James? Yeah, let's where t- you take the personalities out of this. Come on. No, because yeah, I know you're trying to me here. This is no, no, no. the noz. Fuck I'm off, up. James. I would say, I would say, I am sixty percent Animal Crossing, forty percent The Last of Us. Where are you sitting? I don't trust you, Dave. I'm sorry, I just don't. And I don't trust you, Sean, because you've already screwed me over once this evening. It's like... Because I'm not playing a game here because I... Going into into (laughs) this, going into this, (laughs) I thought... I thought Last of Us 2 was the only threat to Hades. But after the conversations we've had about Animal Crossing, I think they both are. I'm just... I'm much more comfortable with Animal Crossing being the threat the Last of Us Two because I think it's worthier. Um, just despite probably not being as good a computer game, um, but for all the reasons we've discussed, I yeah, I would be all right with it beating Hades if it came to that. And yes, the Animal Crossing was... has got us all through this year, and it's been great to bond with Elodie, particularly in my case. Over it, it's been wonderful, but. I think more about the the game, the experience, and yeah, I mean, I've I've always been one of those people that I want a more of like an emotional hit, and and Last of Us gives me that, whereas Animal Crossing didn't. I love Animal Crossing; it will be special, you know, forever for all the reasons we've listed. But for me personally, as someone who wants these sort of, you know, mm. gut punches and this and that, and having loved the first Last of Us so much and what this does and the characters and the story, it's just it's just yeah, stunning. So I. As much as I have loved and appreciated everything Animal Crossing's done and bring those people together and me and Eddie together and all sorts of amazing stuff, it, for me, it's, it's, it's 
the quality of the storytelling and the, the drama and the action and everything Last of Us 2 does. Okay. Okay, I'm going to switch. What? I'm going to switch. I'm going to put Last of Us 2 through. Oh, fuck's sake, Dave. Excellent. Um, because I think we've made the point... I think we've made the point about Animal Crossing. I think The Last of Us 2 is a better game. I think it would be a nice thought to have Animal Crossing as our game of the year. Um, but I think, ultimately, Last of Us 2 is a better game. So I'm going to go with that. Okay. And just to check, Sorry, James, sure. James, you're not changing your vote, no? <laughs> I'm not, no. Yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised at you, James. I mean, especially after that. After what? <laughs> after, after, after the, the emotional manipulation. She she doesn't listen to this. It's fine. <laughs> I've just said, yeah, but everyone else does, James, and everyone else <laughs> knows how you treat your children's feelings. Right. The final quarterfinal is Astro's Playroom versus Paradise Killer. That's Sean. Paradise Killer. Matt. Astro's Playroom. James. Paradise Killer. I've got to go Paradise Killer. Fuck yes. I just have. I don't think. Ha- I mean. I'm, it's tech I'm demo, isn't it? Well it's ex- fucking tech demo day. <laughs> I'm well excited to play um, uh, Astro's Playroom mm. next year. Well excited. And I'm gonna get a PS5. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm super pumped to get one. Um, but I can't have a f- three-hour tech demo <laughs> getting through. <laughs> I can't have that in the semis. Cool. Okay. I'll regret that next year. No doubt. Ah. Uh, Streets of Rage Four versus Hades. Ooh. I'm voting Hades. Sean. Yeah, Hades. This is the semi-final, by the way. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Hades. Right, I'm voting Hades. Sean. Sorry, yeah, Hades. James. Streets of Rage 4. Matt. Streets of Rage 4. Fuck off. You just don't want Hades to go up against Last of Us. It's the inevitable, Matt. It's going to happen. Just let it happen. <laughs> There's no way you actually think Streets of Rage 4 is better than Hades. I mean, James made a really compelling argument earlier, and did he? What has he made a compelling argument this whole show? <laughs> <Okay, laughs> yes, Switch your vote. Yeah, no, it's Hades. Sorry, James. <laughs> Good man. King Hill. <laughs> the Last of Us Two versus Paradise Killer. Is uh, I'm voting two, isn't the Last it? of Us Two. Uh, I'll vote. Par- um, I'll vote Paradise Killer. Matt. Last of Us 2. James. Although it kills me, I'm going to have to go for the Last of Us 2 here. Even though ah, are I you though? You don't, you don't have to. Brilliant. You don't have to. Do whatever you want. You're a free man. I do, because <laughs> as we saw from the last vote, it just doesn't work, does it? So, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, then. <clears throat> so we're down to our final. Right. I mean, it's annoying in some ways. Uh, this is not It's annoying in some ways. Well, it's it's annoying because everyone was saying that's what the final was going to be. For me, yeah, it seemed like it was these two, but I didn't know how the chips were going to fall. You know, I was like, "What? What if this is round I one?" I mean, <laughs> you, none of you can be upset about this. 
Because you all switched away from Animal Crossing, so fuck off. That's <laughs> true. That is true. Right. I'm not saying I'm yeah, upset. Yeah, fuck. If Animal Crossing had fallen on the other side of the tree. Yep. Okay. All right. Here we go. So this is the final. It Let's is. just do the first votes, because I think we know where it's going. Yeah. Um, Matt. The Last of Us Part 2. James. Last of Us 2. Hades. Sean. Hades. Okay. Right, we'll so this is this is the battle that we're facing. This is where we. This is this is the one. I love the fact that people are going to be looking at their podcast players now and going, "Fuck, say another half an hour, fuck, say um, <laughs> another two hours, fuck." <laughs> yeah. Uh, where do we start, Matt? Matt, I want you to start. Why should The Last of Us Two be our game of the year over Hades? Because for me, it has a story and it, the thing is it does <laughs> Hades the, has a story I'm still oh going <laughs> it has <laughs> go on it ha- <laughs> I just absolutely gravi- um, gravitated and fell in love with the I mean with the really this is a way of, way, way of saying it but it is a really mature story I know we're way past that stage of oh it's, this game is for adults but it it's a it's a really hard hitting, powerful story, and it's just amazing that we're getting these experiences that, that that aren't comfortable, that aren't easy to get through. But again, someone like me who who likes these kind of gut punch the films, documentaries, or whatever it is, this exactly up my street. I think this. I I really truly cared for all these characters, even the ones that aren't the main ones. There's so many moments where I'm like, no, no, don't do that. Or why would you do that? And I was like, it was like being engaged and loving, you know, like I said, like an incredible drama where you're like, no, please don't. Or you're like feeling nervous because something's going to happen or you're, you're worried. And then you have like moments of realization when you realize, oh, hang on, my God, so that's happened because of where we are in this timeline. I think what it does with, with timelines, we have, we didn't really like talk about, obviously we're going to, there's no spoilers, but the things it does with timelines to make you think differently about what you might have done before or what you might anticipate in the future is really, really good. There are whole sections of this game that I didn't anticipate because I had avoided everything other than that first trailer. I had avoided the leaks. There are things you do, and I was like, oh, wow, I'm, I'm doing this in the game? Like, I, I fully did not expect. I thought I had an idea about what this game was going to do, what was going to be the gameplay, uh, etc. Without getting into detail, and um, and it showed me other sides of this game I didn't anticipate, didn't know of, and I was like, wow, there's other parts of this game that I absolutely love that I had no idea was even going to be in there prior, you know, prior to playing it. I think, I think it improves on the first one. It's also it's the level of character development that you see in this game that was. I mean, they had this in the first game, but in this one, it really goes to like a completely other level. You know, the fact that you you see a character that maybe you know you're not entirely sympathetic towards, you know, right at the start, but then you know, as you spend time with this, it really, really changes how you feel about them, and also you know how you feel about the people, you know, the protagonists, the main people that you're playing, you know, as earlier on in the game. It's it's incredible the way it does that. He's finished the ball. <laughs> um, yeah, because. We again, we're not going to talk anything, but you have your people who played the first one. They think you know, they know who Ellie and, and Joel are, and then when you, as you get through the game, you're like, actually, you know, but there's so many like part, you know, 
Shades of Grey. Yeah, it, ta- it, are... it, it takes the hero of the last game and shows why he's an arsehole. Yeah. That, that, that is an incredible part, part of that game. We can say that. Yeah. And, and even Ellie. It, show, you think, it shows okay. why he's not a hero at all. No. But even Ellie, you think, okay, well, I know Ellie from the first one. And it's, you know, it's, it's not the case. <laughs> and you think, actually, I prefer these other things that I did more out of, from out of nowhere. And people who, are, you know, you might think, well, clearly I'm, I'm not going to like them, you know, but actually, you know, the, the story arcs and the stuff you learn about the different people as you go along is, is, is something else, really. And even the kind of less important, more incidental characters that you see, I, I, I love them for, for, for their various sort of inputs they had to the story as well. And then I think if we just go to like a pure like gameplay aspect, I think it's, it sounds amazing. I think it's so atmospheric in terms of you know, the, the audio you get in the various landscapes. Uh, graphically, it look it looks fantastic. There are so many amazing bits, particularly when it's like nighttime and it's raining, and you have like see like see people walking through lush, wet sort of forests with like ho- uh, holding flames. It's really really uh, holding sort of like uh, lit like torchlights and stuff. It's really atmospheric and it looks great. And I, I I think I said earlier I can't wait to see what it might look like on the PlayStation Five. And the thing- it, Sorry, Matt. I was no, going to no, say, go you see, the thing is, is that I really enjoyed Hades. I thought it was a very good game. But do I? Am I going to remember and really care about the characters that I played in that game in the That's same way funny. that I did that I did with with Last of Us Two? And I don't think I will Shit. because I, in- I. That's really interesting, James. Because when I was thinking about this today, about when these games or if these games come up against each other, I was the opposite. Really. Yeah, the stories in Hades will stick with me for longer than they will in The Last of Us 2. Really? See, I don't yeah, agree 100%. at all. Yeah, 100%. I, 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 uh, what do you mean I, you don't I agree? You can't of... disagree with that. That's um, just about how I feel. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's, it's, your, it's your feeling, but I disagree with that feeling because that's not the feeling I had for it. Well, well, you on. can't James. disagree with that feeling. That was my experience. James, <laughs> James how much of Hades have you played? <laughs> I've played about 15 hours of it. Like, I mean, I've finished it. That was it, and I didn't really feel that okay. I desperately needed to keep playing it over and over again. I enjoyed. No, what but I then played I it, went but... outside that game and looked into the the history of the characters and saw how they were represented in this game, and like I really got involved in that level. Whereas I really loved The Last of Us Two, but I must admit it didn't stick with me anywhere near as long as. And I've spoken about my problems with the ending, and I think that's a big part of it. The fact that it left me with kind of a could have done better. There. See, I again, I this is personal opinion. You but disagree, I totally yeah. Disagree, yeah, you, we, yeah, you disagree, yeah, and that's that's fine. Like you, you saw that ending differently to I to what I did. Um, I will say this: what sticks in my tooth more than anything else with this argument. <laughs> is Red Dead Redemption 2. And we're <laughs> going to go there. <laughs> the criticisms you gave towards that game, Matt, mm-hmm. that can definitely be put to this. Um, yeah, I mean, this I, is, gameplay-wise, it, it's just basically yes. the same. Yeah. Gameplay-wise, it's exactly the same as uh, Naughty Dog's games. It's a Naughty Dog game. Yeah, you it get definitely the is a scene, dog you game. get the kill rooms, you move on, you do a little bit of looking around, you do a little bit of puzzling. 
it's it's a so what kills me is that every criticism you had of Red Dead Redemption Two can be put towards the last I mean, of us. Not everyone yeah, controls that at all. Wank. Uh, yeah. <laughs> controls weren't wanking Red Dead either. I mean, I got oh, used come to. on, Dave. They they were nowhere near as as refined as they are in Last of Us Two. Because it was doing different things. It it. Mm. Oh, but no, but look, that's that, not the point I'm making. The point I'm making is you were going. When are we going to see them doing new things? Right. Like what I would say is that you look at Hades and you look at The Last of Us Two. It really does feel like Hades is doing new things. Yeah. And as good as The Last of Us Two is, I don't think it's. It's. I think it's pushed the genre forward in terms of narrative, right? And I think it was incredibly brave to take a much-loved character and spend, you know, 20 hours or however long it was making him look like a prick, right? And justifiably so, and it totally works, and they nail it. But in terms of gameplay does not do anything to push it forward. Uh, yeah, I'm not going to disagree with you there. I think it, it definitely improves on some aspects, but it's very, very sort of yeah, slight. Yeah, there's some, there's some refinements or whatever. Yeah. Whereas I feel that Hades adds so much, has so much to add to how we play games. Mm. Like the, the way that the story is, is you know intertwined with the structure of the game like roguelikes have been around for a long time and yeah you know the last sort of three four five years there's been a you know real resurgence of them very few of them have a story or if they do it's like you know the the sort of recurring or repetitive nature of them is usually sort of hand waved as like oh like now you you know it, whether it's like oh well you just die and you come back and and then it's you know but there's no real story or it's like oh well you're going through a time portal and you're trying everything again and everything's fresh so the game never has to react narratively to the fact that you're just doing things over and over and over again but Hades does and it does it in such a good way and it does it in like like the just the sheer fucking volume of dialogue in this game and how reactive it is and the things it notices that you wouldn't even expect it to and the things it comments on is absolutely fascinating. Like, I cannot imagine the amount of work that went into it um, to make that work as well as it does and as convincingly as it does. And across so many characters, pretty much every single one of them likable in one way or another. Um... And and the the fact that like it completely addresses a problem I didn't know I had with roguelikes because I've you know quite liked the genre for some time, but turning that sort of you know start the game, play a bit, die, back to the start, play a bit, die, back to the start, making that feel like a complete loop rather than just trying again, back, trying. Well, again. Or like, not even that. It, making that feel like a progressive yeah, line. Yeah, exactly. Like it's, it, it's the, like I say, the, the way it reacts to it and the way that even a failed run still moves things forward and still progresses things. And, you know, so I like, I, you know, when I first escaped 
and that was you know and it was amazing and you know what what happens is is incredibly illuminating and i was like oh man i really can't wait to do more and then had a load more failed runs before i escaped again it didn't feel like things stood still things were still moving on and it's yeah it's just so beautifully done and as you say dave like it's it's set a new bar for its for its its genre like obviously not every roguelike has to be like this going forward but if you mm. if you're going to make a road like and you want to put a story in it like that yeah it's it's yeah I mean, that's bar. how it's done yeah and and it's not just for, for those listening that haven't played it it's not just you respawn you do the story bits and you move on mm. the story bits are intertwined with your runs like you meet cap you meet characters along the way and you take information back from your run and you feed it back into the characters in your house or Hades house, whatever. <laughs> this is house. <laughs> this is Hades, Hades house. <laughs> well, it's, it's called the house of Hades, which makes it sound a bit yeah. more grand. Yeah, than humble. Um, yeah. Um, and you feed that information back into the characters when you return mm. and that then progresses what goes on. Like you may be given a message to send to someone out. Yeah. In that world, the world that you're walking into, um, and that's incredibly important because that makes you go. I hope I see that character in this run because it's not yeah. guaranteed. Yeah, it's not like when you get to stage three, chamber four, you will come <laughs> across this guy. Mm. You might not. Like, there's a random element to it, and it, and it's like it, it, you know, it does the thing that I like in more modern roguelikes where, yeah, as as you're going through, yeah, you're getting new abilities and stuff, but you're also picking up, like, currency, right? Which then, when you die, you go back to the House of Hades, you can then spend yeah, that on that. improvements to, yeah, give you a bit of a leg up on your next run. I've always enjoyed that. Um, but, yeah, the fact that you might go into, a, like, later on, you might go into a run, like, yeah, sort of more concerned about running into a character because you need to speak to him. Because you got you got something you need to tell them, or there's a bit of information you need to pass on, or you, you know, or whatever. Like there's a, I won't get into specifics because I imagine some people still haven't played this and, and might like yeah. to. There is a uh, a Greek myth um, that we we did in school when I was a kid, um, when I was literally like six or seven, and it's an incredibly sad, um, tragic story. And it like like properly fucking got to me when I was little, and I like had like quite a profound effect on me, I think. Um, and the people involved are in Hades, and you are given the opportunity to not necessarily make things right, but to but to yeah, sort of attempt to to heal things, and. Uh, <laughs> At no point in my life was I ever expecting that to be a thing, because obviously, you know, like it, it's it's rooted in in Greek myth. I think, if I remember rightly, Zagreus doesn't really exist. It's a name that sort of floats around, but he's, um, you know, he, he is essentially a new character. And you sort of think, like, well, <laughs> yeah, like, okay, so it, it adheres to the things we know about Greek myths, but why can't you just write new shit? It's all made up anyway. Who fucking gives a shit? Like, <laughs> so the fact that it takes the opportunity to be like, actually, do you know what? We don't like how this story ended. Let's make it right, but in a very convincing way. It's not just like, oh, let's pretend actually that was fine. It's something you work for. 
and it's yeah, it's just beautifully done. Um, hang on, hang on. Zagreus was a character. He's not like a made-up one. No, I was saying like his name exists, no, but isn't, isn't he like? You're right, James. <laughs> isn't it like it's not entirely clear who he was? Like he some like isn't well, he like a made-up one? Well, it says yeah. Zagreus was sometimes identified with the god worship by the followers of Orphism, the first Dionysus, a son of Zeus and, the, and Persephone, who was yeah, member by the so, Titans and reborn. So, so Dionysus is also in the game, so he's not that Zagreus. Is my point. But thanks for trying to catch me out, James. It's- <laughs> no, just 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 clarifying that. It's uh, you know. Um, Do you see why we want this as game of the year? Yeah, of course. We've not even talked about the combat and stuff. Jesus Christ! No, the combat is just so fucking fun. Like I like for most like, of it's this, so fun to bat people mo- <laughs> in that game. Like Jesus for Christ! For most of this year, I wanted to put Jet Lancer in this list, right? Because in my eyes, it is a perfect action game you know the the precision of it and the the you know, visual and audio feedback the feel of it is just fucking spot on and then i was like yeah play 10 minutes with the finished version of hades and i was just like nah this is it this, I, like yeah. it totally yeah, like i got it instantly like yeah, yeah like it, you know it doesn't blow jet lancer out of the water or anything but it's it's easily easily goes toe to toe with it and then on top of all the cool, you know, like all the the roguelike systems and the story stuff, the presentation of it is fucking gorgeous to look at. The yeah, soundtrack's yeah. brilliant. Mm-hmm. It's got everything. It's got everything I could ever possibly want from a video game. Yeah. It ticks every box, and that yeah, never it's happens. Like, uh, uh, say one bad thing about Hades. Yeah, <laughs> it can't be done. Yeah, I, I I totally see that. I mean, I've played it and I've enjoyed it, uh, but out of the two, yeah, Last of Us is, is mine. But I'm, I'm not yeah. Denying. But are you gonna de- are you gonna dig your heels in, or are you gonna listen to the arguments? That's the question. Oh no, I've heard I've that's heard a very loaded and... question. That's ridiculous, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> James, you don't even know what day it is right now. <laughs> are you gonna dig your heels in? That's the problem. Are you? setting out in this discussion to say I'm never going to change my vote or you're actually going to listen to things because you've done that before I, I am listening and I, I think Hades is an excellent game <laughs> it's not like I'm I don't, it's not like I think it's shit all the things you said I agree with but out of the two it, for me the one with the larger impact for me personally yeah I get that I get that for is, you personally yes but we're now at a stage where we've got to look at these fine lines and work out what is going to be our game of the year 2020. Hades. This is why Animal Crossing. <laughs> this is why Animal Crossing should have been our game of the year 2020. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like Hades does things and and tells a story in a way that only a video game could. Whereas that's true. Last of Us Two. Could be a television show. Yeah, come <laughs> on, James. It could be a TV show. Matt said it's no. A... I don't. I don't agree. I okay, don't agree fine. with that. Fine. Sorry, Sean. Fine. I don't agree with that. Sorry, it's everyone. No, think... Every time everyone mentions, oh, it's it's HBO quality. Like, yeah, because yeah, I hate that. I hate okay. that argument. Okay. No, it's it's um. There's more behind it than that. Okay. I think, I think when it comes to The Last of Us Two, there's a lot to controlling these characters. A hell of a lot. Mm-hmm. It tries to do stuff that fails. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I think when it tries to inject the emotion into things a little bit, um, I think it fails. You know, the dog stuff, I don't think works as well as they'd hoped. Um, I think having enemies shout out their names wasn't quite as effective as they want. I, 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 I think it's important. Like, so basically, 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 when you kill someone in this game, Sean, mm. someone will go, Karen! Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, and, 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 and it's eye-rolly and it doesn't really work, I love but that. it's important. So it's because like- it's like the first, <laughs> it's the first step to <laughs> giving personalities to enemies, right? Yeah. Like, it's the first, like, it, it's important that it does it, but I don't think it works yet, you know? Well, go on, James, what? No, I just love that. It's like Sean Light going, Oh, I've heard about that. Sounds shit, doesn't it? It's just <laughs> no. I, yeah, like I, I'd heard people going on about it, and then the game. Shouting Karen. I'd heard them like making loads of fuss about it, and then the game coming out, and everyone saying, "Yeah, it's not that big a deal, actually." No, <laughs> it's not. It's not. And and but I think it's the first step in the right direction, right? Yeah. It just doesn't really work here. So I'm. That's not a negative point towards this game. Yeah, at it's just all. something that adds more atmosphere and, yeah. and more yeah. connection with yeah. like the enemy forces. Not. It's not it's, just those. Yeah, Graham. It's what. Yeah, it's one of those things <laughs> that. Yeah, if they hadn't made any fuss about it prior, people would just be like, "Oh yeah, it's quite a cool touch." But I think it's just because this would be it easy bit, if it didn't do all the brave shit that it did. The yeah. Last of Us. Yeah. If it didn't, it, if it didn't actively not give a fuck what the fans thought, which it doesn't. Like it actively goes out, it's what out of its way to go. Nah, we got a story to tell. We don't care what you think should happen. Like this yeah. would be an easy, easy vote. It does so many great things. I mean, like it's got obviously incredibly diverse range of characters. Um, and- no, fuck that, right? Okay, look, it's easy to be diverse, right? I know, right? Let, let, let me make this clear. I know that a lot of publishers on developers will not be diverse and that's fucked up but it is easy to be diverse if you want to be diverse this game has a lot of diverse characters that's great but that's not what makes it good that should be the fucking standard right mm. it's not but this game no, does it, that it's, but it's when not, i talk sadly. about when i talk about brave and fucking off their fans i'm not talking about the diverse elements of that because we sh- you know we should be praising that of course we should because the the industry's fucked and the storytelling in the industry has been fucked for years right but i'm not going to stand here and go it should win because of diversity no that's what it should be right yeah. that that is where this industry should be in 2020 right what i'm saying is that it's brave because even if you take all of that out of it you've got a known hero in the video game world and you turned on him and rightly so rightly so yeah like com- but like i was looking forward to playing and seeing what happened to ellie and joel the 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 great characters from the <laughs> first game and it went you know they ain't that great <laughs> they're horrible people you realize this right you know and it was so well done like so well done. <sighs> Fuck. Fuck. And 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 again, not this next point I'm going to make is like, oh, it's just got it should score points. But I think I also really want to call out like the accessibility option to this game has, which yeah, I again, mean, like, from the guy who won't use the god mode in Hades. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> that, well, that, that's, that's a different type of accessibility. Yeah, no, it's about... a joke. Um, well, no, uh, yeah, you I'd, do I'd, not I'd, joke. I'd, about I'd heard, <laughs> I'd heard good stuff about accessibility stuff. In yeah, last and again, to be fair, hopefully, it's... this is mm. the standard with like high contrast modes, and mm. you can do things where you can basically have this where every character, every like enemy is like just is red, like solid red, and I think the allies are blue, and it's got like audio cues for getting around the map and all sorts of mm. stuff. So again. That it's great they're pushing things forward and hopefully that becomes a standard as well but again it's if studios can afford that sort of stuff uh, sadly but, it, but again it's really impressive that, that at least yeah I, I, I feel I should explain myself a little bit there <laughs> um, the game deserves praise for the diverse cast that it uses no I know what you My mean but it, but it shouldn't get a medal simply for that it either. that shouldn't be a medal yeah Although it is because fucking hell, state we're in the world we're yeah, living yeah, in. Because yeah, you have, you have just... games like the Division where like yeah, it's political, and then actually it's not because they're too scared of making any sort of statement. Whereas, I mean, I guess Naughty Dog are big enough to say fuck it. This I don't is think it. they're making a statement with it on viewing it. I think they're making a statement in it, you know, knowing that it will get a reaction. Um. Good. That's a positive thing. Mm. Mm. Um, I don't think it is our game of the year, which is where I'm at at the moment. Look, we've got still got a lot to talk about. Yeah, I don't think it's our game. Our game of the I, I like. Okay, so if we, oh man, fucking, why did Animal Crossing go out? <laughs> Yeah, it's such an important point to make that game it's such an important point to make that represents the when I think about what is game of the year that represents what should be our game of the year mm. See, this, this is what's really hard for me with this because I, I liked Hades I had a good time with it I thought it was great but I had a better time with Last of Us 2 yeah, I know, but that's personal, and we're gone. But we're beyond personal. We know that. <sighs> we know that we're beyond. But personal But this now. is personal, though. That's the whole point with this, isn't no, it? No, no, it's not anymore. That's the thing, James. It's not anymore. Our personal opinions. We know our personal opinions. What we're trying to do, right? I played The Last of Us two, and um, I played Hades. My personal opinion: Hades should be game of the year, right? Matt is the opposite of that. You're the opposite of that. James is with me. Uh, Sean is with me, mm-hmm. right? So we're beyond our personal beliefs. We all know what our personal beliefs are, right? That's that's where we are. But now we need to be a collective. And but that's the and thing I because you've, and I you've don't played think... The Last of Us Two. I've played it. Matt's played it. Sean hasn't played it. Like so. Yeah, I know. I I I hear you. Right, I hear you because I used that argument last year. For um, life is strange. Well, yeah. we've all played that game. It should be game the end. And you know, I know that's bollocks, right? But I wanted that game to win that year, so <laughs> that's the way I went. What 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 I'm waiting for you to do is to argue the point that that should be game of the year over Hades, and I've not heard that argument yet. Mm. Yeah, but I give me a re- give me a reason to switch. Hades either. I've just heard personal opinion. Fine, but give me a reason to switch, James. No, no, our argument... No, hold on. 
our argument for Hades is that it progresses the genre, it it introduces more than The Last of Us 2 does. That's our argument. But you see, I I, I'd say that The Last of Us 2 absolutely progresses the genre as well. Great. Brilliant. Tell me how. Why? Tell me. As well, in in the method of storytelling, the way that the story is like portrayed and the way the no, characters are... hold on. The, are... Method, the method of storytelling yeah. is the same as the previous Naughty Dog game. The method of storytelling is the same. Yeah, the method the method may be the same, but the message it's trying to explain and the way that it's like portrayed and the way that it's communicated to the player is different. No, yeah, the story is different. But and you're I think also it's looking at this from like from multiple angles and different and like you know you're you're being expected here to sympathize with people that you're not expected to sympathize with in the first game. Yeah, but that's just better writing. That's not Exactly. It's not moving things forward as such, is yeah, it? It's not the writing, structurally... I, I, I think unquestionable. The writing is better in this game than the last game. Yeah. Unquestionable. I think you're absolutely right. But but that's not a new method of storytelling. No, Whereas but it is, it, is a, like, it is a new like sort of high watermark though for, for storytelling, I feel I feel. Yeah. I, I agree. But it is not a new way to present storytelling in video games and Hades is is it though? Like how yes. how is it new? Go on. What do you mean? We've just spent ages saying how it's new. <laughs> it's not. It's just you asleep, James. No, because okay, you play Hades Who's and got then a piano next to him. <laughs> that that was me, like hitting the mic thing, whatever. It's, you know. <laughs> it's in the grand piano. Hades yeah. tells the story in a new way because it it that story is tightly grafted to the the genre to the the structure of the game it's not a story yeah. you could tell in any other way in any other medium like or or even in most types of games and it and like i say and it, and it's not just oh well after every failed run you get a cutscene it's people talk about the things you did or didn't do and and it makes every run feel important there's like a big problem with with the genre is that you know in a lot of roguelike games you can do a bit and you know not have a particularly successful run and then be like well that was a fucking waste of time but that's never Mm -hmm. the case in hades james has just texted me i'm wavering (laughs) does that mean you're trying that that, that was that was before sean started attacking me and now i'm I'm less wavering who's attacked you just, what do you mean? How's he attacked you? No, he's just being an arsehole. Go on. A bit. <laughs> James, James, <laughs> you've on. had it in for me ever since I exposed the bloody rigging earlier, so I don't... <laughs> How has Sean been an arsehole, though? I don't get that. Where's that come from? Go on, continue. I <laughs> will. Okay, um, we're gonna need we're going to need to sort this out. I think I think I think we've presented our case quite well, Sean. Yeah. I think our argument is quite solid. I'd like to know percentage-wise where we're at. I think I I tried to do this earlier and I got shot back because James is thinking there's some sort of conspiracy going on. There's genuinely not. <laughs> no, no, this I don't, year. I don't like, think there's any conspiracy here. It's just I mean well, I love the way that you try and frame this. It's brilliant. It's like I feel you keep saying no, no, that. the way you way you're like. I feel that we've explained this really well, which is by implication that Matt and I have not explained this very well, in your no, opinion. that's in your head. 
No, that's what you just said, David. Nope. Uh, did I say you haven't... Ex- uh, t- Sean, did I just say... David, look, look, you're trying to play games here. Well. It's like, that's exactly what you're up to. Wouldn't you this agree, Matt? This is literally not what I'm doing. I mean, by you saying working, I think we've explained our thing pretty well. I think, yeah, that, 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 okay, the implications fine. were that we hadn't. Yeah. No, you're, you've put that implication in there. I haven't. That's I mean, the way you've taken that it. That's not the way I've presented it. No, say, I think, all you need to say is, I think we've put our argument across really well. That's fine. I, I'm not going to disagree with that. You guys need to chill out. <laughs> yeah? Smoke a doob. <laughs> smoke a doob, baby. I'm not smoking um, a doob. Uh, James, do not smoke a doob. You're by sea. Where are we, where <laughs> are we, where are we percentage wise? Matt. Um, Matt. Yes, percentage-wise. Yeah. Um, I am 60-40. Wow. Okay. okay. I wasn't expecting that. No. Sean? Uh, I mean, yeah, I, I'm 100% Hades, aren't I? He yeah. hasn't played it. He doesn't even know, does he? One shred of percent. <laughs> no, no, that's right. He's just yeah, got yeah. his own prejudices um, related to this, so it's... Oh, <laughs> say that again, Sean. <laughs> say that again, James. <laughs> He's got his own prejudices. <laughs> um. I'm 60-40. Uh, maybe 55-45. Maybe 55-45. I feel like I've got out what I loved about Hades. I think I've, I think I've done that. Mm. Um, but obviously I wouldn't be upset if Last of Us 2 was Game of the Year. I wouldn't. Where are you, James? I don't know. <laughs> I'm in my garbage. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> I don't know. It's it's very difficult because, as I said, I, I played is. both. We've all done it though. Enjoyed both, and you see, this is the thing: like you having digs, having a go at me, makes me want to dig my heels in more for Last of Us Two. What's your percentage? That's all I asked. Probably the same as Matt's, I'd say. Sixty four. Yeah. I'm same as Dave's. Oh no, you fifty five, forty five. Dave, are you adding up all the percentages and see which wins? <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> what is? You guys, no, Dave, I'm, I'm kidding. Really I just surprised was... by the reaction. No, to I just no, thought it was. I'm pretty sure you're James are in fighting. Let's go. Um, yeah. Okay. Uh, I just yeah. To me, it's clear cut. I've not heard an example of what Last of Us Two does that had not been done before. Like I understand it's brilliant, and I'm not hang on, hang saying on, I'm not saying oh uh, shit, I've not played it. It's too miserable, whatever. Like I understand it's amazing. I just feel like it is an improvement on what already has existed, whereas Hades is like a genuinely genre-shifting thing and tells a story in such a specific and new way that I think think it's fascinating. Game of the Year doesn't have to be... Like, we're not Edge. Like, it doesn't have to be, like, something which is is doing that. Like, I mean, you were talking earlier on about Animal Crossing and how you wish that that was still in this. That absolutely doesn't do that either. Okay. Yeah, okay, I just like right, that's me, that's my rationale for like not even considering Last of Us Two. Let, like, let me let me put this let me it. put this in a different way. I think I know how we can get out of this. I think I know how we can get out of this. And I, I'm sorry, listeners. I know that some of you will be getting really tired of this, but let let let's do it like this. Matt, are you ever going to change your vote? Matt, he's died. Ever? Am I ever gonna? I was just thinking. Are you ever gonna change your vote to Hades? 
There's a there's a low chance. <laughs> Matt, are you ever going to change your like, vote to Hades? We've been talking now for a long time about these two games. Are you ever going to change your vote? No. Right. James, are you ever going to change your vote to Hades? No. Okay. Well, listen, Sean. Yeah. Um, I think, I think Hades is game of the year. Mm-hmm. I think we have presented our case of why it's game of the year. I think it absolutely should be game of the year. I think it's the right decision. I think you know all the stuff we've said about the progression it's made for the genre and the the um uh everything it represents the way it does storytelling i, I think we you know i don't need to go through it again i th- i think we've had the better argument but because james and matt are digging their heels in i've got no choice uh-huh. i think it's the wrong decision i think hopefully our listeners will point out to them that actually game of the year shouldn't be about digging your heels in it should be about putting together a cohesive argument and explaining well, why I, you think I, it I should think be game of the year. Course of no, no, the... no, no, Matt, I'm talking. Um, so I think, really, you know, we'll take the moral victory here, you know, uh-huh. and we'll we'll let them. I mean, you know, we've we've presented our argument in a really good way, I think. And and these guys are digging <laughs> their heels in and going, "No, nah, I want this one to win." So, so Dave, pretty much. So okay, you're no, saying no, you think no, no, you've done it. You've won. You've won, Matt. No, no, well hang done. Hound, you think Hades is game of the year, yeah? yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But didn't you also say Animal Crossing's game of the year? So which one is it? Uh, it's a tough one for me. If those two come up against each other, it's two different ideas of game of the year. But I think both have an excellent argument. I don't know if The Last of Us 2. I've not heard an excellent argument why The Last of Us 2 should be game of the year over the other two. I've heard an excellent argument for both of those other games. But it's fine. If you want to dig your heels in and say, no, it's my game. I want it. <laughs> then fine, if that's what you want to do. Do you know what? I'm switching. Oh, fuck. Yes! Yes, James! Ja- James. I'm switching. J- J- James, have a Why, water. James? James, have a- open a window. Have some water. Let's, 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 <laughs> let's not make any rush. Fucking hell. I didn't <laughs> expect that. <laughs> I'm switching to I Hades. I did not expect that. I'm switching to Hades. Fuck yes. James. Get in, Do you mate. need to piss, James? <laughs> James, do you want to go to bed? Do not, do not. After all, after this four and a bit hours, four and a half hours, do not do it because you need to piss or you want to go to bed. The bottle's empty. Listen, and... Matt, he knows his own <laughs> mind. Listen to it. Okay, James, let's hear an argument about Hades over Last of Us. No, we've given the argument. Yeah, well, the argument's no, argument already taken place. I want to hear James' argument. Actually, if he switches. James agrees with everything we've said. No, no, James. It's, 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 it's all what Sean said and that. Ja- no, oh, no, James. If you're switching, I want to hear your argument. Thank, go on. It's yours. James just realised that the, the that. fans were going to turn on him. He's, he's done... He, it, it does things that have not been done before in storytelling. Oh See? In his own words, Matthew. In his own words. <laughs> oh, my God. No, do you know what? James, I, I do feel James a bit. Cannot... I do feel a bit bad because obviously after last year, this is now two years in a row where Matt. I'm sorry, Matt. I am genuinely sorry. Um, fuck him. He he voted Astrobot over Red Dead. That's true. Yeah, they ended up winning. So that's uh, what's that say about the rest of us? 
<laughs> the rest of us, part two. <laughs> so is that it, yeah? James, is that official? Yeah. Yes, mate. Fuck, I did not expect this. Um, so what I'm going to do now yeah. is I'm going to let Matt announce the game of the year for the computer game show 2020. <laughs> Matt, what is the official game of the year for the computer game show 2020? For the listeners, Matt has just dropped from the call. Oh, hang on, he's back. Hey, sorry, he's no. Back. Sorry, I just a Discord um, disconnected. Oh, okay. There. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Hey, it does that no, all sorry. the time. It does that all the time. Yeah, it does all the time. Sorry, yeah. I just it was a bad connection. I think. Yeah. Matt, the so computer game show, the computer game show, game of the year twenty twenty is. Uh, are we still on the sorry? Oh. Um, <laughs> Well, it's it, whatever James uh, flipped to, whatever that one was, that PC one, the uh... PC one's on Switch <laughs> as well. Well, yeah, whatever it's, it's on. It's a great port. James said really. It's a great port. It's, it's great, great game. Great game. Great yeah. game. Great port. Great game, game of the year. Great show. 20, 2020 for the computer game show is Hades, and that's us for this year. Woo! Um, unless you're a patron, we will. Unless you're a patron, <laughs> yeah. you will get a bonus show and a talks over. Um, but a genuinely, you know, what we were saying during the Animal Crossing thing, it rings true, man. Mm. What a shit year. Yeah. We hope that in some way that we've been able to entertain you this year because fuck knows we've needed it. And yeah, um, and I think we've, I think us four have needed this as much yeah. as one hundred percent of need to listen to. I've said it many times. Podcasting has got me through some really, really tough times personal issues, personal, you know, trials and stuff. Uh this year more than most. Um it you know, it gave us something to focus on, it gave us people to talk to, it gave us the interaction that we were missing from just, you know, socializing and stuff. Um and to know that people are supporting us throughout this is a big thing as well because we know that they're they're going through their own shit in their life. Um, so thank you everyone that 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 supported us uh, us on Patreon, that supported us on Twitter, that told a friend about us, that listened to the show, um, emailed in, contributed anything. You know, we this year more than most, this means the world to us. Um, so thank you, and uh, we will see you in the new year for what the fuck next gen's going to be like. Um, <laughs> And as as we say, if you signed up to our Patreon, you'll get your bonus show. We're really looking forward to that. Uh, we've got our talks over. We've got stuff planned. Um, but until then, thanks for living it. I'm. Do you want the Do you want the honest truth here? I don't know what's going to happen when we stop recording. <laughs> I've got a feeling this ain't going to go well. <laughs> I think we might right. not be back in January. Okay. Just following your comments, I was want to say, yeah, it's been a tough old year, but it's been. Awesome to be podcasting with you boys every week. It's been fun. Yeah, man. It's been yeah, great. Same, man. It's been and, uh, yeah, I'm, I hope everyone out there has like, enjoyed it as much as we have. And yeah, you're right. Ne- next year is, is next gen. Let's let's see what it's all about. Because this year we've had next like month, weeks better. and months of like, oh, what's coming out? What's the price? What's this? What are the games now? Now we've got to see what it delivers. I hope we can just. I hope we can just chill out and talk about games. I mean, you know, obviously, the begin- nice. beginning of January is going to be like, 
what state is cyberpunk in this week <laughs> but you know yeah, apart yeah. from that it's gonna be good i'm excited thanks everyone yeah thanks for living it game of the year hades fuck <laughs> goodbye no no goodbye bye <laughs> <laughs>